PKA four ninety seven. Guest first half comedian Josh Wood. Josh Wolf. Sorry, Kyle. Couple of sponsors tonight: uh, Squarespace, Smart Mouth, and a brand new one, Tushy. Tushy. Hello, Tushy.com. Uh, I'll let you go. I'll leave you guys in suspense to try to figure out what that's about. Those of you who don't start Googling right Sounds away. It's very high T regardless. So I'm excited. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. And you, my friend need one. I guarantee it. So uh, yeah. yeah, we'll get to them later on in the show, but, uh, yeah, yeah. Got a very shitty, butt. I feel like you're being harassed, right? Like my man's got a fuzzy bottom. You're judging. I what like how that? you say harassed, like David Attenborough. <laughs> and they're being harassed by gang members. <laughs> <laughs> no, Harris. H a r i s t. It's akin to racist and sexist and more. I mean, I mean, all right. How do you mean? Right. Gun to your head, Woody. Gun to your head. Go on. And your family's heads. There's, there's, there's several guns involved. <laughs> you have to lick someone's butthole. Mm. It's either my butthole or it's Taylor's butthole. And you know how low body hair I am. You've seen me shirtless, like, like a paintball and stuff. Like, sure, like sure. Very little hair. I've got that little strip down my chest, little little belly button hair. It's pretty much the same going down. You know I use Nair mm-hmm. down I below. Josh has a nice asshole. Well, we haven't seen Josh's asshole, so we'll leave that aside. This is a host-only asshole looking I know contest. you're expecting this to be a hair-based decision, but I feel like Kyle's words of affirmation would be more rewarding. So, Kyle, you're my man. Thank you. Thank this you. This is bullshit. And I will appreciate <laughs> I'll tell you this. Not only will my words of affirmation be there for you, but I will appreciate it more. Yeah. I'll you, moan you'd, a little. You'd feel, you'd feel desired while you're looking Kyle fast. I, I would treat you like my Welcome son, to the show, I, Josh. I, I, I got with the guard. Like, All right, that's enough. That's enough. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> we just, ah. <laughs> <laughs> supportive lover i would have you dressed up in like a catholic schoolgirl outfit being my sub spanking you as you were doing it (sighs) (laughs) you're winning you're winning me back see i want to to tell a butthole licking well thanks for uh thanks for coming back on the show josh (laughs) i didn't know if i was part of this conversation i was just kind of letting it go i do like how we're just glossing over you said you've seen me shirtless at paintball Mm -hmm. that seems weird why are you paintballing shirtless like that's oh, a no. it was in the break room because it was a million degrees outside and humid as shit and so you'd come in and just be just stepped out of the shower wet with sweat so immediately yeah. just peel that sticky shirt off and stand in front of a box fan it felt so good yeah and you know we're, we, we would like come in in street clothes maybe and change into our paintball gear and then vice versa like change clothes back and forth so yeah, it means that Kyle and I would trade outfits and, you know, ah. underwear. And- <laughs> it's like how you casually say to your buddy, you see me shirtless at paintball. This well, is I where he, he they got me a paintball outfit. This is about the time that I regret lying about my waist size by two inches to Kitty. <laughs> 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 Testing the tensile strength of that button on the pants. You, you know what's like- hilarious? I'd l- I also love it. <laughs> <laughs> and I, re- I regretted it immediately when I like you know when you get two thirds of putting pants on and the writing is on the wall the writing is on the wall the thighs are tight it's like in <laughs> a fucking sausage casing. I'm a little surprised that the decision of whose butthole you were licking wasn't diet based. I mean, I would have to go with who I thought one probably chewed their food better. 
to who I think probably. All right, Taylor wins that. Yeah, one. Taylor has the mandibles of a, of a hyena or something. He, <laughs> he feels like a praying mantis or something. Just, just I'm yeah. telling you, that my, food is fucked. Sub Twitch stream. I I did my mandibular measurement. A little over the 99th percentile as Amazing. far as human head size. It means I got a steam shovel jaw. And so I'm, I'm chewing the shit. It's out. hard to tell because Taylor's a big guy. He works out a lot. He's got big shoulders, but his head is the size of a beach ball. It's, <laughs> it's, it's a foot and a half across. Can you hold something up next to it that's like human or something that's so I can get? You have like I wish you had a plantain. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have basketball or something, or do you have, have some? A, I have a standard issue clown horn. Everyone knows the size of these. Okay, <laughs> look at yeah, that. Five horn. <laughs> <laughs> you have anything else that's that's kind of round that people yeah, might like? Like, like if you yeah, had a soda can, that would be perfect. Good, good oh, one. Dude, I, I don't have a soda can. I have. Do you have your nut rag there? I'm sure it's in front of your computer. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. No, he pulls out a Kleenex. I have my nut rag. I have a, oh, here. I have a dollar bill. But we don't all just have a dollar bill. That, that's an easy thing. I don't carry cash. Yeah, so it's wide. You have a wide, you have a wide head. He does, Josh. Oh, yeah. Josh, I don't mean to throw stones at you, but I would not get into a biting contest with Taylor. Look no, at your, I've tried at your and lost. <laughs> yeah, I've tried to lost. And it's like, it's always one of those things where, like, when I'm losing weight, I'll be like, ah, I'm going to lose head weight. And then by the time I've lost all the weight, it's like, no, not really. You know, <laughs> you know, the skull's still there. Basically, my cheeks just get less fat, which I guess is normal. But, you know, there's you know. a jaw exerciser. It's like this little uh, squeezy fit toy that you like put in your mouth and you chew on. And it's like literally meant to like make your jaws more like toned and like powerful. Huh? I do not need that. Yeah, you yeah. could use yeah. one of those indestructible Kong toys they sell at PetSmart. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Is that, if I was ever getting tortured and they told me to bite down on a piece of bamboo, that thing is exploding. Shrapnel. <laughs> <laughs> I have to tell you, in my life, I've never thought about being tortured and biting down on bamboo, but I will now. Mm, that's, that's, that's all there is in Vietnam. <clears throat> that's how it was. Or what is it they make you bite down on? Like a rag or piece of leather, leather, right? I'm making it up. Yeah, leather, leather, something like that, or like a, 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 a just like a wooden bit or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I never. Don't they fold a belt in half a lot? Yeah, that would do the trick. That would do the trick. By the way, when we keep saying they, who who are we referring to? These are the other the bad guys in Rambo too, maybe. The, the yeah, terrorists. Exactly. <laughs> ah, they didn't give him anything to bite down on in Rambo too. Chuck Norris flashback. Now, when we're saying Rambo 2, of course you're just saying Rambo. Because First Blood is technically Rambo 1. Mm -hmm. Or you think Rambo is Rambo and then Rambo 2. Well, Rambo 2 is Rambo First Blood Part 2. It was the title. Right, 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 right. right. Is that the one? When you say Rambo 2, is that the one you're thinking of? Or are you thinking of the second Rambo with the Rambo title? Well, the second in the series is the one where he went to Vietnam and freed the POWs POWs. who were still there, I suspect. Yeah, yeah, they'd been there. It was like 84 and they were still there, which was the premise <laughs> of a lot of those movies back then. You know, Hollywood was like, we can still win Nam, boys. Don't worry. It's like, it's the 80s. And they're you know, yeah. they going back. And Chuck Norris yeah. did a couple of those movies too. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do any of you think that right now, right now, at your age, right now, in the shape you're in, you could beat up Chuck Norris? 
Oh, like, no. Ooh, wait, what is like, his like, age? He's got, the, he's got the power of Christ on his side also. That's different. Like current <laughs> Chuck Norris, right? Chuck Norris. I think Chuck <laughs> Norris is a small guy. Like I was just watching I was watching a Chuck Norris movie today. Um and even in that movie at his peak, like he was fit, don't get me wrong. Oh, like, he's like he 80. Was, yeah, I got that bitch. But but Ooh, yeah, I think, can, I think we can all beat up Chuck Norris honestly. He's 80 and he's 5 foot 8. That's where I was heading. I'm I think he's short. You. So what's yeah. your Right now, what's your so say? I know you just said you could take that bitch. So right now, what's your uh, what's your strategy? Are you bum rushing him? Are you squared off with him and dancing yeah, around? I'm gonna double leg. If he even I'm gets gonna, a good hit on me, I will give him permission to execute me. Afterwards. I think you double leg Chuck Norris immediately and just like follow him to the ground, and that impact alone is gonna fuck. Or him just up. delay the fight 15 minutes. He might die. <laughs> He's 80 years old. <laughs> Even at his age, if you gave him space, I'm sure he could still kick you right in the fucking face. I don't know. I don't know about that. 80 is there's a lot of bone density you lose at 80. What and, last, and like, like, big, what's the last big public physical thing he did? Something from like 1978. I mean, he did some Super Bowl commercials like eight years ago, maybe. But like the, the last time he was in anything action related was like lone back in the Lone Wolf McQuaid days. Texas Ranger, right? Didn't he do the Texas, Texas Ranger? Ranger? Now Texas Texas Ranger Chuck Norris probably kicks my ass. Would not I, probably, dude. Definitely. I don't, I don't what's his, what's his martial arts background anyway? Because like I'm always skeptical about like Hollywood tough guys. No, he was an actual fighter. Like so, that was one of the things when people used to, and I could be wrong, but I don't think so. When people used to ask who would win in a fight between you and Bruce Lee. I think one of his responses was always like, Bruce Lee was amazing and skilled, but I actually fought and he did it. I think that's one of the things he, I, he would say, I've actually been in fights, sanctioned fights and he hadn't, but I don't think, I think, I don't think Chuck Norris is a fake tough guy, but I think you could Google if he fought professionally, but I'm pretty sure he did. Yeah. I will say based on his Wikipedia page, this picture of him five years ago where he was 75 that is a fantastic looking 75 year old. Yeah. He's let me tremendous. see. Yeah. yeah. Let me, uh, just on his wiki, and, you know, they, they always use like really very flattering portrait photos for. Yeah. This, that, I, this is also a very low quality picture. Yeah. Oh, come on, guys. First of all, he looks absurd. He's wearing he that good. light blue blazer with that turtleneck. Yeah. But <laughs> the turtleneck, that, make that wig. That's this is a queer eye for the straight guy. Just look at how he looks for a 75 year old. <laughs> he looks like a pussy, is what he looks like. Oh, my. I think the, the gauntlet has been thrown. I, 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 ch I, I publicly challenge Chuck Norris to a, a, a fight to the death um, at his leisure at my house anytime. Anytime. I would love to see him show up in that turtleneck because that turtleneck. Yeah, Kyle. Yeah. So, if Chuck Norris. If you get this Chuck Norris wearing that turtleneck, I think you just have to not come out of your house for a while. Yeah, you have to go into you know some kind of recluse yeah. existence. Yeah, I have no fear of Chuck Norris at this point. I, again, not saying he was a fake tough guy. I'm just saying he's an 80-year-old man. I agree with you, and I'm saying I would much rather fight Chuck Norris than any of the three of you. Like All three of you would be way harder to beat up than Chuck Norris because you're yeah. all young people. 
you know, yeah. your bones aren't shit. Woody, I'm, I'm lumping you in. Younger, take your W's. Yeah. <laughs> Younger, all right? Woody's not 80 fucking years old. Like, we no. joke, but he's, he's so, like eight years older than me or so. Apparently, Woody was born, Chuck was Woody's current age. So. <laughs> Let me throw this out at you, because yeah. we all know that Seagal isn't as old as Chuck Norris, but he yeah. has put on a couple of LB. Here's the thing about Seagal, though. Okay. Six foot four. And got to be close to 300 pounds these days. Right. Threatening four. Also a legitimate martial artist. The guy, like, like he taught in, he's, he, he taught for a long time. Um, can I just, can I jump in with your, with the legitimate martial artist? Let me just remind you that like, he used to call himself like, I'm a, I'm a black belt. I could kill you. And real martial artists would say, cool, let's fight. And he would say, no, because I fight to the death. And they'd be like, cool. And he'd back out. So like, that's a cool excuse. Josh is right. No, uh, Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris is way more legit than Steven Seagal ever was. Yeah. No, Chuck Norris is a black belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. He's a black belt in karate. He was a competitive karate fighter for many years. He's won like American tournaments and stuff like that. I don't know if competitive karate is quite UFC, right? I I don't know what those rules are exactly. It might be like in in, karate back then. Yeah, yeah. In um in Taekwondo, I could be wrong on this. I'm not an expert. But I think a lot of their scores are just counted by on touches. Like if I, you know, if I get my foot on your chest, I get a point. But that's yeah, not but really that's, based on damage. That's not what the karate the karate tournaments were. I think fights. Okay. And I, I think Seagal, and I would say the one thing about somebody like Seagal who's six four three hundred. To me, all you got to do is last more than a minute. If you can last more than a minute, I think he's just going to be from that point on thirty seconds of heavy breathing. Yeah. I mean, he gets those big meaty paws on you in the first 25 seconds. You're going to have a real, that 35 seconds you're waiting for him to burn you know, out. Gonna be the hardest 35 seconds of your life. Cause he's going to be bringing those, those holiday hams down right on you. You know, he's still <laughs> making action films. That's outrageous. He, is, he was, he made a movie like last year where he's like an army special forces, ranger, super duper Navy seal, whatever the fuck. And he's in like a uh, like a desert country with like a bunch of other like guys who are twenty years old who who, are, who should be there. And there's a part where his buddy gets shot, and Seagal has to drag him to safety. And it's so clear that Seagal doesn't have the strength to drag his buddy <laughs> to safety, and that he's just like holding the guy's collar with about this much strength, and then a wire just <laughs> <laughs> just just real. Somebody's back there like this before. Mr. Seagal needs more attention. <laughs> Taylor. The reason he can do that is because he owns his own production company. And so, like, mm. he's the grand poobah on set, and if he wants you pulled by a wire because he's too lazy or unable, you know, has a total inability to do it, he can. So, pretty Who's cool. more believable as an action star? Oh, Josh, you want to go? When you see him fight now, it's all close-up. You don't ever get to see him act. Yeah, that's it's the this. stuff. It's all that, and then you see the action. But they don't do... And then this he, number... Yeah! <laughs> I love that move. Fucking that move he does. He does it every movie at least once where he traps their, their wrist and, and, and he like takes a knee in front of them and just goes, yeah! and just snaps it over his shoulder. And they're just like, oh! <laughs> like, I love that move. Do you know how hard it is to snap a wrist? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it makes it look easy. I, I will say, as far as their movies go, Early Seagal, like I like Seagal's movies more than Van Damme, and I like Seagal's movies more than Chuck Norris. Like Seagal, those early Seagal movies under siege, but but also because he was doing a martial, 
a, a form of martial arts that I hadn't seen in movies before. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It was so much of him using other people's uh, body weight. Is, it a is that what he does? Is it's it a yeah. Aikido. Yeah. Aikido. 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 So it was super cool to watch. And he was so much more fluid than some of those other guys. So I think his early movies were great. Um, but like his later ones are just like these late, are tough. <laughs> his hair is jet black too. Yeah. He's got this wig on. It's jet black. And he, he'll always wear like, oh man, there was this love scene in his last one. I think Comtown did a, a funny bit on it where they, they like do a joke commentary over it. And he's like hooking up with like literally like like a gorgeous twenty five year old like petite woman, and she and he's he's in bed wearing a leather jacket <laughs> <laughs> to hide how fat he is. He just looks she, terrible. <laughs> he looks terrible. And, and thank God they just fade to black. And when, and then then the next morning, you know, just, wait. Just so happens. The, the sex has to be implied. He's so fat. yes. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think that they initially had the sex like scene written in there, and then they saw him turn, and then just that weight of his gut? No, like, no, no, no. If he owns his own production co company, they filmed the sex yeah. and then cut it from the final production. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, yeah, I look terrible. Cut that. Already, they were like, already got sensei, sensei Seagal. Um, this is not going to work, sir. Sensei <laughs> Seagal, cut it out. Cut it see, out, but send me a copy. You're wearing underwear, but we actually can't see it. It doesn't look. <laughs> Taylor, who's more believable as an action star, modern day Steven Seagal or some hot 22 year old model they got from the agency who can barely jump on a chair? Seagal. Who's the, who's the hot 22 year old? I don't, I don't know. know. I, I feel like this is a, a movie trope. I always see this. Some brand new action star female that's supposed to beat up 13 guys in this film. But Let's pick. Um, Clearly like, not I think Angelina Jolie from Salt, like like one of those movies where sure. where that where they take someone who is not even known for their physical prowess, and and they're they're not a superhero movie. They're not. There's no like they just make them a badass. Like uh, Angelina Jolie in Salt, she was just like uber badass, kicking the shit out of three that. guys at once. Yeah, don't. That's <laughs> shitty. I will yeah. say you're these. Yeah, but guys, photos of Steven Seagal's hair are absurd. They're hilarious. They're <laughs> It is jet black. It's, black is light. it's also so insulting to people who are looking at it because it's jet black. It's painted on. And then he pretends like they'll never the beard. Look at the beard. The whole thing. It's so it's just say just be like, hey, funny, right? Yeah. OK, let's get that over with. Same thing yeah. with Travolta. You're like, so wait a second. One day, great hairline, jet black. The next day, something completely different, like. Let's just make up your mind what you want to look like. Yeah, and you're yeah. a guy. Like, as a man, you shouldn't give a fuck when your hair starts going gray. Just let it happen. As long as the hair's there, that's a net victory. Yeah. But it's not there. Like, like Travolta is bald. Seagal is bald. Chuck Norris is bald. The only... I, I, I do have, and I, and I obviously don't dye my pubes, but I did not like the gray pubes. Like, I've really? had a... I've had a couple come in, and I'm like, God, that is depressing. Is it the above the cock area, or is it like some straggler nut hairs? Well, definitely a nut hair, but above the cock. And like, I don't want my Wait, dick where are your nuts exactly? Where are my nuts? He's saying both. He's saying both areas. He said definitely nut hair, but above the cock. So both. Oh, I, oh, I see. I, I thought your nuts. I thought your penis was different than mine. I actually like <laughs> to keep. Yeah, I was born with. <laughs> 
with nuts above cock. So, <laughs> look. It's like a, it looks weird. It looks like a toupee. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Mickey Mouse. I'm just imagining Mickey Mouse. Just... It looks like my dick has a brain on the outside. That's uh, all. <laughs> Every Mickey... time you're getting blown, your balls just rest in the eye sockets. <laughs> <laughs> Mickey elephant, maybe. <laughs> and now when I'm getting older and my balls are sagging, it just looks like droopy ears. Yeah. But it looks like that's not terrible. No, I the the gray pube for me was just like was more of a panic than anywhere else on my body. I don't know. I, not that I think my dick looks old, but you know what I mean. Like th- th- that. Uh, that really. I, I, every time I see one, I plug it. I don't I feel like my dick is aging better than the rest of my body. I'm yeah. I'm going gray all over the place up here. Like my my grayness is rapidly accelerating, and my dad is in his mid fifties and has white as snow hair from losing all his color. And so I think that's the road I'm on. But he has all his hair, so that's good. But. I yeah. don't have any gray pubes that I know of. Uh, yeah, no, no gray pubes yet. I do have some gray hair, more than it looks like, because the, the, it's grayest under the headset. Yeah. Um, but does it bother you? No, no. I'm 47, no. so I've done kind of well hair wise. I still have the pimples of a 19 year old, maybe. I, what do you? Seven out of ten, maybe. But uh, <laughs> but for 47, uh, I'm alright. What you're not seeing is Woody also has a very nice Mel Gibson style salt and pepper beard that he could grow in at any point. Just no. looks magnificent. It's gray it's as fuck. Funny. It looks. It makes me look 10 years. He looks older. like Colonel Sanders' sexy younger brother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, don't like that. He'll never grow it out again. <laughs> we pump it up every time he grows it out. He still shaves it off. His wife is in control. Are you talking <laughs> Sanders? Yeah. yeah, yeah. The whole wife is in control narrative is so off topic, right? Like or off target. I mean to say, I feel like you say. have some kind of obligation to be desirable to your partner, right? I get to yeah. choose what her pubes look like. I, I expect her to you know, maintain a body fat at a certain level. If she wants me not to have a big bushy beard, then look, she's got to fuck this. Wait a second. Wait a second. Did you just say I expect her to maintain a certain body fat level? Yeah. I might have said that. Yeah. Yeah. Have you said that out loud to her? I think, I, I, yeah, but not, I mean, I phrased it way better to her. But. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> You're good at that. <laughs> Say that again, Josh. I think what you probably said to her was, I love you no matter what you do. <laughs> <laughs> now, I tell you, as soon as I turn this show off, I'm the Alpha King. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> hey, fat bitch, put the cookie down. So we do have a code. Like if she sees me eating trail mix or if I see her eating chocolate or something, it's just like that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It's yourself, like, huh? you know, yeah, you're, you're kind of stuffing yourself full of high caloric food. That's a wow, man. You are... She goes and cries. And it's... <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no. It's the gentlest way you can say. Well, it. she hides the crying, of course. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. In her chocolate. <laughs> In her yeah. chocolate. <laughs> I, I don't. I, that has never been. Uh, now, listen, my wife is a, is way I've over shot my I've out kicked my coverage. I mean there's no doubt about it at all. Okay. My wife is a ten out of ten. But like I we've never I've never discussed with her about 
how she looks or what I think she should look like. Or oh, you should try it. It's great for a relationship. <laughs> Communication is great for a relationship. And to set subtly some expectations that you maintain yourself at some level is okay. Yeah, what you do is you 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 bring the doors in much thinner so that she can <laughs> so that she gains an ounce she can't even fit through. It's like those you must be this tall to get on the ride thing at, at the amusement park. Yeah. You know what else I do? I don't know. If, I think this is pretty cool. If she has an outfit that I don't like on her, I just fucking throw it away. This it's gone. She, you know, do you know where my sweater is? Yeah, that thing didn't make it. <laughs> you know, and and uh, she'll do. Didn't this. make what? Didn't make the, the cut. Didn't make the cut. That shit got tossed. Dude, if, if you're if you're being serious right now, that is one of the funniest things. <laughs> you sure. just go in there and be like, bitch, cape season's over. hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent throwaway shit. I don't like to see her in. Head is about to explode. Are you like, it's after September. Nobody wears white. Like, is that you? No, no. It's more like you look like a gay pirate in this. This shit's got to go. Why did you buy? <laughs> why did you buy fluffy half sleeves or whatever? Is this a tuxedo top? What were you thinking? <laughs> yeah, yeah. If I see like her mother, her mother's past, but she used to wear. Um, she's from North Jersey, and she would wear like picture sweatsuit. But it's not. It's made out of nylon, and it's like bedazzled down the legs or something. Oh yeah, no, yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah. So if I see Jackie like trend in that direction, as she's apparently genetically apt to do, then mm. she just disappears. <laughs> it's gone. I'll say I used to do that with my kids' toys. Ooh. Anyone that I didn't like that made noise that bothered me, uh, anything I, I would just when he was asleep, I would go into his room, throw it out, and I would just tell him he lost it. I have a legit tip on this. Yeah, it, I bet the little retard believed you. Yeah. <laughs> Here, here's what we did. And Hey, listen. Kids, the best part about having young kids is that they're dumb and you can trick them. That's the <laughs> part. Anybody who's like, always tell your kids the truth. Not only when you have to, but as long as they're dumb enough for you to lie to them and trick them. Like, yeah, I remember I telling my, my son once he was not psyched about, okay, there was this thing happening at school, and he wasn't understanding why he needed to do it. And he was pushing back, pushing back, pushing back. And I was like, he was like, well, why do I have to do it? And I told him earlier, right up, no kidding. I said, hey, man, listen, if you don't do this, I'm, I'm going to kill the Easter Bunny. And he was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'll find the Easter Bunny. I'll, I'll get rid of him forever. And he was like, you can't kill the Easter Bunny. I'm like, try me. And that was <laughs> Try me. You, 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 when they're done, when they're d young and dumb, you can tell them anything. But that's I, what Crystalia says. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> dude. If you don't, I, if you don't respond to this DM, I'm gonna molest Santa. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I want to talk about the toy thing. So, why well, this is a this is a pro tip out there for you soon to be parents or new parents. <laughs> With a pacifier, right? You give the kid a pacifier, shuts them the fuck up for two years or so. And then they get to an age at like two, two and a half where you're like, you look ridiculous. You're an embarrassment to my family. You're still using a pacifier. But they love their pacifier, right? Hey, don't judge me. So this is how we did it. The first thing we did is we took scissors and we snipped off like an eighth of an inch to the end, right? Now it has like a... 
You circumcised the binky? So, yeah, so the, the tip of it, it, it's no longer sealed. It doesn't suck the same way. It's like, you know, it, it's it's not as cool. And they're like, oh, it's not, not yeah. as good. Yeah, but they didn't give it up. So then we cut like another eighth of an inch off, another quarter of an inch off. And they're just like, yeah, that's your, that's your last one. And you're wearing it out, huh? It seems like at night it shortens by a quarter inch until oh eventually God. the thing barely has any value. And they're just like, ah, fuck it. I wore out my yeah, pacifier. We, we just took it away from him. But there's a fight there. Well, we yeah, got our kid to not want it anymore. It's genius. Stick with me. You know who wins the fight every time? This guy. I'm not scared of a fight if I know I'm going to win. I would just, <laughs> you know what I mean? I, but I would take, yeah, we took it from. we, And, you know, we had different, like, also, like, people have different ideas of, of potty training and diapers and all that stuff. My theory was always they're eventually going to get tired of shitting in their pants. Eventually, even it's when, if, if it's the first day of school and they're the only person who's like, am I the only person that shits in my pants still? That's the last day they'll do that. So I never stressed about that shit either. Like, I think all that stuff works itself out. You know what I mean? Like reading. I mean, he'll eventually learn how to do it. Yeah, eventually. <laughs> he's going to speak the English. You know what I mean? So maybe he's a couple of years behind. I was in a uh, fucking retard reading class in uh, in kindergarten. Were you? Because Yeah. And it's so funny because like by second grade, I loved reading and I figured it out. But they had like these little picture book things. I've told this on, either on my channel or on the show years ago. And you know how it would be like Jack rides a bike. The bike is red. The red bike goes fat. That kind of shit. I just remembered all the stories and would memorize the stories instead of learning how to read. And then one day when the teacher brought out, you know, Susie's uh, purple picnic basket or whatever, instead of Jack's red bike, you know, I just second nature thinking about playing with connects or whatever in the corner again, started saying the wrong book. She caught me, realized I hadn't learned how to read at all, sent me to the retard class. It was me and two other people. And I realized immediately at the age of five, I was like, I do not belong here. But I did get like a couple months of so many candies and treats because if you like <laughs> pronounce, if you like could read the word stuff in there, that bitch was, oh, Taylor, that is so good. You're improving so much. And I'm just sitting there like, may I have another stuff? <laughs> <laughs> and so I got so many treats. And then she eventually moved me back out of there when I did learn to read. So, uh, yeah, I spent a few months in the, the retard Sylvan Learning Center. I'm telling you, what you did in elementary school is basically how I go through my life. Low expectations. I always, I always, listen, I want people thinking I'm dumber than I am. You know what? You know what they don't expect from the dumb guy? Anything. Guys, lower, set the expectations for people on you lower. So that way they don't expect anything smart. And when something does come out, they're like, oh, okay, look at that. I, I, that's been always bad. I'm like people, I want people to think this is the best I can do. So even when I just do a little bit over there, like, good job, buddy. You yeah. did a good job. I think none, of those, none of those kids in the normal class were getting treats when they read the sentence. No, none of them. We were all learning the same way, but I got yeah. treats. I had the opposite experience, Taylor. Yeah. I, I've told this before, but it cracks me up. So, um, at my schools in the school system, we got report cards four times a year, but then we got midterm deficiency reports four times a year. So 
eight times a year, we got some sort of negative feedback about my school progress. I never went even a quarter quarter with or half a quarter without um without my parents getting some sort of you know Woody sucks at school. And I'm in like tenth grade or so, and my mother is bringing this up to me. She's like, Woody. <laughs> what is going on here? Why is it that you never make like even a few weeks without me hearing about how you're failing some class or another? And I was like, third grade, third grade, I kicked ass. And she goes, she thought you were retarded. I fought to keep you. <laughs> I fought to keep you in regular classes in third grade. <laughs> she had to sleep with your teacher, fucking <laughs> Forrest Gump style. <laughs> You're just sitting out there <laughs> on the front porch. She's getting railed out by some stinky, stinky sweaty superintendent. She was enthusiastic about my education. <laughs> <laughs> Mama's just up there keeping me in school. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. You've told that before, but it hit me just as hard. I've forgotten it. Yeah. (laughs) I have forgotten that. She thought you were retired. (laughs) What a horrible thing to say to your child. No, <laughs> she won the argument. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's the goal. Right quick, you were 15. <laughs> yeah, about that. <laughs> yeah, I never even had bad grades for the most part, like throughout school. It was just like all my progress reports and teachers meetings were like, yeah, he, he participates a lot in class, but <laughs> it's mostly joking around and talking to other classmates. Yeah. This, kid, this kid does not shut up. And that was the only thing I would ever really get in trouble for. So we, I imagine that's how you were, Josh. Yes, no. Yeah, I, I, I never. Uh, you know what? I was fun to have in class, but I didn't retain shit. Like I could sit in an entire class and walk out and be like, "What was that about?" I have no idea. And so, so I, but I, I like to have fun in class. I would definitely. I was a little bit of a pain in the ass to my teachers, but that's because when they. The only thing I was good at was being a wise ass. When they started the, the learning, that was not my strong point. You know, I could sit there in class in something that you were so out of your depth that you just like laughed at yourself. Like, yeah. Art history. Art history was the one that got you. How? Man, when they were like, this is the thing. Because for me, what I'm not good at is like, if you go, I'm going to give you a list of 10 names. You got to remember those 10 names. I smoke too much weed for that. And I always have. So if you're, if you're asking me to remember. So like art history is all about memorizing names and dates and all that stuff for the tests. And I just, I couldn't do it, man. It was supposed to be the cakewalk. Any cake, any, any class where I could bullshit. So if you were going to have me write an essay, I'm in. If you were going to be like, give it over. Like, yeah, I got that. But anything where it's no facts, mm, that was not, that was not it. And art history was all facts, man. I just needed to know who and when. And I could never remember that shit. Ever. I, I was good. Um, and it seems boring. You know, I mean, yeah. it's not that boring. But, like, it, if it's interesting. Like, I can name all of the fucking Lord of the Rings stats. And that's the same thing as history. It's just that the Lord what? of the Rings stuff doesn't actually help me. Right? Are there stats in Lord of the Rings? Yeah. All the, well, you know, not really the stats. The lore, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> what percentage of Gondorians are fucking blacksmiths? <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> I, you're talking about the art history thing. I it was I, I mentioned this recently, so I'll keep it short. But I remember senior year of college, first day of Italian two. I took Italian one two years prior. Forgot all of it. And when she comes in and ever and she goes, "Buongiorno." you know, students, whatever that word is. And everybody sends out a chorus of like custom answers like, oh, piacere. Oh, blah, 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 blah. and I was sitting there and I was like, I was half a second from saying hola. <laughs> That's <laughs> what I would have said. <laughs> I know that I'm going to like Brad like, and the Glorious oh, Bastards. <laughs> Bongiorno. Bongiorno. Or Lamy. Yeah. <laughs> Say it again. Let me hear the music in it. Uh, I just me. the other night I watched that the other night that is an underrated Tarantino film that's an overrated Tarantino film no I don't yeah. think so it's a highly I mean, rated Tarantino film I, that, but it's side, side story with the woman in the theater really just oh you mean head. 50% of the story yeah well let me ask you this if you were going to give me your top three Tarantino films yeah Inglorious Bastards, yeah, it's not in it for me either. No, no, no I would go Pulp Fiction, and then I go Reservoir Dogs, and uh, and then from there, shit. I inverted that. Reservoir Dogs definitely my number one of his. Yeah, that's that's true for most people. Um, I prefer Pulp Fiction to Reservoir Dogs, though, though I do like it a lot. And uh, then it's kind of iffy, but uh, I, I like Django a lot. Me um, too. Counting True Romance as a Tarantino film? No, I don't. Um, but I like. Um, I've never seen that one. Oh, it's pretty good. Gandalf <laughs> Gandolfini's in it. And uh, Patricia Arquette and um, true, true. First, so first of all, people ask me all the time, who do you think was the best stoner in any movie of all time? And for me, it's Brad Pitt in True Romance. Brad Pitt in True Romance is the best stoner role ever, ever, ever. The, the cast in that Christopher Walken and um, what the fuck is his name? The dude who was an easy rider. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, um, Dennis Hopper. Dennis Hopper. That scene with Walken and Hopper in that film, man. If you haven't seen True Romance, that is a killer. If you're mm-hmm. counting True Romance as one of Tarantino's films, that's my favorite. Tarantino. He's smoking that cigarette, sitting there all beaten up. For the my first minute, we talked about True Romance. I'm trying to figure out how this fits in with True Lies, the movie I'm thinking of, where Arnold Schwarzenegger saves his wife and flies a Harrier. And I'm like, I don't remember any of this shit. <laughs> it sounds all wrong. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that scene with Dennis Hopper and uh, it is great. He's sitting there smoking that cigarette while those mobsters around him. He's, he's telling that story. He's explaining to him how the Moors came into Italy and raped oh, all of his four mothers. And uh, he drops that, an N-bomb or two. That scene to me is better than the walk-in watch scene in Pulp Fiction. That's oh, no, I, I, I disagree with that. Because this watch, Dennis Hopper, Hopper is so good in that, and Christopher Walken, they're both so good in that scene. Those dudes are just like, oh shit! If you've never seen it, I bet you can just see the scene on YouTube. Mm-hmm. But but uh, for me. I walking scene in Pulp Fiction is good, but doesn't touch the true romance scene. And, and uh, uh, Patricia Arquette was amazing. Yo, yeah. Gary Oldman in that movie playing that pimp. I, I, I like so to. 
the scene where James Gandolfini beats the dog shit out of Patricia Arquette looks is so realistic. Like, like that's a great scene. Like, like they have like a fucking fist fight in the hotel Gandolfini, room. Or James Gandolfini is in this? Yeah. Yeah. It, it's oh, a rest in peace. I, he was fantastic. Yeah. It, it, it's a good movie. The final scene in that movie where they all meet is it's a it's it's such a great Tarantino. But I think isn't the guy Ridley Scott's brother? Didn't he direct it? I don't other, remember. But 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 yeah, I would tell you right now for me, Django, uh, I put Django maybe above Reservoir Dogs. I'm sorry. Oh. It's really fucking good. It's really fucking good. And I, I'm a big Kill Bill fan. I know not everybody is, but I really like Kill Bill and I count it as one movie. Um, so so it's really high up there for me. But I yeah. hate, I just don't like Inglorious Bastards. I've seen it so many times. The whole um I, I'm spacing out on her name, um, but the, the the female character who that we follow, Shoshana, Shoshana's entire storyline is no good to me. And I get that Tarantino has an interesting way of doing timelines in his movie. You you often don't see the the meat and potatoes of the story. You kind of get the before and afters. Like, yeah. I mean, look at Reservoir Dogs. But I could have used a lot more of the Inglorious Bastards being bastards ingloriously in Nazi Germany and like doing some sabotage or some more gunfights or something. They, they all had so much chemistry, so many good actors in that crew. There was so much that, potential for action and it never really felt like it popped off the way that it, it never should. did. It never did. There but was you, the one, there was literally the one scene where they're yeah. in the bar and that was, that was barely any, there was a scene with a baseball bat where they beat a guy, but that was yeah, like, but, a but that was after a battle that we didn't get to see. He right. was, he was the, he, there were only two men left alive and it was the Colonel Hans or whatever who got ba- baseball batted Meanwhile, and the other guy who tried to run away and got shot in the back. <laughs> we're spending 40 minutes watching Shoshana change placards on a cinema. It's like, <laughs> I don't give a fuck about this. fucking strudel and shit. I, I just didn't care about her storyline at all. She's a beautiful actress. She did a wonderful job at it, but that's not what I was. I showed up for a war movie, I thought. Right. Yeah, exactly. I, if that, that whole movie should have had two characters, Brad Pitt and the guy who plays the Nazi. <laughs> They're the two best ones by far. Yeah, he's great. Uh, yeah, man. But I, that's his name. I love... Christoph Waltz. Yeah. yeah, he's so good. That opening scene. But here's what I love about Tarantino. Is that he lets you forget about storyline. Right? So he set that... What I did love about that, and here's just this is for me when I watch movies in general. I love because I always I would watch that movie. I remember the first time watching and going throughout the movie. I'm like, why did we see that first scene? I love that he does that, and then he pays it off. Three quarters linear storytelling. Right. So I really I really enjoy that because it keeps me guessing. So I I hear what you're saying, but I the thing that you didn't like about it. I did like that. It was like, I have no idea. It was not what I was expecting. It mm-hmm. made me what I liked about it so much. That's fair you know? enough. I, I, but, but I mean, I don't despise it or anything. I just think yeah. it's one of his weaker efforts. Um, I definitely, um, Hateful Eight, I like more than most people. Uh, I think if you imagine it as a stage play rather than a film, it's a, it's a lot more fun. Um, but it, it was really cool to see it in 70 millimeter. I got to, there's only like one 70 millimeter projector in the state of Georgia. And I went yeah. mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and that was really cool to see, <clears throat> but, like um, but I really, I really like, um, uh, Django a lot. I think Jamie Foxx and Christoph Waltz together was, was a really cool team. 
and uh, and there's an there's an example of like them giving you some meat and potatoes. Like they established Jamie Foxx and Christoph Waltz as this bounty hunting duo, and they're like, hey, we're gonna have to we'll work together through the winter, and then in spring we'll go look for your girl. He's like, okay. So you get a training montage, and then you get a montage of them like sniping out bad guys. I could have used something like that in Inglorious Bastards, like them parachuting in, them like um, um, sa sabotaging like Nazi fuel tankers or like ambushing Nazi supply lines or something like that. Even if it was just like three to five minutes of montage set to a little bit of music or something like that. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just, I just, just felt like we didn't, get, engaging. At we this just didn't point, get to see them do much. Maybe it's recency bias, but I think I like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood more than Django and Inglorious Bastards. You know, now, I didn't even consider that, but I definitely like it better than. Um, I, I think it's in the I top. I definitely five. like it better than Inglorious Bastards. Yes. I'm up in the air about whether or not I like it more than Django. So am I. Yeah. You, know my, you know what my takeaway from that movie was, I, I, and and I understand why both Brad Pitt and DiCaprio signed up to do it. I think if every single scene in that movie is an acting class scene. And what I mean by that is every scene, if you read it as an actor, you're like, oh, this is a great fucking scene. But all together, didn't make a great story. Like there were certain times I'm like, why are we seeing so much of this fake movie? Like why do we sure. need to see the fake Western for so I'll long? I'll tell you why. It's Tarantino why? jerking himself off with that nostalgia. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. So for me, it was so it was great writing and great acting, but the story was eh. there were so many scenes where I was like, what does this have to do with the movie? The movie. Not not Tarantino and DiCaprio and Brad Pitt showing how good they are, but what does this scene, his in great acting in the movie, have mm -hmm. to do with the movie movie? You know? Yeah, yeah. I, I hear you. I know exactly what you're talking about. It does feel disjointed at times, but I, I found like 40 minutes into the movie, like with that disjointed feel, that was part of what was sucking me in where I'm like, usually there's a formulaic tone to a movie and I can kind of predict what's going to come next. Even if I've never seen it, this it's so disjointed and out there. And you didn't know what so was happening time. next. You, you yeah. would never know. And I will say, obviously the last scene in that film is the best one far and easy, away. easy, but, but yeah, I'm not going to, I'm not going to ruin it for anyone, it's, but, uh, oh, that, you that's seen scene, it, Woody? lots of people. Oh, Woody hasn't seen it yet, but that, that scene, you're going to hate it. This won't spoil, no, spoil anything. This won't spoil anything. But that, that young girl, to, that young I think girl, struggle scene. to get through it. There'll be parts like, like the, what we're what, what the three of us are kind of talking about right now is that that middle part where it's like, yeah, you really don't care about this movie. Could be forty minutes shorter. It could be, but then you yeah. wouldn't know as much about your three mm. main characters and yeah. care as much about them. And I think it's very important when we get to the end of the movie that we a love Sharon Tate, that we yep. love her and we, mm -hmm. we, we care about her. Um, B it's important that we know that Brad Pitt's a bad motherfucker and yep. C it's important to know that Leonardo DiCaprio's career has been rough and he doesn't know what to do next. I think it's interesting again, a meta level, right? Not watching the movie, but knowing about the movie to see what happens to a director who can do anything he wants and what he wants is artistic. Right, like I feel like the choices he makes in Django, with how he, and, and oh, and um, what is the one with Kurt Russell in the hateful snow? Eight. Hateful, hateful Eight. Eight. Thank you. The choices he makes in Hateful Eight. Most directors don't have that kind of rope, you know, to do anything they want with, whether it be hang himself or make a great film. Tarantino is like, I am going to use the social capital that I've built up 
to make the movie that I want to make. It's like a Tolkien, but as a movie director, where he spends like, dude, let's not the, get crazy here. Let's not. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tolkien's like. You know, they're like, dude, this book doesn't fucking flow. You spent six pages trying to tell me it's dark out. And oh, he's I like, see your point. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, no, every word is the word I meant to do, and I'm inflexible on this, and I'm Tolkien, so I can give you the middle finger. Well, Tarantino uses that same power to make the movie that he wants to make. And we can yeah. criticize it and say, ah, oh, you know what? It could have been this or it could have been that. But it is exactly the bullseye that he was shooting at. So from outside, that's one thing I find interesting about Tarantino movies. Yeah, yeah. and I will tell you, the one thing I do like about Hateful Eight, and like I said, one of the things I like the most about him is that you can't predict the movie, right? It was like you said, I did like that it was written and shot like a stage play. It was one room. Mm -hmm. And so you watch characters go in and out, and you saw a little outside of the room. But the fact that most of the business was done in that one place like a stage play and so much happened, I thought was amazing. Now, yeah. I don't think it cracks my top four, but, but I, I agree with you. What I love about him is you can tell a Tarantino film by the soundtrack alone, hmm. but still, every, he, makes every, he makes different choices in every film, even though every film is signature Tarantino. I to love me, the rap in Django. It, it, like, like, like you would think like, wait, wait, this is a, this is a slavery times movie. How are you going to throw some rap in there? But when you see Jamie Foxx wearing that blue fucking suit with the ruffles on the shoulder, riding that horse with one fucking hand, it's like, I need a hundred back soldiers, a hundred. And you're just like, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. He is riding the shit out of that horse. <laughs> that horse might as well have spinners on it. Yes. Yes. That's a great line. It's so fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to look at that horse differently now. <laughs> cool, man. Isn't it super cool to, 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 wouldn't it be super cool to be at a point where you're like, I can make whatever decision I want for this, for my art and this movie and people are going to eat this shit. He had the funding for so long from Weinstein, right? Like, like almost all of his movies are Weinstein productions. The um, yeah. this this most recent one, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, is uh, is the first departure from that in a very long time. Um, I watch Pulp Fiction probably twice a year. Um, I watch a lot of documentaries about Pulp Fiction. I love Pulp Fiction. I'm fascinated with it, and some of the weird, it, it some of the ways that people have di dissected it. There's a guy um, on YouTube. Um, I think his his website is Collative Learning. His name's like Oliver Harper or something like that, and he has an hour long video just about the Gold Watch in Pulp Fiction, and uh, yeah, and like following the character and and explaining all these themes with color uh, that are carried over throughout the scene and all these hidden gems in the background. Uh, it's fascinating stuff because he's not just it's not just surface level with Tarantino. There's a lot of like stuff hidden. There's a lot of stuff with color. Do you think, okay. Do you think that some of that is real and some of that is just people? Absolutely. Just they, like, just like with Stanley Kubrick, some of it is real and some of it is like, yeah, he intended this. Like, like, yeah. like, but, but there's so much of it. Like, like there's so many um, like, like commonalities that repeat themselves over and over. Um, that it's, it's like, yes, yeah, some of this is true. And he'll even say it in the, the, the Oliver Harper guy. I think I'm getting his name, right. Uh, he'll be like, all right, maybe I'm reaching on this one, but look at that sign back there. It says time to kill, but some of the letters are burned and you're just like, oh yeah, I never noticed that. And, and, and you know, when he's getting the, when he's in the pawn shop, 
looking for the the weapon to take back downstairs to the, to to save Ving Rhames' character from getting butt fucked. Um, I don't know. He did get butt. He got the. <laughs> Dude, he got fucked super hard. You, you guys are all talking about the watch scene. That was the scene that impacted me. Like it, you know, are you okay? I'm pretty fucking far from okay. And I'm just <laughs> like, oh, shit's about to turn around right now. He's not in a forgiving mood. <laughs> what now? I'm gonna tell you what. Now. I will tell you what. <laughs> I'm gonna get about five pop hitting motherfuckers. Oh. Go to work on the homes here. With a pair of plies and a blow torch. You hear me talking, hillbilly boy? We gonna get medieval on your ass. Uh, of fucking course, like, you have nah. the encyclopedic knowledge of it. Like, but like, the, it is funny how they're at each other's throats. Like, I want to fuck. I want to kill him. Kill him. Like, and then the rape happens, and some. It's like in both of their minds. It's like. All that other stuff was silly nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've that tells the story. How much that's, no, that's Bruce bad. Willis had an opportunity to escape, and then he decides to turn back and save the other guy. Yeah. That's what uh, erased. That's that was the deposit in the emotional bank account that he was looking it for. It was yeah. To, yeah. to match the deposit in Ving Rhames' ass because he's <laughs> he, he's up there about to walk out, and he's thinking about how his dad was abandoned in that POW camp, how he was left behind. He, he's probably thought his entire life about how, you know, he grew up hearing that story about how his dad died in a POW camp. He probably fantasized about being able to go there and rescue his dad, you know, and save his dad. And here he is with the opportunity to do just that. And he fucking walks down there with a, when he pulls the katana down, you're just like, oh, <laughs> you couldn't have found a cooler weapon for this. <laughs> like, like you, so many mall ninja pieces of shit in the world have a katana and and like they, they make those Instagram videos where they're they're holding it and stuff and they look like such jabronis and like I've owned, I I own a katana or I did before the federal government took it from me but but <laughs> I just thought it looked cool. Wait, what? Oh, it's a long story. Just just Google. I, I I'll send you some links. It's a it's a whole thing. <laughs> he spent um, months in prison, but he's out now, and we're happy for him. Yeah. Someone came and took it from you. Yeah, the federal government. The which department was it? The ATF? Uh, I believe it was ATF in conjunction with the Georgia Bureau of Investigation and a couple of local uh, departments. Wait, so how did they know you had? Because he was posting pictures of himself in a fucking gi. <laughs> <laughs> I was showing off my kata on Instagram, and they decided that, that I they registered me as a lethal weapon. That's uh, the truth. None story. of this and is true. And like, you standing there threatening poses with a sword with the hashtag "Not my president." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and uh, that that's that's Pearl Harbor. Kyle, let him off the hook. Tell him what happened. Fast forward. <laughs> that that's what exactly that? what had happened. They they saw my kata. And, and <laughs> came and they said, "Hey, you're not allowed to have that." Um, Kyle said, "You take it from the dead hands." <laughs> <laughs> this is a Nippon steel. Yeah. Um, I uh, I got caught with half an ounce of marijuana, so they arrested me and they took all my weaponry away and put me in federal prison for a few months. Hey, wait! Is half an ounce of marijuana against the law? Because I got to go do something. <laughs> um, a, I, I was informed by the federal prosecutor that a joint is against the law, and it wouldn't have mattered if I'd had a bud of marijuana or a, or a speck of it. You know, as far wait, as federal law is concerned, is that it? That was Atlanta. That's federal. 
but yeah, it happened in Georgia. In Atlanta? Not in Atlanta. Um, I've since moved from from that locale, but yeah. uh, that was Northeast Georgia. I'm in Atlanta now. How did they find? How did they know you had that much weed? Um, they intercepted a package with half an ounce of marijuana in it at a at a post office. Hmm. Yeah, you know what's funny is I have a friend of mine who, when this whole quarantine thing went down, I was like, "What are you doing for money, man?" He goes, "Oh, I'm I'm shipping out weed." I was like, what? And he said, nobody at the post office is touching packages. So now's the best time to ship out weed. And I checked sure. in. I go, you still shipping out weed? He goes, no, no. As soon as people started going back to work, he was like, but nobody was touching anything. So I was just shipping out weed all across the country. Good for him. Yeah. yeah. Entrepreneur. Could I get his name and address? That's genius until that'll, it's not. That'll really buy me some... Uh... <laughs> Some help in my next uh, my next court session. <laughs> I thought you Are wanted you... to be a customer when you started with that line. Of course, no, <laughs> no, I want to narc him out. <laughs> Is Georgia still not legal weed? Right. No, no, it's very much not legal. Man. Let me tell it's you. very much not legal. Put North Carolina too. It's the Republicans. They're not big fans of the pot. The pot. They don't like you you're taking it. You know what? I mean, they are a fan of the economy, right? Yes. To an extent. Because for me, that's the thing. Like, even it, because the, the states that have it legal, they tax it. The tax on the weed is so fucking high. It's billions of dollars. Yeah. It's like, it's, uh, and just as far if you're a state that has agriculture, you're, you're, you're adding jobs there also. Like it's really. Are you, so help me because I'm, I'm coming from a position of ignorance here. I feel like pot agriculture isn't like regular agriculture. They're not growing it outside in fields and using the same tractors that we use on corn. It's like hydro. Grows and there are outside grows, right? You don't want to smoke any outside growing weed though. No, you don't want to smoke ditch weed. You want I'm designer not. high quality pot. I'm smoking. But here's the deal. It's still jobs. Right, you're still opening up an industry. It's still, and here's another thing, right? Like, you have to be honest with yourself. People are people who want weed are gonna get it. So, do you want them to give the money to people outside of the country, or do you want them to give money to people legally inside the country? Those are your options. Because if you're gonna say, well, we're gonna make it illegal so nobody's gonna smoke it, that's you're kind of preaching to the choir here. Yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. We're all on that team. We're all on the, the pro pot team. Yes. Yeah, even Woody is, and Woody doesn't even. You yeah, know, I'm on the pro pot team, but not for me personally. I'm just pro legal. How about that? Yeah, I, I fly with it. I, um, I've Hypothetically. tried. I've, yeah, I've tried vaping on planes. That didn't work too well. Uh, they crap <laughs> upon that. Uh, Does it smell vaping on planes? I, I thought it would be like. Okay. Uh, let me tell you, I'll tell you what happened. Right? So my friend was like, I was like, hey, man, because he hates edibles and I love edibles. And, but he likes to be high all the time. And I said, how do you get high on plants? And he said, I actually vape on the plant. And I was like, what? And he said, yeah, you should try. Now, this dude has been known to fuck with me before. So I was like, come on, man. I said, uh, I said honestly, if, if you're lying to me, I could go to jail. And you know what he said to me? He goes, there's no jails on planes, dude. I go, yeah. But they're, Genius. They're you, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> what are we talking about? 
So you're gonna lock you in the lavatory. He told me that he hits it and then he blows it in his shirt. Yeah. So I was flying from LA to New York and it was a, a red eye. So people were sleeping. I looked around. It's like two hours in. So most people were asleep. So I hit it and I blew into my shirt and I was wearing a hoodie and I stuck out my arms just to see if any smoke came out of the sleeves, right? No smoke. And I was like, oh, this smoke just kind of disappears. Yeah. Nice. Awesome. It's like a vapor. So I got. I got super high the whole ride <laughs> and I landed. And when I landed, the dude who was sitting behind me, the, the whole flight stood up and goes, Hey man, I thought you were on fire a couple of times. <laughs> out of the back of my neck. I just, uh, he turned there on me a couple of times. He was like, this dude looks hot. I would always do edibles on planes. Like, like, uh, Woody, why do you uh, wear your hoodie backwards when you fly? No reason. <laughs> we would go out to we would go out to Colorado and we would smoke for like a week or ten days or something. Colorado or uh, or Seattle, uh, somewhere like that. And it would be me and like two or three friends. And a lot of them didn't smoke regularly, so this is like a real vacation for them. It is for all of us to go to a legal state where you can buy edibles like their Snickers bars and yeah. you know, get all these fancy uh, pre-rolls and stuff and, and concentrate that wasn't made by some uh, hillbilly. So we, when everybody leaves, I would always make sure my flight was the last to leave so that I would have the house to myself after Taylor and my other and Chiz and like whoever else was there had already left and like taking their own flights and cars back home and trains and Chiz's case. <laughs> and I would be left with all of their weed that, that was extra because they can't travel back with it. And there would be all these edibles. And so I just get crazy, crazy fucking high. I'd smoke as much of it as I possibly could all the way to the airport. I would get to the airport, like park and ride place and just still smoking it in the car. And then finally I just like, I can't, can't smoke anymore and i throw it all away <laughs> into the trash can whatever was left before we actually went into the airport but then there'd be all these edibles and i'd eat like a hundred milligrams of edibles and then get on that fucking plane you just it out of your mind <laughs> just just so fucked up just just the whole ride back home i think it was my wife i um i take a hundred milligrams of edibles before i do my show on saturday nights Ooh. Always. My late show Saturday is me with 100 milligrams. But wait, do you, are you guys do you guys not fly with the weed? Are you too nervous to fly into Um, I, I you know, obviously I don't no, no. Yeah. No. Um I have Georgia, Missouri and North Carolina, so no dice for us. I I have some more court, court appearances coming up. So even if I potentially had flown with a bunch of weed before, you know, I wouldn't talk about that. Or right, 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 right. But I would never do such a thing because that's got to be against some sort of law. In the first place, lots of good people, lots of smart people, all agree he did not do that. He should be able to make his funny fucking videos about with guns and give give the man his guns back. This is insane. This is this is ludicrous. And I'm not just defending him because his name is FBS Russian. I'm tired. Of <laughs> Thank you, Taylor Trump. <laughs> if we could get there, there is a petition to get to get FPS Russia pardoned. <laughs> and you know what? We've all learned that petitions totally matter. And they yeah, but there's some real class acts who signed that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> This was also, I will point out to the court that it was signed by a feller whose entire account is just the N-word over. 
Got a man that you would like to pardon. <laughs> That's what would happen. That's what would happen. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Like this man is literally Adolf Hitler. And Slicer number thirty six thousand has some fascinating takes on our Jewish friends. <laughs> That's what it is. Just a bunch of degenerates. That's hilarious. Wouldn't go well. Wouldn't go uh, well. Yeah. What is the point of petitions, really? Um, if once you get. Uh, once you get pl- past a certain number, I think it's a hundred thousand. Um, is that still be... a thing? Are you sure? Yeah, that's it's still going? a thing, but they okay. ignore it if they want to. Oh, so it just doesn't matter at all. Yeah, to me, a petition is like writing a letter. You know what I mean? Like, okay, good, good for you. Write Isn't the that like letter. ultimate form of masturbation too. You type your. The name White House has to give like a a, a a public like response to it. I think if it gets past a hundred thousand or something like that, I think that's the deal. Wow, that's effective. I'm not going to uncancel SpongeBob. The guy's dead. <laughs> <laughs> those are the kind of petitions I want to see. Just stupid nonsense wasting those assholes' time. Bring back SpongeBob? Yeah, bring back SpongeBob. <laughs> bring, bring back the Sopranos. I, news to me, James Gandolfini's been dead for eight years. Now, he was a fat fuck, but... <laughs> I was watching some people were giving their lists of their top five HBO series ever, and I was stunned to see some people leave The Sopranos out of it. Mm. Like, and then now HBO has had some obvious great series, but to leave The Sopranos out of that is like agreed. Blowing to me. I'm trying to figure out what number one is. The Wire. I'm watching The Wire currently. I feel like I'm up to date on it. After the first season, it falls off a bit. You talking about The Wire? Yeah. I'm actually powering through kind of season four right now. Like, uh, you know, I'm watching this mayor who wants to be governor, making choices that are kind of corruptish, you know, trying to capitalize on a homeless issue that's all founded on bullshit. And I'm like, uh, it was so cool when this was about drug dealers. Yeah, see, I'm in the same boat with you now because I'm on, I think, late season three. And mm. yeah, if they would have stuck with that same track from season one, I think it would have been better, especially with the season two doc nonsense. But re- regardless of that, <clears throat> Sopranos is number one. Uh, the Wire's number one for me. Sopranos number two. Uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm is probably number three. I love Deadwood, um, but it was so short. Um, you know, it, 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 it left on such a bad note. Yeah. Um, uh, as far as stuff that's been out recently, I like Barry a lot. I like Barry a lot. Uh, I think it's really good. <laughs> I'm going to go to the third season. Boardwalk Empire falls off a lot after spoiler alert, spoiler alert for Boardwalk Empire. Jimmy Darmody dies. Uh, After that happens, I don't really care so much. Yeah. Um, Chernobyl, I don't think you count that as, I think that's a mini series, but it was incredible. What about Entourage? I've never seen Entourage. I've never watched it. You you know what I, by the way, for me, is a great comedy, Veep. Great, underrated. Yes, Veep is fantastic. Now I don't know why it's like the same joke again and again. Uh, politicians talking in a way that's way cruder than you'd expect them to. Yeah. But I will watch that joke apparently for nine years and like it every time. Every years? I don't know, something like that. It was it's a really funny show. But 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 I think Deadwood. You didn't like Deadwood? I love Deadwood. I love Deadwood. It just didn't end right. Like it, at the end they of season canceled. two, like they got canceled, so they made one sort of rap episode, and 
You're like, that's it? There's no three? There needs to be. Then they did the movie. At the end of season two, you've got these two sides. You've got you've got uh, that, that guy who's moved into town with all of his hired guns and he's bringing more hired guns. And then you've got all the townspeople, Schillinger, and everybody has like banded together. And like, there's going to... Schillinger! And they're <laughs> going to have a big showdown. And then they're just like, oh, we got canceled? We, we've got $37,000 to make the final episode. Well, <laughs> what if... Uh, Welcome what if we all just say, what if we just say fuck it and uh we uh we just get on a wagon and we tip our hat and we just say goodbye and we leave how about that well that sounds awful oh yeah. shit because that's what i wrote <laughs> that fit the budget yeah i i hear you i i love that there's one where there's a language barrier is it between schillinger and the, and the, the asian guy yeah and they're just like cocksucker I don't know what they say. But. Yeah, pretty much. Like, they're, they're literally like making hand signals, drawing crudely on a on a single page of paper, and going cocksucker, big cocksucker, Schillinger, Schillinger, big Wait, is, cocksucker, Wang. Is and he's just Game like, of Thrones not on any of your list? Not I struggle no. with it. I I thought Game of Thrones was literally not just the best HBO show, but the best show to have ever been Thrones. created. And then it fell off for seasons seven and eight, maybe six, seven, and eight. And kind of like Matrix 3, it was so bad, it dented my opinion of previous seasons. Absolutely. Awful. It's not, it's absolutely not in my top five HBO shows. Oz is above that because even Oz had a fucking wrap up. They got you through the whole story. Try watching Oz and then facing face down the gun of eight, eight or 20 years yourself. Uh, about eight months later, <laughs> see how that makes you feel. Because that was that was my situation. I watched Oz, and then like a few months later, I got arrested, and my lawyers were like, ah, "They're going for the maximum here." I mean, what? If, if we get this and that, and they threw all this in, we're looking at like, I mean, that's that's ten years minimum just for this one charge. And I'm just like, so it'll be like in a nice place, though. He's like, no, wait, no, oh, they call it rape island. <laughs> <laughs> it's a federal bang you in the ass prison from office space if i if i went to prison here are my a couple of quick rules for me one i never would wipe my asshole oh they like that i would no toilet paper i would there would be no ever i would smell so bad Top Can of the show, butt licking. You're in third place, Josh. Carry on. Look, so, so, <laughs> so, as someone who has spent some time in prison, I will tell you, you are in very close proximity with a lot of men who have been in there for a very long time, and they value cleanliness and orderliness and regimen. And if someone has bo and they don't correct it right away, they get beaten up. They will get threatened. Like, hey, you've got to fix this. Ah. Do you need deodorant? We can help you. But if you don't, if you don't, yeah, like we can get you some deodorant, bro. We can get you some Arid Extra Dry if that's what it takes. <laughs> I didn't wash my hands once after I took a piss. I got yeah. talking to. All right, you've got to be clean in there. All right, nobody wants you walking around with dirty hands, touching the television set, touching anything. Was the talking to a friend hands. or? Yes. Okay. Yes, they. Someone said something to Snow, and Snow came to me. He's like, "Yo." I heard you didn't wash your hands in the bathroom. And I'm like, I, I almost always do it. I, I guess this morning, maybe when I take a piss, you got to wash, bro. You got to wash. They don't we, like that. 
And I'm just like, well, I'll wash up good from now on, Snow. <laughs> you better. <laughs> you best better start washing pissy hands. <laughs> your new name. <laughs> I wish I could do accents. <laughs> that, that, that just blows my idea of how I would survive in prison right out of the water. Yeah, that'd make it so much worse. That'd make it so much worse if you were the dirty guy. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. Well, I'd have to think of it. What was your – I'm so curious – Going in, because I'm sure you're like, I've seen jail movies. I've seen, like, what was I tried to avoid them like the plague on my way in. Like, yeah. like, it was, I never, I never spoke up or said a word about it, but Woody got fascinated with jail YouTubers. Like, I was trying to help. I was like, like, and, and every week he's just terrorizing me. Like, <laughs> nah, yeah. that's not true. That's not true. I, no, you didn't mean to, but you were. Every week I'd get off the show and I'd be like having a panic attack over what Woody had said this week. He'd be like, yeah, I, I watched this guy. His name's Big Herc. And he <laughs> says, you either fuck somebody day one or you get fucked. Even now, after 20 years of after getting out of the pen, his shits only take two seconds. <laughs> and they're the size <laughs> of his forearm. It's like a dump yeah. truck. It's like you're pouring out a bucket of, of a slug. <laughs> Just open like a, a hatch on a futuristic space. You ever see a cement truck when they get it turning and it just. Imagine a fire hose filled with mud. Are there jail YouTubers? What? Yeah. Are there what? Yeah. They're, they're, yeah. Oh, there's a whole. Inmates who now have YouTube channels. It's a genre. Prison stories. It's a whole genre. Um, it's really entertaining shit. They tell stories about people getting murdered and beaten and they talk about their workout regimen in, 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 in prison. Who oh, should who should I look up? Anybody Sean, in particular? Sean, Sean Atwood is a real good one. He uh, he came on our show, had fantastic stories, Sean Atwood. But uh, he, and he might be the one exception to this, so it's funny that I brought him up. But the Venn diagram of people who are really into steroids and TRT and people who got out of prison, it's just a circle. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the same people. There was, there was one of these. No. <laughs> it's not good. No, it's, it's I, I watched on, on my, my Twitch stream, Taylor Merkin, follow me. On my Twitch stream, I watched it's this giant, jacked as fuck, like white dude who was probably part of the one of the Aryan Wes Watson? Uh, that might be his name. I don't recall. But I was like, I was watching the video. It was like a 12 minute video, and it was just him disjointedly ranting about. Was he shirtless? He was shirtless. That's Wes Watson. And, yeah, and he I, never wears a I, shirt. I, I, he I have a goatee, maybe yeah, sunglasses. Go Very intense. Yes. When you're in prison, you've got to be hard. You've got to do burpees until you don't want to do burpees anymore, and then you do more burpees because that's how life is. <laughs> and, and, and have you ever, you know, and on stream it's different. Most people don't stream, but like. It's one of those things where I'm like four minutes, five minutes, six minutes into this 12 minute video. And I'm like thinking so hard. I'm like, what's he saying? Like, what, <laughs> is, what is the point of this? And I, have to ask, I have to ask my chat and be like, am I alone? Does anyone know what he's talking about right now? And everyone's like, I have not a fucking clue, dude. Like he's just been going off about the mashed potatoes in jail. And then he's talking, he says racism and cops and, and just it, total <clears throat> nonsense. I Total nonsense. I wait to go down that rabbit hole. I I, I, I I can't believe I've lived this long and I didn't know that was something on YouTube. I, I, I I'm fascinated. Dude, yeah, I would go Sean Atwood. He tells Wes stories. Wes Watson 
Wes Watson and Sean Atwood are polar opposites, right? Sean Atwood, Atwood was the guy who was never really cool. He was like a financial guy. I think he was a trader on Wall Street or something like that. And then he became this Molly dealer kingpin. And, uh, and, and his attraction was never the money, although he made great money. It was really that he was popular. He was the, he'd walk at a party, and the whole party was like, dude, this is the king of ecstasy or whatever the fuck he was. And, and- I, I know somebody just like that in, who lived here, but we used to call him Mr. Goodtime. And he <laughs> called Mr. Goodtime, and Mr. Goodtime went to jail. But he didn't. But he didn't. He was not in it for the money. He would tell you, "I just like it that you guys are so happy to see me when I show up." And I was always like, "Hey, man, we're not really happy to see you. Just what's in your pocket?" You know yeah. what I mean? Like, he just threw that shit through the window. This uh, guy, he, he, like this guy, was <laughs> never invited to cuddle puddles before he was the king of Molly at raves, right? <laughs> so, so yeah, yeah, that's why he did it. And then he spent years and years in jail. And as a non like Jack superhuman, he had to use a whole different set of techniques and relationships and stuff to thrive in prison. Wes Watson, he was a shot caller. The second you see this guy, you'll be like, oh yeah, he could beat me up for sure. And uh, he's all he yells everything he says. Everything he says is intense and it's yelling. He doesn't always have a solid point, but he does a lot of fucking burpees because burpees are the key to life. And he find, he fashions he um fashions himself as a motivational speaker right now. And he's like, if I could survive ten years in prison, I can tell you how to get ahead in life. And I'm over here like, oh fuck me. I thought college I, I tell was you cool. this, he's one of those guys <laughs> that if I had a real life conversation with him, I I just nod and agree. Yes. Everything. Yes. It's I, like, and hey, you got to be doing this, motherfucker. You got to be doing this, man. And I'm just like, absolutely. Can you stop bouncing around so much? You're stressing me out. <laughs> I'm really scared. I'm really scared. <laughs> His name is Wes Watson. Wes yes. Watson. And he, he even filmed the, the video I watched of him. He even filmed it from the side with like the sun shining through a window, so you could see through shadows and texture. How absolutely massive this man He's so vascular. (laughs) So vascular. Is he hitting blue chew before he records the video to just fucking put a little pump on? Yeah. I dare you to suggest to that guy he needs a pill to get hard. (laughs) I have him on the show (laughs) and 3,000 miles away. Herpes and the fear in another man's eyes. Yeah, he. I, I guess it's calisthenics, and and I I don't know if he's on steroids or not, but it, Let it me looks ask like you somebody who is. During this quarantine, and I've always been a complete gym rat, but one thing I found out about myself is, you know what I can't do is work out at my house. I have zero, zero. I can't do it for whatever reason, maybe because the refrigerator is right there or whatever, or I'm not going somewhere, but I just don't want to do it. I just can't, I can't, I don't have the mental capacity to focus here at the house. I haven't worked out since, I mean, I'm a five or, I was a five or six day a week guy. March 15th is the last day I worked out. Is it just, you can't break the seal? You can't just like step into the gym and start doing the stuff at home. It's what? A good subreddit. I, get, I said break the seal. I didn't realize I had a code that I slipped in is there. It's about dicks going into pussy. Is what I'm no, it's, it, it's about when, when you've got like an any pussy and, 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 they, and, and, it, and they spread it. They break the seal. I was half right. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll give you, if I'm your teacher, you get partial credit on this answer. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> You're a starburst retard. <laughs> <laughs> Can I 
have the pink one. <laughs> I, I, I don't like red. Red is <laughs> It's gotta be pink. <laughs> In all seriousness, though, fuck off with your red Starburst. Give me the pink ones. But anyway, Josh. Yeah. You were saying you <laughs> yes. can't get the motivation to work out. Can't get the motivation to work out. Like I, this is what I've found out. If if I was just at my house, one, I re, I have realized that I shower more for other people than I do for myself. Yes. Like I if I bet you I am a every on a good week during quarantine, if I shower every two days, I feel like that's a pretty good week. I had a work call where I accidentally left the Zoom. First of all, if you have your settings as a Zoom meeting operator set to automatically enable camera, fuck you. Fuck you. I had to call in and it was like I hadn't showered that day. I think I had worked out in the morning that day and I still hadn't showered. And I had to hop on a call at like nine or whatever. And it automatically turned on. And I looked like a reanimated corpse. (laughs) for for, for about three seconds before i was able to boom and also you know what's not fun on a work call where you're like a a consultant for for a company it's all this (laughs) all this fucking nonsense like oh you like joker and king of the hill do you idiot it looks like you're doing who's who's that fella back there in the hat it really (laughs) looks like your friend it looks like you're doing the podcast from the break room at a Spencer's Gifts. <laughs> Taylor, I, you're that guy who's like a streamer and does Zoom meetings at work. Like, you, did you have the blue lighting on and everything for the heart? At, at, at that point, no. It was so early in the morning that I had this pulled back so the the light could come in from outside. So I, I didn't have the the blue light. I also light, can't but... picture you disheveled. Your hair is a quarter inch long. How messed up was it? It was more just like the. <laughs> Waking up early, working out right away, and just showing up, just sweat, like still sweaty. I was wearing the same shirt I worked out in, like the the bib of sweat, like it. Oh, not, not, not necessarily disheveled, but That's fucking a good look, fucking gross. Yeah. That yeah. inspires confidence. You should have yeah. taken your shirt off like Wes Watson and yelled all meeting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Show up to the meeting because that's how I imagine Mark Wahlberg shows up to his meetings too. Just, just worked out, sweat, just. I think that you, you're, you're, yeah, you're either going to scare people or they're going to be like, this motherfucker's for real. Like, yeah, <laughs> just come in there. Hey, how's your mother? I think that guy just had a seizure. Look at him. <laughs> I like that move. on well. Katas in between. <laughs> yeah, way to do it for sure. <laughs> Put your L on the second shelf. <laughs> <laughs> Let me do a a real quick ad read here. Uh, This episode of PK is brought to you by our our good friends over at Squarespace. From personal blogs and e-commerce destinations to marketing tools and analytics that'll help your business succeed, Squarespace is the all-in-one platform where you can build and establish a beautiful online presence and run your business with ease. Don't have a domain yet? No problem. Because in addition to configuring third-party domains, customers can also purchase domains directly through Squarespace. Over 200 TLDs are currently available for purchase, and each domain with Squarespace comes with its own beautiful parking page and free WHOIS privacy. There's nothing to install, patch, or upgrade ever. You won't need any plugins to get going. You can hit the ground running with your new website by utilizing Squarespace's award-winning templates. Templates. Everyone should have their own corner of the internet. And with that, you'll want to flesh out your online community. Now you can do just that with ease. <clears throat> Since Squarespace sites are fully integrated with commenting systems that support fully threaded comments, replies, and likes. 
Squarespace is trusted by millions of people and some of the most respected brands in the world. They're used by a wide range of creatives and people, including musicians, designers, artists, restaurants, and more. In addition to some of the largest e-commerce sites you'll find conducting business online today. So don't wait any longer. Get started today. Head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash PKA to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That is squarespace.com slash PKA. Save 10%. Um, I can't hear you. Is that just a me thing? No, it was a me thing. I pressed my hardware mute button so they wouldn't hear me typing. But we oh, have yeah. a couple guys, uh, Tambia IO, Larry the Strong, and the thirdclothingco.com. We're going to choose a winner and pimp them on the show. I have to send it to Chiz, I think. And uh, Awesome. I hope Larry pick. wins. If, if, if <laughs> I have any vote, I will not care how good the others are, and I'll just pick Larry. That's why I'm not voting, because Larry's my friend. <laughs> yeah, Larry's my friend. I love Larry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Larry's a great guy. Check out Larry the Strong on Twitch. We'll pimp him if he doesn't win. But yeah. We so. love Larry. Go watch Larry. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, so if you guys built a, a website with the PKA thing, then hit me up on Twitch or something, and I'll enter you in the comp, and then have someone else pick the winner. Yeah, and that really kind of applies, not that specific sort of winner-loser <clears throat> type thing, but... You know, if you use any of our uh, our sponsors to do anything, you send us a picture or something, we'll give you a little uh, little time on the show in some way or another. You know, if you do something funny with some smart mouth or something. or Yeah, uh, you do something funny with mouthwash, get your teeth clean, send us that. If you have a really hard dick from Blue Chew, tweet us a picture of that. I want to see that penis. I want to see, I wanna see I, it. I want to see, see it performing. And I'm not yeah. talking about sexually. I want you to, like, tie weights to the head of yeah. it. And show and like stand and like show that you're like supporting I think large it's, amounts yeah. of weight. Use fishing gotta, line for that. I think it's gotta be a video, and I think you gotta push it down and then let it go, and then hear the snap back. And that's what I need. Is I, want you to, I want you to try and fire a cashew into your own mouth. That's it. <laughs> you know, regular you won me M &M, over. <laughs> regular Eminem on the penis and launch it for distance. I'd love yep. to see that. If your girlfriend can stand way back behind you and you flick it over your shoulder. No, 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 no. This is just a guy's video thing. Just, just the no boys. Girls. <laughs> no, no girls. It's all, all right. It's for all Taylor, no, no girls. Taylor. <laughs> and you know what's funny, Josh? This is going <laughs> to fucking happen. <laughs> <laughs> the subreddit's going to be filled yeah. with peanut M&Ms on penises. <laughs> <laughs> sure we got this on this video you just want guys and dicks right whoever can get the most m&ms inside their foreskin gets a specialized <laughs> thank you video from taylor i will sign off to that he is so signed off signed off it'll be a twitch clip you, no big deal it will be a twitch clip probably speaking of which own emote you know what uh first of all i the people, the emotes people send me are hilarious. They're sending me now ones where it's just my face photoshopped to look even more retarded, and they're adding more and more space between the eyes, <laughs> <laughs> which is which is very fucking funny. But also, Twitch Twitch removed my Epstein emotes. They removed my Trump emotes. Like hmm. that was very disappointing. They, uh, I had one called Chillery Clinton. Hmm. It was her with a fake beard and goatee on and sunglasses. It was it was very flattering for her, frankly. But no, no more <laughs> Chillery Clinton. No more Epstein. No more Trump. Shocked by that. Blown away. Wait, yeah, you thrown and they took him down. 
Yeah, I had I had a, a fan, someone make all the emotes for me, and I'm like, I'm adding all the funny ones. These are great. And then they were up for like a week and a half, two weeks, and then I logged on the other night, and everybody's like, where the fuck are the Epstein emotes? Where are the Trump emotes? Gone. 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 Stinks. Wow. Very much stinks, because th- those were some good faces. Those were some good reactions, especially the Trump ones. By the way, I can't get over the fact that I've never thought about using my dick as a catapult. Like, I can't believe I've never tried to put something on it and shoot it. I want you to know that I will be doing – You just know that for at least 20 minutes tonight, somewhere in California, that's happening. I hope some inventive oh. motherfucker hooks a hammock on it and makes a trebuchet somehow. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know what, you know what uh, you know, Tipper Gore and Reagan said? They said someone who's with both hands busy shooting peanut M&Ms with their penis into their mouth, no hands left to do drugs. Well, I tell you, for me, I'm not calling peanut M and M's because I don't want to chip a tooth, but I will go gummy bear. You know, next level thinking. Yeah, that that's actually smarter. Yeah, eighty percent sure sure this guy's doing edibles with his penis catapult. I'm using hot tamales. I'm feeling dangerous. Oh, yeah. yeah. I put it right in the pee hole. That way it sits there. And <laughs> like your sound. Whoever gets the, the most other. chili peppers the- in their foreskin gets featured on Taylor Stream. I want to see like a whole like theme-based one where someone builds Minas Tirith and then they're using their penis to launch gobs at it. Oh my break god. Break the walls. That's so good. <laughs> By the way, you guys, we have just created a new channel on Pornhub where people gotta dress their, their dicks up like Vikings and just fire fire oh, things. That's a subreddit. <laughs> um it's called um Cock play? No, that's you've, you've shown me this. It's like penis yeah, it, dressed up as as they they dress their penises up. Um, I'll find it. Uh, I'll just Google dressed up penises. I'm sure it'll come up. Oh, I can't wait to see what comes up with dressed up penises. Dressed up. Penises. They've got them wearing little ha- cos penis. It's called cos penis. Oh my god! Well, I'm gonna have to look that up immediately. Yeah. Cos penis. Yeah, it's cos penis. Um, they, they've got they've got their cocks in all these cute little outfits. It's it's really funny. Sometimes no, they're not even hard, are they? It, it varies. Everybody's doing different stuff, like and and, and various levels of effort are going to them. Like this guy's just got big googly eyes on his like pubic area with his dick hard, and it just it's it's not even. All well, the, I mean, this this number one guy popular right now. All he did was ruin a perfectly good character. <laughs> all he did is stick his dick in the middle of a cake. Yeah, that's, <laughs> what side are you right now? That guy needs to go to the doctor. That's uh, that, here, that's I'll, a coloration uh, I haven't seen here, before. That's I, a white man. I got you taken care of, bro. Yeah, <laughs> thank you, Woody. <laughs> that's uh, that's, goo, that's, that's just a hard dick with googly eyes. Boo! Don't scroll down to the, the 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 disgusting one who's got. You're like, which one? The uh, the one who's got like the 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 the. The plant in his belly button? The plant in his... It, it yeah, is like that guy needs to hit the gym. What is that? Mm. What is that 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 red bulbous oh thing God. over there? That, he's oh. gonna, it, it, looks like, it, it looks like it's mad at me. No, he's talking about that growth that to the top right. Yeah, I don't know what that is either. You see yeah, the, do you see the one dressed like Alf? <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. That, 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 that's actually pretty good. That's a pretty funny one. I this like one's that got guy. his wristwatch tied around his cock. <laughs> I don't get that. I think he's just showing off his girth at this point. <laughs> All I can think is you've got little wrists, bro. Wow. <laughs> I gotta tell you. He's got a Patriot helmet on it. That's great. The Alpha one is legit. Look at the one where they're making it look like uh, the actress. 
without looking, I want you guys to guess how many members in this community. Oh, all right, all right. Oh, without looking, seven hundred fifty. Oh, I was gonna go thirteen thousand. Wait, how many members in the community? Yeah, I, I copy that. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say twenty thousand. Twenty-three thousand, twenty, almost twenty-four thousand members. I, I, I <laughs> dude, did you see the Quaker Oats one? <laughs> I see the Quaker Oats. I can show this to my stream. Look at the eggplant one where he's painted his shaft. Did you see the incredible? Oh, is that eggplant? It was incredible yes. hawk to me, but eggplant, I see eggplant. it. This one is when this one has nothing to do with even penises dressing up. This is a shot from an old Star Wars movie with C-3PO standing in the desert, and it says, this heat must be messing with my senses. R2, you're much taller than I remember, and next to him in place of R2 is just an erect penis photo. <laughs> there is no effort R two, it's just it's just a penis. The ver the, the like the, the disparity in effort is, is my favorite part. Here's the guy who just put a tiny sombrero on his penis. <laughs> I'm on him now. Like 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 this guy just put his dick to the side of a Quaker Oats Dude, container. That was funny. <laughs> Dude, the, the Quaker Oats one is so funny. The guy who cut out the toucan's beak on the Fruit Loops thing and stuck his dick yeah, through it. Oh my God! Here's, this guy has photoshopped his penis onto Donald Trump's body, standing, giving the State of the Union in front of Nancy Pelosi and for the fucking vice president. Mike Pence, yeah. <laughs> there is, there's one dressed like a pilgrim. I like that one. That top hat. Oh, some of these people are this, so out of shape. Oh no, <laughs> this is this guy. This guy put leaves at the base of his penis and put a Triceratops mini miniature figure next to it, and then put a big dinosaur mask on his dick, and it says, "Welcome to Jurassic Prick." <laughs> <laughs> this guy put a these small cowboy hat on these, his dick are, and said, "Look at me, of, I'm Woody." <laughs> <laughs> These are some, this is a hilarious subreddit. Yeah, it's my. I, I post on here all the time. The squid. <laughs> I'm gonna. If you don't think I'm gonna check in here on Halloween, you're crazy. Mm. That's. Yeah, that's the golden hour. These are amazing, dude. This you're is right. a great I one. Got to the two can one, and that's great. <laughs> when you get down to the. Uh, six pack of eggs, and he puts his two testicles in the in the thing. It's, it's outstanding. Some of them are just so low effort. This this is just a penis riding a tiny skateboard. <laughs> and then other ones, it's like, what? oh my god, how much time did you spend? This guy did story time with the boys. It's kind of low effort, but he put a pair of googly eyes on his dick, a pair on each testicle, and the dick is clearly reading a book to his two children. Yeah. See, and I this like gentleman just has an erection with an, a face mask on it, and it says "staying safe." That's this that's is just low. a penis. This is, <laughs> this man has done nothing. This man, I'm going to link you to the, the, the look, <laughs> this guy. Oh, okay, I see what he did. You have to, uh, again. I'm linking a penis. So this guy's just coming on an English muffin. <laughs> <laughs> this guy is outstanding. There's not even a costume. I don't know what's I don't know the intended use of this picture book this man has, but he's cut it out and he flips the pages and his dick sticks out. It's a, it's the monkey's banana, it's the fish hook, it's the space alien's nose, it's a hot dog in a bun. Have you seen? Yeah, it? this guy's great. Yeah, I gotta this, tell you, this so guy, this guy's in the middle of coming. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you were going to dress up your dick. What costume? I know what costume I would go for. I think I would go Forrest Gump. Hello, Jenna. Forrest Jenna. Gump. Like the yeah, white suit on the bench. <laughs> I'm doing Frankenstein, and he will rise from the dead. 
Oh, right. Flash it direct. Bam. Wakes up. Wakes up. I mean, I, like I was going to steal an idea from here and just do like a Squidward nose. That'd be funny. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's there's. I, I will say that there are more options after looking at that page than I thought there were going to be. <laughs> yeah. I usually, Story time with the boys was good. Oh, yeah. There, this, this guy's penis has a straw and it's doing a line of coke. Oh my God. Go to the number 67 top post. I'm not doing that. <laughs> On page three. It's, it's the picture where Elliot in E.T. is about to take off and instead of E.T.'s face, it's the head of a cop uh, <laughs> shot into there under the shawl. See, that's E.T. And he says, E.T. bone home. <laughs> <laughs> this, guy oh, put his, this guy put his very large black penis in a hot dog bun and then dressed it with ketchup and mustard. <laughs> This, what do you think the overlap between our subreddit and this is? <laughs> Probably more than you think. This subreddit's 100%. about to have 30,000, 40,000 members. Yeah. And Tony Cock, the dude who just has his dick on a skateboard. Yeah, I just saw that. I saw Tony Cock. <laughs> Tony Cock. Oh, man, this is. Yeah. I love this. This is yeah. so funny. <laughs> Me too. Okay, this, I'm done with uh, this. I'm so glad we discovered this together because I'm going to be <laughs> looking at this by myself for too long. Oh, man. And some of these are just, I think that's a Sailor Moon outfit. Yeah, it is. It is. Okay. Yeah, I really appreciate the effort that some of these people went through. I think some of them deserve a little extra credit. But, like, you can't just put, I, I think that they should start to maybe edit it out. Like, some of the ones that just have glasses on it. We want you to go. Yeah, I, you know what? I was depressed. I did. I thought I'd see a Princess Leia with the fucking. Mm. Hey, hey, you scroll far enough, you're gonna see everything. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, they need better moderation over on Cos Penis. Yeah, uh, no, I think they're doing a good job. I'm going I, I top of all time. On there. Oh my god, the top of all time is a really high effort, Donald Trump. Really. Yeah, this thing is outstanding. He's in the Oval Office. They made a desk. He's oh got the hair. Oh, he even made his dick. I have these orange. downloaded on my phone. Yeah, yeah. It's what? Whole, he did he, see, no, it's it a calendar. January. It's yeah. a calendar. Yeah. The, he has a well, book that says, I love Putin on the... Uh... Yeah, I have the full calendar. I send them to people at random. <laughs> Holy sh... This yeah, is... look at the snowman at the end. Hilarious. The wow, mer- go, to, go to July. Is that the mermaid? <laughs> Let me see. No. Oh, yeah. Did you see the one where the guy has his erect penis and his and he's got like a mean karate face on the head of it, and on his like belly area he has two blocks with like a popsicle stick strung across them. His girlfriend pulls his penis down and cocks it and then releases it, and the karate guy snaps <laughs> snaps the popsicle stick. Yeah. Like and the face on the page. Where's where, where this? Where's this posted? It's, it's the second off. one, top of all time. Yeah, look, at the, look how determined the face is, and it's got a little like karate bandana. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the best one, right? <laughs> just got a popsicle stick. You better marry that girl because she was down for this. The third that- of all time is funny too. It took me a second to find the dick. It takes a second to find <laughs> the, the dick. The, the way his dick face is so angry. You're right. Yeah. That's that's great. What a cool yeah. chick. 
Oh, now, I just realized fourth of all time. Is that what his fourth or fifth of all time? Private Dick. Yep. He's got the dick. detective hat on. He's got a overcoat on. Should have used this, the this yellow is, coat top, Dick this, Tracy. This oh. three all time guy. He made some delicious looking corn. <laughs> made a a pecan pie. Fucking baked beans. All of it. Mashed potatoes just to stick his dick in a bun and put mustard on it. If Listen, you scroll down a little bit, you see the egg one I was talking about. I do. I love that the, the, the user is I touched your sis. The the one from my, on the top, it's from three years ago, that says, this is my rifle. There are many like it, but this one is mine. Did you see that? Yes. <laughs> no. That looks crazy. But I'm like, oh, that dude looks tough. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's got a... Intense looking cock. <laughs> Holy shit! All right. Oh, the snowman the one. All right, the snowman one is. Oh well, Jesus. Uh, here's Peppa Pig as a penis. The guy right, in the this, ugly this... sweater competition is pretty good. I, the... I, I think we may have. We, 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 I think we got to stop. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have to stop. <laughs> I wish we could be showing you guys these cocks. Right. Yeah, Maybe, uh, we we need some sort of patron level where they get like the X-rated show where they yeah. get, where, where they get that ten or twenty minutes we have to cut out every week of Taylor just going on his <laughs> racist rants and <laughs> all the nudity and everything. I will say that that is a page I don't think, and I've thought of some pretty fucked up things. Mm. I don't think I ever thought I would see that in my life. Which what's that? Cos penis thing? Your page to to cos penis. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's Reddit, Reddit has gotten rid of a lot of the um, the really crazy stuff. Um, they, I feel what like they, they didn't get rid of? rid of anything sex related. Just yeah, they got rid of all the people fucking animals, and uh, they got rid of all of the dead children. I think that's fascism. And uh, they got rid of all the um, all the all jailbait the stuff. All no, phobate is still there. Don't worry, f a u x b a i t. I've You're writing it down. Good. I see that. I see that. <laughs> I'm not disappointed <laughs> with my watch. F A. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. <laughs> yeah. Now they get rid of phobate. Um, but then, um, but you know, they got rid of all the racist ones. Some of the names of which I can't even repeat. Um, they got rid of Molly girls. I heard a story about Molly girls. There was a whole like, internet genre about molly girls so basically the premise of it is they'd give these girls molly i've never used molly or been around people who have but i guess it makes you horny and these girls me would... either but i bet it's a fuck ton of fun so I... the question I was yes he would just he would imagine that it's I... so much fun <laughs> i imagine it's an enormous amount of fun yeah but... i went through a couple years where that was my phase so they make it seem like girls who do Molly, like the Venn diagram between them and girls who engage in group sex is just a circle. And, uh, and th there was like, it got taken down from the whole internet because people are like, can they even consent? They're high. Like, are these girls doing like, are they regretful the next day? Where are they on this thing? And it's, yeah. you can't really find Molly girl content. I read about it after it was gone. It was a big story. Didn't even know it was a thing. I got a Plex I could link you to. It does not titillate <laughs> me, though. Not interested. Yeah, no, me neither. What I'm interested. That? What the fuck? <laughs> Everybody's like, oh, not for yeah, me. Like, no. Let's go. Girls have, having sex count me out. 
No, thank you. <laughs> safe in this day and age. All right? Yeah, you guys keep your hot ass lesbian sex. I'm gonna watch guys do blackface on their penises. Thank you very much. <laughs> I still look, Woody. I'm still down to do that consent app that we were talking about the other it's day. It's genius. Taylor made it seem like it was not cool. Taylor. Taylor's a jabroni. Don't listen to him. We'll cut, <laughs> we'll cut him right out. We'll him yeah. All right. All right. I'll market it. You you create it. And, and look, look, both partners put their thumbprint down. Mm -hmm. Right. The phone has that. And and there's like a, a, it's it's a fucking legal contract right there. Right. And a maybe, bunch of checkboxes to things we're down for. Yeah. Are you submit consenting? Not submitting. May, yeah. Submitting and consenting. That might be a different form to mm -hmm. to like. Oral copulation, anal copulation, maybe some foreign objects bringing it. Just, just find the list of charges against Ron Jeremy and use those as your basis. Here's my, and by the way, I think that's a great idea for now. But here's my question: When they sign a, when people sign a consent form, do you know going in what people are consenting to? Do you know yes. what I mean? Yes. That's what these checkboxes are. That's the list that he just gave. Oral, anal, vaginal, yeah. foreign objects. She uh, thumbprints next to everything she's down for. She she checks it. She does a little digital signature, just like you can do like, like when you're fucking working your bank account on your phone, and she scans her fucking thumbprint. And you're like, yes. And maybe you... You know, get you know, fucking face thing and everything, just just to be safe. It you know, should be like a grocery shopping app where it remembers your previous orders and says, "Oh, same thing as you last order week." Again? Fuck yeah! Yep, yep. Reorder, reorder. <laughs> it's a great piss play. We don't have no, 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 no piss play. No, no, no. That did not work out. <laughs> you got, you're, you guys are winning me over. Great <laughs> <laughs> idea. I think that is. What's the name of it? Ooh. Oh. Uh, Oh, give me like, give me a couple minutes. I'll come up with something good. Yeah, I need my Twitch <laughs> chat to brainstorm with me on this one. Uh, I don't, by the way, the consent app is not terror as a placeholder. It's not because it's right there. It tells you exactly what that is. It's a phone yeah. app, right? Like, I, yeah. I, remember that Carly Jespin song, Call Me Maybe? That's yeah. my working title, Call Me Maybe. Well, I'm, no, that's I you broke out the tune. <laughs> Careful, we're gonna get we're gonna get struck. Maybe we get her as a spokesperson. Maybe she can be part of a right. Maybe we get uh, to I'm, see I'm what Carly she Ray Jepsen, And something that really grinds my gears is rape. Top <laughs> 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 three least favorite things. Rape is up there. <laughs> this app will make sure that you know. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> no i think we need to like market it toward bros right like, I like, think like there's a whole commercial with like a bunch of bros like locked up now because and he's, he's like she said she was down but the next day not so much dun dun and then he's behind bars you hit him with the law and order music well me and me and my buddy were just trying to get each other off and we always had a problem that's until the consent app came around. We could just check the no homo box. Now you can get <laughs> your friends off anytime you want. <laughs> hey, buddy, ready to bust a load? <laughs> what if you combine the consent app with a dating app so you know going in if you guys are simp simpatico, right? So you're like, why tonight I'm just looking for oral and whatever and so you that is part of what you're swiping for. yes that's Rocking. how women love to start conversations <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> does grinder do that 
Kyle, does Grinder do that? Do they, do, do they, do they have you check top or bottom? <laughs> I'm glad you laughed at that. Or you're a, 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 what is it? A, Kyle, I remember better, an otter versatile, you know, where you can you can top oh, and yes. bottom and, and do both. You, you can generate a tremendous amount of power from the bottom. A twank versatile. A twank, a twank versatile. versatile. That's what it was, yeah. yeah. Oh, man, always sunny classic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, this is a good idea. This yeah. is a good idea. I like you, you know that there is a T minus six months before the creator of an app like this is indicted on rape charges. No, we don't. I mean, look, we're, we stand behind our app. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but we don't. We don't buckle into it or anything. You know what I mean? Like, like we stand by, like you do a race car. You slap it on the hood. And we're like, yeah, it's going to do great. You don't get behind the wheel. You're not slap a race it on the trunk. Send it qualified. off. I've oh, a committed relationship with myself. That is how it would go, <laughs> genuinely. If this was a real consent app, there would be some big court thing where the founder of the app would have to come forward and they'd be like, have you ever yourself used the app? And you have to be like, absolutely not. The the vile monsters that used my app are not at all reminiscent of the company at large. That is not what we stand for. Or with. And, uh, and, and we, we agree with you. <laughs> like, How is it vile monster? I'm, you have. I'm missing what's so monstrous about this. They're just it's communication. They're getting on the real... same page. I'm, I'm going over. I'm, Taylor, what are you cutting off this girl's finger and getting a print? Like, what's your plan on this? You always need someone to take the other side. That's how you make content. All right, I hear you. <laughs> I think it's a genuinely good idea for an app. I, I, I'm telling you right now. I think you should copyright that right now because there are some college campuses that are asking students to fill out. To sign consent stuff before they hook up together. With paper? Like Neanderthals? Yeah, like like yeah, like old school stuff. Damn. With pens and shit. Like who has those? But but you guys could get right to it. Everybody has the consent. it comes when you're a freshman, you get a free consent app. Come Kyle, on. Should we prioritize this over our tax avoidance religion we were going to create? <laughs> I genuinely think this would be more lucrative. <laughs> I, I do too. I, I, you're muted. muted, Kyle. And I've stolen the idea. <laughs> <laughs> stolen the idea. No, we'll see if somebody what somebody else thinks of it, though. Hey, try out this new app, Groper. <laughs> basically you could sit and walk into a dark room you don't know who's in there or what they're gonna do it's crazy <laughs> it's just a bunch of dudes who miss prison it's like oh, oh, one of your gropers here you know who person is for this app Wes Watson we don't hey, talk shit about Wes Watson murder <laughs> <sighs> download my app or i'm gonna talk to you for eight minutes without blinking and scare you <laughs> <laughs> i want to have him on the show I, I i his eyes are reptilian <laughs> they blink sideways I don't, I don't want him to know where i live dude he'll, he'll tell stories like 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 he'll be like you know so i had the list telling me what all the new arrivals at the prison had done you know, got to, had to check up on their paperwork, right? Find out if there's any child molesters so we can murder them. Well, anyway, the list was on me, and the guards started coming around, so I had to hoop it. Oh, yeah, hooping. 
that's when you shove it up your asshole. <laughs> no big deal, because, you know, I just twist the, li the, the, the list up and I put it in something so it goes in nice and smooth. But I saw this one guy and I looked and he was trying to hoop a nine inch Shank. commando knife. <laughs> and I looked <laughs> and, the, and the blade was hanging out his ass crack. <laughs> he went in handle first, of course. Well, he couldn't take nine inches. So at least three or four were a blade with us hanging out his ass crack, poking through his underwear. And I said, that ain't going to work, home. <laughs> this Dude, is like one of his regular I stories. literally remember that story. I remember it as a, a piece of rebar that they had sharpened into a shank. And when the cops checked him, he bent over. And there's pointy rebar sticking out of his anus. And, it's just like, <laughs> and he's like, you know, you laugh at this, but you can't get caught. So you do your best. And he did his best and he got caught. And, oh, <laughs> I, I, I hope they animate that story and put it online. Oh, that's where he's missing out. He needs his shit animated. He yeah, also he needs does. someone to tell him how to tell a story better because he's not very good at it. Just I'm some cliff notes to flow. Yeah. He needs to tell me the story and then let me tell him how to tell the story <laughs> and then tell the story again because he gets sidetracked and starts, but really, well, forget about all that cool shit about I was telling you about murdering. What you really want to do is get your life in order. And I'm like, I'm okay. I'm doing okay. I want to hear about the murder. No, 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 no. I like, want to talk to him and ask him why he thinks he's qualified to help me get my life in order. I fucking dare you. I, I, well, I need to rephrase it a little bit, but he kind of does this thing where he's like, I did 10 years in the hole with that level of success. I'm, I think I can be a motivational speaker and life coach. And I'm like, huh? 10 years in prison, big, like life coach. Now you could be my fitness coach. I see where that's coming from. Well, let me ask you. What I'm also real good at, Woody, flights to North Carolina. I'm going to be doing purpose, though. North Carolina? Who lives in? I live in Seattle. I don't have such a pump I'm going to be so vascular when I knock on your door. I'll take a blue chew on my way just to give you the bonus you package. Know, right before every video, he's fucking knocking out 50 I've, fucking curls. He has to be. And he's he flexing all video. He's just, grrr. Is what, he if he, what if you, yes. you accuse me of that? And he went, oh, you think I'm flexing? And he's went, grrr. And his clothes just went, boom. <laughs> <laughs> what clothes? What have you ever seen him do a video with clothes on? Clothes. I've never seen him with shirts. This man is my shirt. But he's jacked. Down the rabbit hole and watch these videos. Oh, I mean, they're really good, dude. You'll like them. I'm going to go back and forth between those videos and people dressing up their dicks all night. No, yeah. I'm going all dick dressing up tonight. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. Let me, uh, I think that's the halfway point of the show, by the way. But let me, uh, let me do this ad real quick. Everyone hates talking to someone with bad breath. That humid, awful smell. It keeps you from focusing on anything other than finding an excuse to leave. Now just think about all the times that you were the gross, smelly one, and the other person was trying to get away from you, but they just couldn't. You probably can't think of any examples, and that's because we rarely have an accurate read on our own bad breath odor. You could be walking around with that trash mouth and not even realize you're grossing everyone out. That's why Smart Mouth was invented. Smart Mouth's clinically proven two-liquid formula combines to instantly eliminate bad breath and prevent bad breath from returning all day. Rinse once in the morning for all-day clean breath and once before bed prevent morning breath. Just two uses per day, and you'll 
Never have bad breath again, guaranteed. Whether it's the boardroom or the bedroom, having confidence in your breath spells success. Head on over to smartmouth.com slash PKA now for a free coupon. You can find SmartMouth products in the oral health aisles of Walgreens, CVS, Target, Rite Aid, Amazon, Walmart, or wherever you shop. Once again, that's smartmouth.com slash PKA. Check them out. That's how you get good breath. Yep. Amazing product. Amazing product. I use it every day, twice a day. <clears throat> Never have bad breath. Silence usually pretty good for the podcast. <laughs> I was like, why are we playing Silence Chicken? This has never happened before. 497. There's Mexican standoff there. You're going to lose every time. I don't care. I don't like silence in a podcast. I think, I think anybody's listening is like, they're, like, they're, going, they're going like this right. Like during that silence, they were like, yeah. <laughs> the device. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> what was that, part one? What, what, <laughs> I need to flip the tape? What? <laughs> 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 flip the tape, wow. Uh, even Kyle ages himself now and then. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, I, I was like, well, maybe they do this. Maybe they just go silent for 30 seconds for no reason. <laughs> no, that's never. 497 episodes, we've never had a silence chicken. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you guys had a 30-second silence? We it did. A- I don't know why. Oh, I would have been way too uncomfortable. I would have ruined it. I'm glad I was I was peeing. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we could have used you. <laughs> I, I thought it was I was like there it's after the ad read. Maybe they're putting something together. Josh, just waiting. How's your quarantine going? Man, you know what? I do not mind social distancing. What I've found is that like it's fantastic. Yeah, that part of it doesn't bother me too much. I would like to be able to get out there. I love doing stand-up. I'm doing my first uh, stand-up this weekend in Phoenix. Cool. So, but but I love stand-up. But I got to tell you, man, I don't I don't hate being at home, you know? Now, there are some things that I, you know, there's, you really find out a lot about people that you thought you knew a lot about. Like, I'm, I'm married. I've been married for a long time. But I've never spent 24 hours a day every day with her you know yeah. i travel a lot so it's like oh we've really learned a lot about each other Do you know what i mean like you're like have you always chewed that loudly or is that just <laughs> have you always been a cunt <laughs> but you know i'm sure like she does the same for me like you just start to i will tell you this also there is a level of honesty that being with somebody 24 hours a day, you're just forced to have. You're just forced to be 100% because you can't hide anything. I feel bad for the people who went into quarantine in a new relationship because, man, I don't want to shit in front of you one month in. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But you're in quarantine. So I think a lot. there was a lot of things that accelerated real fast. My my with my girlfriend and I because they're while in quarantine I've like literally said like I got to go take a fucking growler yeah like, I, I, I don't expect me for eight to ten minutes this is gonna be a mission I'm I'm on it's a romantic mission. Taylor yeah, yeah. I fire the town she's like oh yeah that, that makes me want to suck your dick a lot and it's like well right now one need is very urgent and that's evacuating my bowels yeah I, I yeah it's it changes you 
You can't hide. You can't put on the brave face all day long. So, so you're forced just to be as honest as you can. And I know some people's relationships that were not built on honesty. So they've had a real struggle during quarantine, you know? I have totally stopped holding in my farts. <laughs> <laughs> totally stopped. Wait, how long did you take your farts? Uh, like two, yeah, two and a half years or so. Are you still holding in farts two and a half years in? No, no. I, I'm saying, well, you know, saying that it was some deluge of farts I was finally releasing isn't so so true. I was definitely farting on her in her sleep and things like that because who who cares? But now, like if I have a big one, one that's going to kind of resonate, make my my windows shake a bit, like I I just release it. I don't. I don't. I gotta tell you. I we we call it keeping the magic alive, and uh, <laughs> yeah. which is not to say that I've never farted in front of my wife. We've been married twenty five ish years, something like that. But uh, but yeah. I, but wait a second. And if she ever, I'm such a fucking hypocrite because I'll fully admit if she ever, she hasn't so far, but if she ever released a fart in front of me, I'd be like, that is disgusting. <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> you don't fart in front of her, but you don't mind telling her she's getting fat. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, we're classy. Hey, get your fat ass into the gym. <laughs> hey, I, just a heads up, I threw away all your jeans because you look like a retard. <laughs> Walking uh, I uh, yeah, I, I I've been farting in front of I didn't fart in front of my wife for a little while mm. when we were dating. And then she said, I think it's it's okay if you do. And then a week later she was like, I'm sorry I told you that it was <laughs> and, no, and my, I don't never fart. farted in front of a woman in my life. I don't fart who said that they fart in front of their they fart on their wife in their sleep? Yeah, I'll do Taylor. that. Oh man, for me that's a waste. She loves it. It's a waste. You wait. You you. I want people to appreciate my farts. Hold on to farts like they're currency. If I have to, I do it. If I don't, I don't. It just release. No, I'm doing my currency. No, the closest I've ever came to farting in front of a girlfriend, I was in the living room and she was in the kitchen, and I silently farted in the living room. And right as I did, she came in and got really close to me to like tell me something, and I had to be like. I just farted and it's going to be awful. Run. <laughs> and she went, she went and ran away. <laughs> you, you, know, you know what a, a fun magic trick is? You know, social distancing, working from home now. But if you want someone to come into a conference room or office that you're occupying alone, or if you don't want someone to come in, rather, just fart. Someone will come in imminently. And there have <laughs> definitely been times that I've been like the first one in the conference room at some fucking Marriott where I'm meeting up with clients and I just squeeze out a foul beast, a fucking <laughs> a smog, the dragon, a fart. <laughs> and it's like, oh, it's 8.56. Doesn't start till 9.10. We'll be fine. Out. Big fart. Immediately, hey, didn't know you'd be here also. And it's like, oh, no. Oh, well, <laughs> Yeah, kind of smells in here, though. I don't know. <laughs> that's the only way to do it is you have to preempt it and be like, "Man, it smells like <laughs> smells like someone farted real bad." Thirty to forty. <laughs> someone with a <laughs> really <laughs> horrible <laughs> diet. I don't know. I'm sure this is some weird AC issue that's going to resolve imminently. How <laughs> <laughs> do not hold farts as currency? Like, I I don't want to waste them if they're not having effect. I, if I know I'm going to be getting in an elevator sometime that day, I make sure I have one. 
because I love being the only one in an elevator farting and watching people come on. I love <laughs> their They're like, <laughs> love watching them play the guessing game, like trying to decide who it is. Like all that stuff makes me really happy. I, if you're wasting your farts on yourself, like why are you punishing yourself? I mean, I'm not punishing myself. I get a lot. I get a lot more enjoyment of releasing the fart than I do suffering from smelling the fart. You know, like you get yeah. that nice release of pressure. Yeah, I like to. I like I'm to. Our guy. I'm a girthier gentleman. I bet our diets are vaguely reminiscent of one another's. <laughs> we both eat food. <laughs> you know what I would say. But uh, yeah, you're yeah. probably not, not quite as much of a fucking food hound as I am. You know, it depends how many joints I've smoked. The amount of red meat I eat. It's, oh, it's yeah. oh, so got into grilling, right? Is that related to the grilling the hobby that you picked up? Yeah, that, that's part of it. And it has allowed me to totally rationalize eating any and every kind of meat. Where like it was it was like the third day in a row where I was talking to my girlfriend and I was like, Hey, do you need anything from the store? Uh, I'm gonna run out there. She's like, What are you getting? I'm like, I'm gonna get a whole rack of ribs because I want to try grilling and smoking them. And she's like, Oh, Grilling again tonight, are we? <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I want to make, I want to make five pounds of meat, and then you'll fall asleep before me, and then I will, like a little piggy, at 10, 30, 11 at night, I'm going in there and I'm warming up the ribs, and guess what? I'm glazing those motherfuckers in Stubbs extra spicy sauce. It's gonna be fantastic. Stubbs is good. Does Stubbs, Stubbs do that, uh, like sugar-free stuff? Uh, I don't know. I, I know the kind. I don't. I don't remember the exact name of the kind I had, but it was like their like spicy and tangy sauce. Very good. Yeah, somebody makes a zero calorie barbecue sauce. It's really good. That's crazy. Yeah. Hey, have you have, have I seen you drinking some of those Zevias? Is that what you're holding? Yeah, up? that's all I drink. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like the cola. We, but I'm a I'm a Zevia fan also. I yeah. get like uh, I order from Amazon, so I get the rainbow pack, and I get like uh, two of every single flavor, and I just put it on that like re thing. Amazon yeah, just sends me another one every month. Yeah, yeah, cream soda is the way to go with those. Those are the really, <laughs> they're all good. I like. I like them all. Yeah, I like, I like the, the orange. lemon lime, the cherry cola, all that stuff. Cherry cola, not cherry cola, tastes a little robitussin-y to me. I like the robitussin. Oh, oh, as close as I get bad. to being high these days. The lemon lime one is fucking terrible. It tastes yeah. like just a complete bastardization of Sprite or 7-Up. I got a surgery next Thursday, and I'm so looking forward to being high because I finally I get some hard drugs. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost worth the surgery. It's, it is it is worth the surgery. You get man. to call yourself a cancer survivor. That's cool. I hope yes, you've learned from my lessons. Survivor. If they ask how you're doing, Kyle, you are scared and you are nervous. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Well, they're they're gonna be operating on my fucking eye, so I think mm -hmm. they're uh, they're gonna juice me up real good. Why they? I don't know if you guys can hear it. Cancer. One of my motherfucking neighbors is weed whacking at eight thirty at night. What an asshole! He's <laughs> the man. What would Hank Hill say? You know, he's a fan of the show. Well, what? That's the kind of man I respect. That's <laughs> the kind of man that has a yard worth envying. <laughs> Bobby, take notice of him. <laughs> a dad. <laughs> so yeah, I've got a little bit of cancer in my eye, so they're they're gonna uh, they're gonna do this eyelid surgery and uh, remove a bit of it. It's gonna be that, fun. You take a wedge out, close yeah. it back up, and no more cancer. They they uh, obviously they 
put you out out because no no they already went in and uh there was a there was a very small mole like the size of a pinhead on my eyelid like right on the on the edge of it uh that had cropped up over the course like a year and uh they took that off and i was fully awake um Mm. they just uh they they in fact they put two shots of lidocaine in my eyelid and and it was it was like the most painful thing i've one of the most painful things I've ever done in my life, and I've had third degree burns before. They they stuck the syringe into my eyelid. He's like, "All right, little pinch," and I just remember going, mm. Kyle, like, "All right." I, I think you did this wrong. I, I like if they had told me, "No, what are you going to be awake?" and you're going to be watching the whole thing, I'd be like, "You know what? I'm no. not the guy for that." No, I volunteered no, no, for no. that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bad call. I'd have been like. No. If it is in your interest and my interest for me to get some propotol or whatever the fuck that shit is. I, 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 man right here. All yeah, right. yeah. Dr- very well, rarely take drugs over here and seizes those opportunities, right? That That's where I would be. And call me whatever you want. Pussy, whatever. But I'm <laughs> yeah. out. I'd be like, I man don't like here, needles. I don't like surgery. I get nervous. I, I I don't even know if I can stand still while somebody operates on my face. So they they put a Q-tip under my eyelid and rolled my eyelid up like it was a garage door. Uh huh. <laughs> I'd be like, get your fucking bartender MD over here and let's get high. No, it was cheaper. I saved like uh, like two thousand dollars or something by keeping the anesthesiologist out. It, I think that surgery only cost like thirteen hundred dollars or something like the first time. And the, but they didn't think it was cancer, and they're like, ah, oh, it's cancer. It's basal cell carcinoma. We got to go back in and do the wedgectomy or whatever we talked about before. And I was like, ah, oh, all right. He's like, this time, um, we're gonna want to go with the anesthesiologist. And I'm like, yeah, yo, yeah, I know, mm-hmm. I know, I know, because wow. last time that hurt more than anything in my life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No way. No, we but have yeah, one of those. Fine. They call it like the Cadillac health insurance plans. Like, I, I, that shit's all prepaid, bro. We pay for that every month. No, I'm smart. No insurance at all. Good move. Thinking ahead. Yeah, good move. Mm, yeah, yeah. So that cancer won't cause it. I hope it's 100% gone, Kyle. <laughs> I hope it stops here. Because when the chemo rolls in, that shit's a million bucks. Oh, my God. It'll be fine. Can you, can you imagine the jokes we'll have to do? Kyle sitting there. He's got an IV on a roller next to him. He's got a chemo He's got a bandana around his head. He looks emaciated as shit. <laughs> and Woody and I and the guests are joking around. And Kyle feebly tries to enter in. And we go, oh, you guys, stop, stop, stop. Kyle's got something to say. Kyle, what do you have, buddy? What do you have? Oh, wow. That's great, man. You're, you're looking good. You're looking good. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 everyone. Kyle's corpse is animating again. Kyle, go. <laughs> no, no, no. Woody, 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 stop real quick. Wait, we'll, we'll get back to the bit. Kyle, Kyle, what's up, bud? What's up? What's up? <laughs> Sitting there looking just sunken eyes. <laughs> shit. Bandana I, on. I, I need my juice. I don't even know what no insurance cancer oh, treatment is like. We have to take little tactful breaks to pretend he's not vomiting into a spackle bucket next to him. <laughs> <laughs> spackle bucket is the greatest. <laughs> <You're> just... <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> <clears throat> Uh, I, I hope it's all. I hope everything works out. You can yeah, get insurance. Like the whole pre-existing condition thing is gone now, right? 
Yeah, but that shit's like uh, two, three hundred dollars a month, Woody. I mean, that is. More- yeah, no, we pay thousands a month. But you've got a family. Yeah, it's a different company. That's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and you've been healthy up until this. Like you've yeah. never had any big stuff, other than like burning yourself, and that's not like genetic. That's just. Well, my dad would argue it is. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing about not having health insurance. It's a really great idea until it's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll probably get some health insurance after this. Seems like the time. Yeah, it might be a good move. Maybe Yeah. start with major medical, see if you like it. Yeah, just dip your toe in a little yeah. bit. Then I can be real reckless. Yeah. Can you imagine I was blowing those cars up and shit with no health insurance. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, this is FPS one leg lift. And- <laughs> I had so many plans for if I if I was ever in a wheelchair or in braces, like weaponizing wheelchairs and weaponizing like uh um what do you um what do you what are those crutches? Yeah, yeah. like that. Yeah. As well, if we got immediately oh no, go ahead. We, I was gonna say we gotta get our other guest in here. I was gonna we say do, we do. Yeah. We are over time. We are over Josh, time. thank you so much for coming on, man. Uh, any <laughs> any upcoming events other than that one in Arizona? Something you, you want to pimp? Phoenix Red. this weekend, um, Friday, Saturday, Sunday at Stand Up Live. Um, and then um two things. You know, I do a high live every Monday night from my backyard where I smoke weed, I take mushrooms, and I turn on my camera. Uh, nice. Do you have a website I, or anything? People watch this a year from now, want to know what's coming. Which is facebook.com uh, forward slash Josh Wolf Comedy. And so every Monday night at 7 o'clock Pacific time, you'll see me in the backyard get really fucking weird. And then on Tuesday nights, and I wanted to talk to you guys about this because I want to have the three of you on the show. I do a show called Control Chaos, and it's a panel show, and it's a game show, and it's fun, and it's ridiculous. And it's funny as fuck. Um, but I want to have you three on together. And I do that every Tuesday at 7 o'clock. Like this week, I have Jim Jeffries. Uh, nice. Yeah, I have like Jim Jeffries, Justin Martindale, and Candace Thompson. Um, and they're just always super funny comics. But this a um, couple weeks ago, I had Luke Bryan on. Um, we had cool. a huge guest. So I would love to have you three on. But, yeah, that's what's going on, man. And, you know, just quarantining and, and, and um, trying yeah. to stay you say it was well, Facebook.com slash Jeff Wolf Comedy? Josh, 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 Josh I, I'm re- <laughs> completely different dude. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know how I messed that up. I called you Josh. Some guy at Jeff Wolf Comedy out there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Crystalia, everyone. We enjoyed having you. <laughs> I'm just trying to get this. Please put that in the timeline. Oh, timeline yeah, yeah, yeah. Mondays and Tuesdays, 7 o'clock Pacific. But that high live, I usually have about 50,000 people watching me live. That's, That's awesome. Crazy. Nice. That's incredible. That is a huge crowd. That is really, really big. No, it's, yeah, we'll definitely come do it with you, man. That'll be fun. Yeah, it'll be a good time. And, and thank you guys for having me on. I really appreciate it, man. As yeah, thank you for coming. Of course. Yeah, you're hilarious. Thank you so much. You got it. I'm going to go look at some dressed up dicks. All right. <laughs> you think I stopped. Later, <laughs> Later man. <laughs> See ya. All right. Now we've got a second half guest. I guess we, we went a little over the second half, but uh, we got Champ Chong. Rolling in. Yeah, how do we tell him to? How does that work? Can he just join? Yep. Yeah. And he'll oh, pop boy. in and, ju- and just probably be in Josh's spot, I imagine. No, but I can fix it. Is he? I didn't anticipate this. Hey, what's up, Champ Chong? 
Can you can you say something? So I, I can't tell. Um, yeah, now. is my audio fine? Everything good? Yeah, sounds great. Yeah. Sounds good. <laughs> oh, I love your Aussie accent when you do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is. It's good to have you on, man. I I follow you on Twitter, and so I kind of I I keep tabs with what's, yeah, a little what's bit. new with you. And are we live right now? Yes, we yes. are live. We are live. Okay, good, good question. Good. I won't say anything terrible as an Australian usually does. So. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Those fuckers are want to. Say I've been a big fan of the show, guys. So for years, I think one of the first memories I have is Taylor. I don't know if it was your first appearance, but it must have been like 2012 or 13. And was he really drunk? Please tell me he was. Penis, oh. Maybe. What did I say about the penis? I think you guys, like, I remember one of the early topics back in the day was how small Gold Glove's penis was. Yeah, <laughs> oh you God. are. You're a true that historian. A that, that is a Yeah, dude. I, all the totally way back when, like, Kyle, you would have, like, Clint Eastwood as your profile picture. Yeah. Like, and beyond that, like, way before that one, I think it was just Woody sitting in his room. Like, yeah, we did now. used to have everyone's picture. Yeah. Yeah, so I've been <laughs> listening for a long time, guys. So I really appreciate that I'm I've come on and it's a bit difficult. I'm following a comedian, so I'm going to suck. No, no, you're <laughs> going to do great. And you know what's funny? It's like people like you who are, you know, and there's a lot of them out there who really, really enjoy the show. I guarantee you remember more about this show than me, Kyle, or Woody. Well, he maybe was sober blur. the whole it's time. It's a fucking blur. <laughs> <laughs> Just a blur of jokes, and then times where you're like, "Oh man, God, I, oh, I shouldn't have said that." Yeah, I said dude, that. What? I, so our audience has grown, right? And they catch me on Twitch, and they're like, "Woody, I've been watching you since I was 13," and it's like, "Oh my God, what kind of influence was PKA on 13 year old you?" Probably a net. <laughs> I must have been like 20 at the time because I'm 28 now, or maybe even before then. What year did PKA start? Was it 11 or 12? 10 years ago, maybe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, oh, yeah, because the 10 year special was just recently. Yeah. yeah. I must have watched like in that second year because I remember you were doing that, Woody, you were doing that big challenge of like commentator March Madness. Oh, yes. I remember that. Yeah. And that's, I think, how I found you because I was like watching all these guys and I'm like, holy crap, th this guy's like putting it all together. And it was this huge thing for like this nerdy 20 year old kid. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. I forgot about that too. A lot of good times back in the day. But, um, yeah. So I was like I was saying I I follow you on Twitter so I see I see some of your shit. You really fucked up your hand the other week with a knife yeah, man. cutting it the other and you were like I was seeing your tweets and as someone who works online gaming you were like yeah hands pretty fucked up. I'm really hoping I can get back to gaming at some point, you know, the tendon's so sliced. Don't know if it's going to work. And it's like, oh, fuck, this is this is a real deal injury. It's, it looks like you're doing okay. Though. Yeah. So it's actually been a bit of a blessing disguise. Uh, this was and, yesterday. And how did you do it? How did you do it for the people out there? Okay. So ooh, uh, I was visiting my mom for Mother's Day six weeks ago. I think Australia has different Mother's Day. So it's all thrown off. But uh, yeah, so I was visiting and then she asked me to help her with the dishes. I'm like, sure, I'll be a good son. And I'm watching TV as I'm rinsing a glass and I, it hits the tap, the faucet, and just shatters in my hand. But I wasn't paying attention and I tensed and squeezed, you know, out of panic. And it just completely, uh, it, you can see a scar here. Yes. You can see how fucked up it is there. Ooh, oh, my uh -huh. God. Like, and this is six weeks later. I still can't straighten them completely. Um it's it's basically three hours a day like in 15 minute increments now so yeah like instantly my finger was just dangling there there was blood everywhere i haven't seen that much blood ever besides like a night out with a girl but um <laughs> no, <it's>, 
<laughs> it was just, and it was funny the next morning because we went to the emergency room that night. It was like 11 p.m. It was a terrible Mother's Day for my mum. <laughs> I, I feel so bad. So I'm going to make it up to her somehow, figure oh, it yeah. out. But um, we get to the emergency room. I hope she learned her lesson about asking for help with the dishes. Yeah, uh, that's the thing. I'm never doing dishes again in my life. Woman's work. Yeah, exactly. It's too dangerous for a man, clearly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've been having a lot of sympathy matches on Tinder. So I yeah. joke around like, well, can you come around and do the dishes? And then I don't get heard from ever again. So, <laughs> Oh, you're not making jokes about how you can't beat off yourself? <laughs> no, so that I had it in my bio. It said I'm actually right-handed, but I, I in my bio it said I'm left-handed. Can you help me out? Or something along those lines. <laughs> but I took that out now. So yeah, you, no, you went to the hospital. Work. You I, I interrupted your story. You, you where were you? Yeah. Oh, so yeah, I got to the hospital. They're like they wrap it up, then they do some scans and everything, and then they yeah they pretty much tell me you're gonna have to go to a specialist like a different hospital tomorrow. Uh, we'll book you in. So I got mm. then we went to sleep, woke up the next day, went straight to another hospital, and then they unwrap everything and they're like testing you. So they put my hand on like they put it on the table. And they asked me to try and move my fingers. And I felt like one of those complete retards that try and move things with their mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm there just like, and nothing's moving. Which and fingers? Just like, Sorry? Which fingers? Okay. So the ring finger was 100% through, mm -hmm. through the tendon. So it was still attached, but it was like the tendon was completely severed. Uh, then the ring, uh, the middle finger this one mm -hmm. uh i'm just giving you guys the finger of the yeah. best i can you a can little. see it start shaking and twitching yeah, yeah. i still don't have that i'm still learning to get that back which sucks but it's getting there i'm trying to be positive um uh Christ. but yeah so that was 80 percent um sorry that was 80 percent 100 percent thumb was 20 percent and then my palm just had like deep cuts and i think the Jesus tendons Christ, run through man. there too are we so. talking about tendon damage exclusively or some nerve damage in here no, no nerve damage, surprisingly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What well, that's they make what cups out of in Australia. I was just I was just cleaning my favorite razor blade cup. <laughs> 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 Fucking shit it. I know. Squeezed it. No, a couple of the doctors did not believe my story. They're like, did you grab a window or some shit? Like uh, yeah, they probably true. thought you were like a burglar or something where you like, yeah, well, no, but I showed up with my mom and sister and it's like, it's like as innocent as you can. My, <laughs> my son had a similar energy and yeah. injury. I mean to say you may have heard about it, but it was an ax and he lost two toes. Oh, well, he lost the <laughs> tendon to yeah. two toes and he's a hundred percent. So yeah, he's better yeah. now. He's How been long better did now it take years. him? Oh. Like 12 weeks. So his situation is a little different than yours. I want to say he was in a boot for yeah. like 10 or 12 weeks where they told him not to use it. Like it, The whole point of the boot, it had like a, you know, your shoe's kind of flat on the bottom. This had an arched bottom, so it would sort of roll and he would walk and yeah. he would never use his toes in any kind of exertion. So he didn't even try to use it for like, forget if it was eight mm -hmm. weeks or 12 weeks. And then Good when he God. came out of it, he sort of quickly got back and was okay. This, yeah, this in, like, like your injury is fucking with me so much. Like what a... I, I, I'm glad you're doing better because that's one of the kinds of injuries that I, I dread the most, like like tendons specifically, because I, I yeah. feel like, ah, man, that's got to be so frustrating. And you game, right? Like like your, yeah. your WASD has to be so yeah. fucked right now. Because so that's your I, WASD. 
so that's the thing i used to be a console gamer i still do jump on there for certain games uh to play with some mates and stuff but to i've been primarily a pc game over the last three probably since 20 late 2016 so almost four years and i was playing a lot of warzone like i was playing like 30 hours 40 hours a week which is a yeah. lot like because i'm doing other stuff kyle i'm not just mm -hmm. sitting there or like woody playing talk of 200 hours a week oh uh, man <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of true I had, I had to dig you i had to dig you one there wait but, that's um, a compliment right have you seen the man's heart out later on if you got time uh like what it's like to start tarkov but because i do want to get into it once my fingers work properly i'm still not allowed to game because it's too unpredictable the movements like i could be like you doing something little, and i yeah. not allowed but this this is what i was wearing um this was on my hand for six weeks i just got it off a couple of days ago looks cool it comes on and off but you see how it's shaped because that the tendons had to be in that position for so long yeah. and i was not allowed to use my hand and it sucked because things like tying your shoelaces i had to get friends that live close by to come and do and double knot all my shoes and to make them so i can slip them on and off and like um dishes <laughs> i got my sister to come around and yeah <laughs> that's that's pretty funny yeah well not yeah, really that rough. sucks but it, it is funny <laughs> on a gaming note actually with this on your hand i actually felt kind of like a dog with a cone yeah. on its head you know because <laughs> it's it prohibited because it's longer than my fingers so it prohibited me from actually wazding so ah so you so you literally couldn't even if you yeah were... i couldn't because it would hit like two three and the function keys and shit and i was like well then i'm not gaming do you wear and that didn't. all the time all the time in the shower and everything yeah so yeah. um just for safety i did probably like week five i kind of got lazy with it i would take it off and start showering normally because i started to feel like i could maybe get ahead of the rehabilitation time that's but, a yeah, mistake shower, you put a bag over it and get in the shower You've got your headset wrong on rehab. All right, forgive me for going all parental on okay, you here. Yeah. But your goal is not to get well soon, right? That's that's silly thinking. Your goal is to get well completely. It yeah. won't matter if you hit a hundred percent, what is it, June? In in August or late August. Like that doesn't really matter. But it will matter if you hit a hundred percent. At at five yeah. weeks, if you're taking risks with this brand new healed tendon that's been sewn back together. Mm. That's the, that's, no, no. You want to get completely better. It's not about the schedule. Man, what oh, a stupid way to agree get with you, too. But it, when, it, when you're in that position, okay. you're just like, I want to do things. Like I'm, I, I play basketball. I recently lost about 50 pounds. I think I hit 50 yesterday. Mm. So yeah, like even through this injury, thank you. Um, yeah, it's been since February. Um, yeah, I was weighing two. Oh, the weight that you lost, I found it. <laughs> <laughs> it all went here, Taylor. It all went here. It all went here. <laughs> my big jello ass. Yeah. <laughs> no, so um, I went and watched my team play last week and tonight basketball, and I, I was still wearing the guard, and I'd just go up half time and just shoot buckets. And but I'm making sure I'm not putting any pressure on this hand. Like it's literally a guide hand. I'm right handed. So somebody's gonna be like, think uh, fast and throw you like a fast <laughs> one. And, and you're yeah, so you're, you're pretty it's into, so you're tempting. Like guy. I'm on the sidelines yelling, essentially coaching my team. And like it, it is working, but at the same time I, I'm like I want to be out there. It's so mm, but I gotta wait another five weeks, which sucks. aren't you a really tall guy also? So you're probably pretty yeah so I'm six four and uh 
just about 201 pounds now. So 202, roughly. I got you beating one of those measurements. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, I, I went from a heavyweight to a light heavyweight. Yeah. yeah. I'll tell you that. But yeah. I am going to start building muscle now on top of that because I don't want to stay skinny fat, essentially. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, that's got to be hard to start, especially when you're pretty much waiting for yeah. grip strength to come back. How are you supposed to grip dumbbells or barbells if you can't? Yeah. So that's the thing. I'm actually going to be doing something kind of crazy is I'm, I realized I took my body for granted last year. I actually tore my left calf and that was like two months out. Um, that was a freak basketball injury. Yeah. I'm just injury prone. I guess. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, I'm getting, I'm getting up there. I'm 28 now. So it's starting to catch up with me, but I realized it's cause I didn't treat my body the right way and prepare. I, I would just kind of rock up to basketball and I was just kind of going through the motions for so long. But now I realized I almost lost everything here, gaming, basketball, all my favorite hobbies. So what I'm going to be doing is because I work from home, I do do my own thing and I've got time and like funds to do what I want. I'm actually going to be completely psycho and I'm going to try and become somewhat of a semi-professional basketball player. I'm hiring a personal trainer twice a week and a professional basketball trainer who trains professional players twice a week, then also doing other training. And I'm going to be documenting this all on another channel and starting like a series with camera guy, editor and whatnot, and taking that average Joe, if he can become a professional basketball player, if he puts everything like meal plans, all that is going to be wild. Like it's going to be insane. And, and it's I've, a neat experiment. I've, I've, I've heard from a lot of experts that the time you really want to try and get into a pro league when you're about to turn 30. <laughs> that's, that's when Look, you want to really double the, my, get the scouts are all saying. <laughs> I'm looking for a guy 28, 29 years old. Just just right on the cusp of, you know, his decline. <laughs> but do you want a guy who's a sure thing, Kyle? Or do you want to gamble? I I really want to roll the <laughs> dice. <on> <laughs> Hey, a guy that's gone through a calf tear and tendons torn, and I am I in heaven? Why is my shit so bright? <laughs> yeah, you're being fucking you abducted gotten, over there. Gotten, hold on, hold on. I'm, better, I'm finding my webcam. God coming in. Don't do it. <laughs> you cannot play ball at a professional level. I think it's the exposure. I, your hands, I can take your life. <laughs> <laughs> hold on hold on i'm i'm changing my settings <laughs> exposure i think <laughs> is this better wait there, there you we go. go there you go there we go sorry um, like it's, the other one was so funny it's, though <laughs> it's because the sun is rising it's the morning here so yeah so it must have just gotten really bright and i didn't realize it no that, that's all there good. we go did, did you guys see the I was joking around about the emotes people are sending me now. Did you see the one I put in our chat? It's hideous. They just keep making me more and more retarded looking <laughs> and spacing my eyes out more and more. And I'm going to add it because it's really, really funny. <laughs> but, but even it so, is absolutely disgusting. I look like shit the slot. <laughs> oh, oh, man, that's wild. That. We need uh, to add that. I want that in here. Yeah, <laughs> Discord votes just for the three of us to use in, in private chats. I look no, forward to your pro basket. Like, oh, I was just gonna say in the um it on the PKA layout on the videos on the red, it's like where your names are, just have little profile pictures and Taylor's. <laughs> oh, just hor horrific retarded. ones. The subreddit has our three pictures in the header. 
What if they, without mention or notice, just fucked with Taylor's a little bit <laughs> every couple of days or weeks? Just <laughs> make the eyes a little, high, a little wide. Every day you become more and more catfish. <laughs> just even more and more fat headedness. <laughs> that, that's a really funny joke. I mean, the fact that we acknowledge it means they probably can't pull it off now. But <laughs> you guys both stay totally normal, and it's like, man, it's Taylor. Oh no, no, I don't. Want normal if you could face tune me a little bit i could use some help I'm getting older <laughs> thin me up a touch i don't know what it whatever face tune does i stretching is it, whatever it does it seems to be good oh, fa- face tune is like everything it's like, like, like have you ever wa- have you ever gone on to uh instagram reality lots that's of time on yes you've done this on the show yeah yeah, yeah. oh yeah, yeah yeah that's right we have never mind then it's yeah. like yeah the instagram versus reality photos and some of those are insane the Some of, of them trickery they're able to get away with. Okay, a couple things on this, right? Some of them, you're right. Trickery they get away with, it's amazing. Some of them, they compare trickery to below average, like a bad pose, and, and, and sort of juxtapose them to the extreme. Some of them, they're not getting away with that. I saw a woman with a waist where there was no room for organs whatsoever. Yeah, I, I think I just, could have done this with my hands. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh, that's just bullshit. Like, you're not I saw pre- that today. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, saw, I saw that today. Just <laughs> big old ass, big titties, muscular arms. Like, like, it's clearly like a fitness chick. It wasn't someone who needed any help. But then they took her waist and made it look like there was a black hole inside of her belly button sucking everything in. Oh, her shit. waist is literally six, seven inches in diameter. Yeah. This yeah. doesn't even look like a person. About the Photoshop size. is pretty good. Like, there's, um, I'm looking at it right now. There's, uh, words behind her on the wall, and the words are not fucked up, but it's clearly fake. This is not what humans even look like. Yeah. I've seen, um, where they're doing like a uh, video on there. They're doing like a, like a, a video thing, like putting on makeup. And I guess there's a, a filter or some sort of face tuning thing that like alters the way you look while on live video. And you can see her nose morphing. In the middle of video, like like <clears throat> real nose, fake nose, real nose, fake nose, real nose, fake nose, and it's like either she's transforming into mm-hmm. something else, or we all know what's happening here. Like like she's she's got like a a big fucking nose, and she's trying to make it like a little petite Barbie nose. Yeah, I guess there's I, I I'm not into the culture, but I guess there's it's an great. Asian thing where they use an extreme amount of face tuning in video, and people watch them talk, and but like you said, it fucks up half the time. And they get like exposed for the wrong frame. Yeah, I think it's Korea, right? Koreans love those filters and whatnot. Yeah. Hmm. It must not be like like here, if you were to do that, I feel like you'd get exposed and they'd say, Ooh, look at this. Woody's been face tooting all this time and it clicked off on him. This is really Woody. Uh there, they must just overlook it or something, because they all get exposed so often. Don't know? I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah. It's <sighs> a weird culture anyway. No, how so? Um, just in general, I don't know. Like, 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 I don't, I don't. A lot of those Asian countries have odd culture by our standards. Japan's got to be the weirdest one, though. I, something about the, World the sexy War II. vending machines—is that where we're headed on this? Something about World War II fucked them up, man. Like, mm. like going, they, they were just they had too much on the line, and then they lost it all, and big humiliation and great disgrace. <laughs> and now they're just never the same again. They're, they're, that's an odd culture. 
I went to Japan. I think you went too, Woody, right? For UFC? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so I went and they something weird that struck me about Japan besides everything being too small for me. Like literally, I was trying to go through subways and hit my head on things. But it was the crows, uh, well, ravens actually. Mm -hmm. Because surprisingly in Australia, our things are usually like our killer birds and bugs and stuff are huge. But in Japan, it was wild. Like these ravens are like this big i'm not even exaggerating and i was walking through this like shrine park thing and just to go sightseeing and it was about to fall dark it was like 7 p.m and i just see this like murder of crows and i'm like oh no and they will not move and i had to walk off of the path around these crows because they're, <laughs> they're huge they're like the size of taylor's head maybe i don't know <laughs> I like you were intimidated by the crows. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. There was like 20, 30 of them, and they're massive, and they would not budge. They just turn, and they're like, <laughs> I'm like, no. Nah, I like the people there. Even when there were huge crowds, they were really well organized, and they stayed in lines, and they did their thing. Like, I, I, I thought that that was exaggerated by the internet, but it was just on target. You know, their subway system and stuff. Everyone was polite. Uh, I was kind of into photography, so I took a lot of pictures when I was there at the time. And like old Japanese men would ham it up for the photos and like, you know, flash gang signs, whatever the heck they do. It was just fun to take a picture of, a, <laughs> you know, I don't know, the seemingly 115 year old Japanese dude with an in intact personality. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I one of the things I had to do there, I don't think I had to because I'm a Westerner. Besides the name Champ Chong, I'm not Asian in any way. That's just a made up name I made 10 years ago as a kid. But um, because I got like tattoos and whatnot. Mm. the culture there you kind of have to because i think only gangsters or yakuza or whatever they are mm -hmm. they they have tattoos so i was told by like everyone even like people at the hotel like just cover them in case you can but it was august and it was humid as hell so i wore long sleeves the whole time so now i'm in the yakuza <laughs> <laughs> yeah totally totally big tall white guy <laughs> <sighs> let me uh let me do this last ad because i think it's hilarious and uh it's a it's a really cool product brand new advertiser with the show <clears throat> i love their ad read i think they're gonna fit in real well around here do you have a butthole yes and this ad is for you it's hard to believe that when we go to the bathroom in this country most of us wipe instead of wash for years the days have been available but hideously expensive costing thousands of dollars the Hello Tushy Modern Bidet Attachment is here to democratize the blessings bestowed by bidets and offer clean buttholes. And this is slowly all. becoming an ad written by <laughs> JFK. Is that what you're trying to do here? I, I <laughs> do you want a clean to. asshole? I was trying George to. Has to be clean. George Clap. has to be cleaner than the back seat of that car on that fateful day. <laughs> oh, <Jesus Christ>. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Hello Tushy cleans your butt with a precise stream of fresh water for just $79. It attaches to your existing toilet. It requires no electricity or additional plumbing, and it cuts toilet paper use by 80%. So the, the Hello Tushy bidet pays for itself in a few months. Because with Hello Tushy, you don't wipe at all. Even the best two-ply just, just can't cut it. When it comes to a hands-free pooping experience, ditch paper products and uncomfortable chafing when you switch to soothing, cleansing streams of water from a Hello Tushy bidet attachment. And 
every Hello Tushy Bidet attachment comes with a 60-day risk-free guarantee and a 12-month warranty. <clears throat> Join millions of happy Hello Tushy customers right now and have a clean butt with every flush. Go to hellotushy.com slash PK and you'll save 10% off. This is a special nice. offer to our listeners. Go on over to hellotushy.com slash PK. 10% off. Stop living with a dirty butthole. I am Do eagerly it. awaiting my tushy yes. showing up. They're giving yeah, us. I'm sure this shit's gonna be great. They're giving us a sample, I think, and uh, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be. I have a bidet, I'm a bidet guy. I'm a bidet master race, but we're gonna add it to. I bathroom. used to insist that Marilyn did one every time before we filled her. <laughs> Sometimes she'd have you a got, little rusty nastiness down there. Get, didn't get for it. <laughs> are you guys getting test units? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We are. Are they one I of those was, that like they send out to reviewers and then you got to send it back? No. <laughs> no. They, they do not want it back. They will. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> no, There's no, actually no. the model we sent to Boogie Five Thousand. <laughs> it's coming to you next, though. <laughs> we cleaned it up as best we could. <laughs> Again, we're sorry. We're so, so sorry. Jesus. Dude, it, it took more self control than I've ever had to have in any ad. Not to keep doing JFK jokes as you're <laughs> finishing them. There's so much content on the table right there. <laughs> then you can transition to Lincoln. Have you ever heard a recording of Lincoln's voice? I can't Very tell if high it's, pitched. It, that's what I'm saying. I, I can't tell if it's because it's not. No, it was high pitched. Or if like he had a weird, it, not even necessarily like, it's not the high pitchedness that made it so weird. It's a weird cadence. Like he spoke have you weird. Have you seen Daniel Day Lewis and Lincoln? I haven't seen that film, though. No. Oh, apparently, Daniel Day-Lewis spent a lot of time listening to those old audio recordings of Lincoln and masters the accent. It's a very good movie. Didn't Did he, he live in a Andrew? town pretending to be Lincoln for like a year or something? Did I don't know? think so. But <laughs> <laughs> but that's what he kind of does, doesn't he? He just goes full in. He goes full in. Like, Are you like, asking like... if Daniel Day-Lewis lived in a town and pretended to be Abraham yes. Lincoln for a year prior to playing Look it, it up. I swear it's true. Maybe. That is, <laughs> that is retarded. Look... There's, there's that's, almost, absolutely... that's almost certainly not true, oh, but, um, but Daniel Day-Lewis does, does really bite, you know, take a big bite out of his bread. rolls. And... Would you like to order? Ah, oh, yes, I will have the steak and arugula sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> With a baguette and a side of chicken noodle soup. Yeah. Pretty sure they had to call him Mr. Lincoln on set. I, he, he, does, he is a method actor. When he did My Left Foot, you know, they made him carry him around. You know, because my left foot's about a guy with uh, muscular dystrophy or oh, some shit. Oh, method acting. Oh, man, it's so hard. Oh, I'm so good at pretending to be another person that I have to pretend to be them for all time while I'm playing them. They, he's, that's, he's the greatest actor of all time. The greatest British actor, right? Right, guy? No, the greatest <laughs> actor of all time. He is a British actor, though. I thought he was American. That's how good he is. <laughs> is that it's where you're going with that? The point proven. Method acting thing seems like a way to be a prick in a lot of ways. Ooh, I think what if I was a method podcaster, just an asshole all the time? And as soon as this turns off, I'm I'm as sweet as you know a, a, a wedding dove. The fuck's a Everyone. wedding dove? The kind they release at weddings. All birds are assholes. I don't think they do that anymore. Do I want to see like hidden camera footage of Taylor around his dogs when the cameras are off and he doesn't realize Just it. Just punting them about. <laughs> <laughs> People Just think call, I'm a dog. Calling them, calling them racial slurs that don't even apply. In reality, it'd be like... How's it going, Jippo? <laughs> <laughs> the shit out of me. 
I'm looking up racial slurs from the 1870s and, and, and trying to reintroduce those. Are you- no, really, it would be embarrassing footage of me doing like white girl Facebook stuff where I'm like, you are so fucking cute. You're the best. You're the best. That kind of stuff. Are, are yeah. your your dogs brother and sister? Brothers? What do you got? Unrelated? No, they're half brothers. They're half brothers. Half so brother. they've, got, they've got the same dad. But he fucked two different bitches. At the same time? They're the same age, roughly, right? Like a week apart. He was busy. Yeah, that dad was busy. And one of my dogs, as the days go by, I realize Fozzie is a normal-ass dog. Pretty smart. And Teddy is special. He, <laughs> he does not understand things the same way. He is starved for attention all the time. And like, when, <laughs> if Fozzie will do something wrong... He'll like look at you while he's doing it and being like, I know I, I done fucked up and sprint into the kennel. If Teddy does something wrong, he'll like look at you bold faced, full eyed. And then when you get him in trouble, he's like, what I do? What, what, <laughs> I, what, what do I fucking do? So, but Teddy is so goddamn what, you, cute. You got rules against pooping here? <laughs> <laughs> no, they're, in fairness to, to Teddy, even he's getting way better with everything. But there have been a few times that he's, He's so dumb, he doesn't even ring the bell. He just goes and he stands by the bell by my back door and then looks at me. And I try and go like, hey, ring it, ring it, and I'll take you out. Ring it, and he won't do that. But so often, he'll be standing there calmly, and I'll eventually get up, go let him out, even though I didn't ring it. And he will make it two feet into the yard and fire out the <laughs> the foulest shit. It's like, oh, man, he... He could have done that right on my kitchen floor. <laughs> and he was holding that motherfucker in. So, you know, credit where credit's due. Fozzie and Teddy, both good boys. For the uh, most part. My dogs. They take their favorite place to poop now is the gravel driveway. Really? We have 14 <laughs> acres of yard and you prefer the gravel driveway? You dicks. Fozzie did that the other day. I have all not nearly fucking 14 acres, but I go out into my backyard and I let him out. And where does he go to piss? Pisses on the side of my grill. <laughs> he's displaying dominance. That's an alpha leg. dog right there. Yeah, and, and he's he's a good boy. I, I tricked him into thinking that portobello mushrooms were meat the other day. Fucking retard. <laughs> <laughs> he's a vegan. Yeah, he is dumb. Those were really good. I, I made some uh, some portobello mushrooms on the grill. Those were great with garlic salt, onion powder, a uh, couple other things rubbed on there. So I uh, sliced some garlic cloves threw those in the top mushroom cap area with those held in there. It was very, very good. Kyle, that seems like the kind of thing you would do. Have you made mushrooms on the grill or anything like that? Or are you no. not a mushroom man? Uh, I like them, but I usually saute them. Okay. Do you like burgundy, like burgundy mushrooms where you put red wine in there, butter? Garlic? I don't like uh, I don't like red wine uh, with anything really. Uh, I've, 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 you know, I've cooked steak with it and uh, mushrooms and stuff. I don't care for it. I usually, I, I like garlic a lot. So most of the stuff that if I'm making something fancy, it's like garlic and butter and uh, stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, I love burgundy mushrooms. I can't believe you don't like, that's the, the ultimate, ultimate little compliment to a steak, right? You get a couple burgundy mushrooms on your fork, put it into a nice filet, medium rare, slightly under medium rare, preferably. That eat them both I like together. shrimp. I, I usually do like um, like uh, garlic uh, butter shrimp and do like a skewer of those with a filet, do like a little surf and turf thing. I grilled shrimp the other night. It was great. It was great. I'm, I'm really enjoying the grill. It's really facilitating overeating for me because like nobody ever is like, I'm going to hit up, I'm going to fire up the grill for the two of us. Let's throw two patties on there. 
No, it's like the perfect excuse to be like, I want to grill corn on the cob. I want to grill zucchini. I want to grill mushrooms. I want to grill steak. I want to grill shrimp. Nine pound brisket. All at once. Yeah, a nine pound brisket. <laughs> well, that's what I want in my slow cooker. I don't want to grill the brisket. But You're talking to the wrong guy. I don't know. But yeah, clearly you need more grill equipment if you enjoy grilling. I, I, do they make an all-in-one grill? A smoker, a slow cooker, a grill of whatever the other that, things that's are? The egg. That's the egg. The egg isn't both charcoal and gas, is it? You don't want gas. Taylor uses gas. Don't tell him. Taste the meat. Taylor doesn't know anything. Taylor's been, grilling. Taylor's been grilling for a week. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor bases his barbecue choices on a fucking Mike Judge cartoon from the 90s. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, there you go. <laughs> if, if Hank Hill had, had sold charcoal and charcoal accessories, he'd be all on board for it. Oh, and now I'm going to take advice from a felon. <laughs> Bobby, watch and learn. <laughs> Champ, I looked you up on Social Blade. You've exploded this month. What'd you do right? Um, Got my life in order. People watch um, that? Got your hand fixed? Sorry? Probably. People watch that? No, tell me no, more. No, so I, I I did take a break. So um, I lost my dad a few years ago, and I kind of faked that whole presenting bullshit on YouTube for many, many years. And I just went through the motions, and I was just kind of, yeah, I was faking it, and I really wasn't enjoying it. So I took essentially the first half of this year off, which is a really risky move because to come back to a channel that's got 800 or so thousand um, now, luckily, over 900,000. But to come back to something like that after a big break, it's a really big risk because it might people might not watch. And I switched up my content. I was following this trend of those 12, 15-minute videos with multiple ads and trying to do as long-form content. But I looked back. I'm like, what made my channel good back in the day on my first run was just doing six to eight minute content and i feel that's what fits me i don't burn out from that i can do it daily two videos a day if that and i'm just talking about and like literally sourcing different information about the new consoles coming out and that's kind of what happened with the ps4 and xbox one when they were coming out so it's a good time for me to come back so i've just focused on all that news and like for example yesterday it was like phil spencer the head of xbox talking about the like their what they think of the PlayStation and stuff. And that stuff gets views. So I'm I'm just always working now, waking up at a decent time because I was waking up like 2 p.m. for like years. And um, I was kind of rushing through content because I wasn't enjoying it, but now I do. So I think people see that I actually enjoy what I'm doing and I'm passionate about it and it might it's paying off. Good for you, man. Ooh, That's good. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm just poking through your channel right now. Yeah, yeah, it's so, very clickbaity. It's very clickbaity for sure. If you look at all my titles and thumbnails, but hey, man, you gotta you gotta work the system. You know, you gotta you don't make videos to not get views, right? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's a little clickbaity, but that's that's what you have to yeah. do, Dan. No, under to make sure you make those dollar ideas. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I, like, you know the PS Five. I've decided I don't like the way it looks. It's too really? asymmetrical if you lay it on the side. And most people are going to yeah. lay it on the side and it's not going to look good. It's, it's going to be totally asymmetrical. I don't, I don't care for that. I think the digital console, because there's two PS5s, there's a digital and there's the disc-based. It looks better because there's no disc tray or like a slot. So it's 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 uniform and it's uh, symmetrical. So it's just this one slope. But it does look better in black because people have like Photoshopped it and stuff and it looks much better. If you 
if you search like PS5 black matte, like matte black, it's it's a much better this looking thing, console. I think I see in one of your thumbnails, I think you have it placed next to like a PS3 mini or PS3. Oh, that no, that little white cube. That is the potential Xbox Series S because they've got no, it's, it's the uh, it's out. it's the one you did five days ago, and it, it's like a black, thin P- PlayStation, and then the PS5 next to it is outrageously big. Oh yeah, so the PS5, um, yeah, that there's a thumbnail you can see. Maybe there's yeah, it's a guy holding it. Yeah. And yeah, it is that, as big ridiculous. as that Japanese man's torso. It is like this big. It is huge. Hmm. It's a big console. The reason they did it is because the PlayStation 4 has a lot of heating issues, which means, oh my God, I've gone to heaven again. I will be back in a sec. I'm going to go end up closing <laughs> the door over there. No, that's so we'll fine. That's fine. The you're, you're good, man. Yeah, even, <laughs> even if that Japanese guy's torso, even if that Japanese guy's five foot five, that is an enormous yeah. console. It's gonna be as half as tall as like a sixty-inch television. Yeah, this thing is huge. Are either? Wait, I'll be right back. Considering getting a console, Woody Taylor. No, no, I'm gonna stick with PC. I'm, if anything, I'm looking at ways to upgrade my PC. That seems to be the the easiest, you know, path of least resistance thing to do with a lot of these games. Yeah, I don't. I mean, like, I, I, I don't understand why people still okay. play on consoles i guess I, I mean it seems like they're so goddamn expensive now when you consider you got to buy a new one every few years anyway that oh, you almost... I, I bet this ps5 is 500 dollars. if I, not I more i feel like pc gaming is more expensive than console and all the arguments made to the contrary ignore a lot of costs you know they're like ah pete it's so much cheaper because all i have to do is upgrade the cpu yeah but do you do you? Every time I buy a motherboard with the thought that I'll upgrade the CPU, I end up upgrading the entire thing two years later. Um, yeah, that's true. <clears throat> I think I, I wouldn't. Arg- I would never try to argue that it's cheaper. I, but I would try to argue that like your dollar per whatever point fun, of, of fun per is, unit. <laughs> it, is it fun units is uh, it, it, you're better off with PC because like. That, that console has a top end, right? Everybody's PlayStation 4 is getting doing the same fucking thing. But like you could with the PC, you can always tinker and make it better or or or, or worse. And you've got such a huge variety of games you can get with Steam and all the other platforms now. I the peripherals really add a lot of cost when you start talking about your I mean, you know, this headset and and monitors. And uh, keyboard and mice and and all that stuff. Clown horns. <laughs> your your clown your clown horns. Your slide whistles. So, <laughs> I think so PC gaming is more expensive, and the arguments that people make mostly involve ignoring a bunch of costs. I like PC because of the experience. I like that every game is a click away. Like that kind of works for me. Uh, the the whole navigation. Like we have an Xbox downstairs. The navigation to find the games and shit is kind of bullshit. It's mostly they put up front center easy to find the stores and the shit where you buy things from them. Yeah, it's not intuitive. It, it, I don't know. Maybe I'm just a boomer at this point, but I'm like, where the fuck are the games again? Buried in something, and how do I work my way around the controllers? You know, like it, a mouse and keyboard. A, mouse, a keyboard gives you so many things. Like the game I play lately, Tarkov. You, they're just. There's too much there. You know, you need a keyboard for it. So the flea market, for example, I use the 10 key to, to, you know, determine the prices that I'm trying to sell at. 
how would you do that efficiently on a console? You know, with the joystick. Remember typing a, a letter to someone? That's outrageous. Okay. Um, oh my god! Trying to send a threatening message <laughs> to someone on Xbox 360 it took forever. And by the time you're halfway, you halfway through, through like, the message, oh, he's, like, he's gone. Huh, you stop being mad. Now. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, I need whatever, 2,600 keys or whatever it is uh, to play Tarkov. It seems like you use almost all of them. And I also like having my games right there next to all my other stuff. I like that I can like use my browser for a bit, watch a YouTube video, bounce over to my game, kick off the scav case, bounce back to a YouTube video. That's the experience that's worth the extra money to me. Yeah, yeah for I, sure. I, like, but but then the gaming experience itself is just better. Like 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 the game is going to look better. It's going to play better. The the frame rate's higher. The resolution can be higher. You can like give your Skyrim character tits. You can get all uh, obviously game. You know, modding isn't ex completely exclusive to play to 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 the PC, but it is infinitely better on the PC. Everything's better about PC gaming. Not everything. Cheaters are worse. Yeah, I think the cheaters are a problem on PC. Was that champ? Yeah, it depends on the games you play, though, right? Because like, not everybody plays competitive shooters. Like, like for somebody who plays RPGs and stuff, you know, or single player in in general, it, it that that never even comes. But but real I real quick, uh, champ had something on that. What were you saying? Yeah. Oh, I was just gonna say, like, what he was saying with the the keyboard is such a better thing in the mouse, and it is because a couple of years ago I put like a thousand hours or like nine hundred hours into PUBG and on PC, and then my friends on uh xbox were like hey come play it on here so i download the game and i'm like oh no here we go i gotta use these joysticks to aim and there's only so many buttons and it is the clunkiest mess it was not made well for it it's clearly a pc game you you have to play it and that's the beauty of having like cross play now with warzone for example i play on pc i've got a friend on ps4 and i've got a friend on xbox and we're all playing together which is great because i do not want to use a controller but then the issue comes is like, do we all have Discord? Because there's no way other way to all talk together. And then you've mm -hmm. got to wire in all that sound. But I think the biggest advantage consoles have is a couple. I, I'm definitely like pro PC, but consoles for you'll get exclusive games, especially on the PlayStation side of things. There's a lot of exclusive story based games that are really, really good. You got Spider-Man, God of War, uh, Last of Us 2 just came out. It's like the biggest game right now. So there's all these really great story-based games that are developed over five, six years. And I think that's the beauty of that. And that's what sells a lot of these consoles these days. Um, but then the optimization side of things, I think, is huge because you can build a PC, but you're always going to run into little issues here and there. Sometimes a game won't launch. Like when Apex Legends is like the only game on my PC that will not launch. I've reinstalled it, reinstalled the installer, everything. Weird. Like. 10 times and for some reason that game just won't work i don't know what the deal is my much. PC sucks. well then fuck them i don't know what that mm. game is yeah but screw ea games man mm. <laughs> yeah so uh yeah i i think the when you buy that finished box that's in your living room or wherever it is and you pay 500 bucks for it you know what you're getting and mm -hmm. it's only 500 bucks at the end of the day i think that's a little bit of the, a bonus. the last of us too that's a horror game right mm. It's not no. necessarily, it kind of is like a post-apocalyptic setting, you know? Is it good? Because that was one of the, I, I saw some Twitter thing where it was like that that old thing you see where yeah. it's like critic score, 9.9, .9, user score, 2.4. And it's like, okay, usually I go with the user score. Is it good? Is it shitty? I, I never, I, I haven't play played Last it because I can't play a game, so I can't speak on it. <laughs> oh, so you, 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 so, you know what? Fair enough. <laughs> it looked like the PS... 
2004 had a seven-year run. I just looked it up. It went from November 2013 to looks like the new one's rumored for November again. Seven years is a long run. Like, I don't know. Kyle yeah. was like, hey, you you update so often now. Does it even save money? And I, I thought, but seven years? Like, I, I don't get that from a PC. So there was a mid-generational True. console upgrade, actually, with the Xbox did the Xbox One X, and that mm-hmm. gave you 4K. Um, and then PlayStation did the PS4 Pro about, I think it was 2016. So three years in, they they had these. And so some games, some people will have better experiences because of that. Mm. So they did it kind of like how phones, and I think that's what they're doing now is following the phone trend where you're getting like, you can choose the more powerful pro version or you can choose the lesser option and they'll upgrade them mid-generations, you know? Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I probably, if I was a console gamer, probably would have been one of those guys that upgraded even though it's a smaller upgrade. Eh. You know, my PC does just fine with letting me pretend to be a cowboy in Red Dead Redemption 2. And that's all I'm looking for here, folks. I'm a simple man just trying to murder people randomly on the open road. <laughs> so it looks like um, Last of Us 1 was uh, loved by everyone. Last of yeah. Us 2 is getting a ton of internet hate because uh, some change. I'm not going to spoil Last of Us 2 because I know it's a massive game and it- what I'm reading or like the the problems that people have are they story. fuck it up. Um, I don't know. I, I don't play the games, but, but these people seem to think that they did uh, some of the things that they did with the story with the main characters. People are really, really hating. That's why it's got a 4.1 from users. Is there they, anything to do with the LGBT stuff? That's part of it. Wait, um, did they switch the main character? No, they didn't switch the main character. Oh. I, I, I can't really go into details or it'll spoil the, the main story of mm. the game. But um, the the LGBT thing is a small part of it, but it's 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 more than that for sure. I guess you more can't. People, does yeah. somebody die? I'm I'm not going to go. You into can't say it that. Oh, yeah, okay, because it's a thing I like. When they kill a main character, when they kill my favorite person, I respect that choice. What? No. Really? No, I, I I like well, the main character staying right in there. there. That's oh, so that's plot armor. That's plot armor. No, I. Jon Snow should have died at Battle of the Bastards. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh yeah, that no, 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 we're not. <laughs> we're not we doing can't, this. We can't even. Dude stood in the middle of thousands of bad guys while arrows all missed him. People He's ran like. No, he wasn't. That was Arya. No, it's not. <laughs> or something. No, it's not. <laughs> that was Bran. <laughs> He's got a better story. Than- We're not doing yeah. this. We're not doing this. We've done it before. Uh, yeah, before. yeah. No, it, it, watch that scene again and realize he should have died 13 times. I've, I've seen it five, six times. You shouldn't have died. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're like, watch that scene where Luke Skywalker was hiding off the side it's of the literally building. literally what plot armor is. He'd have fallen for sure. He did fall. I mean, before the ship got there to catch him, when Darth Vader. Was <laughs> no, no, maybe no, I'm no, thinking no, of the yeah, other that, scene that, where he falls we're, in the tube. We're not getting into this. The, the Millennium Falcon and mm-hmm. the, the hand. Fell. It's the whole thing. Uh, what was I going to say? Yeah. Anyway, when they kill a main character, like when when nobody feels safe, say Walking Dead, for example. Uh, I like that. Like, look, I love Glenn. Glenn was my favorite guy in the whole show, but the fact that even Glenn's not safe. It's cool. Look, I'll agree with you there. I liked when they killed Glenn. I thought that was a high point for the show that had been low for like a season and a half. The internet thought the opposite. They were like, ooh, boo-hoo. 
I thought I was watching a soap opera where, where the good guys get in a little trouble, but then they get out like it's Buffy the fucking Vampire Slayer. And it's like, no, come on, we're in a, we're in a goddamn zombie apocalypse. Sometimes some people's going to get eaten. Now, I think they should have kept Rick and Carl fucking alive, if you ask me. Carl, too? I okay. They killed Carl! Carl! <laughs> it, it just seemed like... We were leading up to something where Carl was going to like replace Rick. I thought Rick should have died mm. and Carl should have like stepped in. But like, I, I can't watch that show. I haven't watched that, it. That, since. that big redheaded guy who also got his skull caved in. Abraham he was Lucas. much, he was much funnier than Glenn. He even was, though I liked Glenn. For people that don't know, Abraham was their soldier, right? I, I guess he had military experience. Not only was he one of the most badass guys in actual war, he was also like their strategist. You know, he, this is how we're going to deal with this problem. Tough guy. Ta the tactician. Tactician, tough guy, all combined into one. So for him to be removed at a time when they needed his skill set the most was like, well, fuck, now what are we going to do? Listen to like fucking Carl's advice or something and it, it, it they put those guys in a real pickle. I think we should go right, back to well, where I had that chocolate pudding. I think <laughs> we're going we're going to go on a gummy bear raid on <laughs> <laughs> local TPS. It's like Coral, I don't think this is the most prudent advice right now. <laughs> so uh, I haven't watched season 10 of Walking Dead, so I don't know how post Rick 10, Walking Jesus Dead is. Fuck. No, I haven't what watched the season since... when they I haven't Go watched ahead, since, ahead, since Carl died. I haven't watched since then. I think it might have been seven. Yeah, I haven't seen it since that. I gave up halfway through maybe, I think it was three or four. When was it when they got to the prison? Oh, God, that's two. Yeah, I gave up, man. I was just like, it so, got, no, I think it was three. Two was on the farm, and I think they got yeah, the, the season cliffhanger might have been yeah. the prison on two. Yeah. yeah, so I think halfway through three or something, I just was like, come on. Three like, was bad. Two was bad. Yeah, I would agree. Three is also bad. Yeah, yeah. But um, it came around, and I, I agree with Kyle. The high point was the end of six. That's where the um, where we met Negan at the end of six, and Negan, um, then was, seven they fucked up, and eight they fucked up, and yeah, they they don't understand how to make good TV. <laughs> that show's been a fuckeroo since it started. Like like right off the bat, you know. Um, firing the creator and and losing all of the stars who came in to work specifically for him at reduced rates. Um, when, was, when did this happen? Season two. Like, like, they like, fired uh, the creator of the show, and yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't know this. Yeah, like season two, they fired the creator of the show. Like like season one Why? had like this because season one came in and I'm just making up numbers here, but they're, they're relevant numbers. It just, it doesn't matter what the amounts are, just the ratio. Mm -hmm. uh, it, like initially, like season one had like a $15 million budget or something like that. And then season two, but it exploded. It was like the biggest thing on television. And so like Comic-Con, they're interviewing the, the creator and they're like, so I season two, right? But they're taking care of you now, big budget this year. And he's like, Oh, oh uh, I'm gonna let Al answer this one. He's like, Al's like, oh yeah, I got a lot of big things planned this year. Because in reality, they cut the budget. Like, like the show blew up. It's the biggest thing on TV, and they're like, you know what? I bet you could do it for less next year, huh? And they're like, the fuck? And so, like, the, at the end of that season, 
that you, you'll notice that like characters just start dropping like fucking flies. The old man who was keeping the RV going. The blonde lady. The blonde lady who we we I rejoiced when she died. I remember where she I was sitting. She fucking sucked. I remember that yeah. scene. We're talking about she Andrea. Decides to, she decided. Yeah, Andrea decides open to hang out with the old man, and I was like, old man, please, at the last second, concuss her with a little bit of rebar, and you escape, because I like you. I like yeah. the old man. Old man, is that so, Dale we're talking about? The one who was Dale. like overly yeah, honest. How do you remember that old man's name? <laughs> um, my, oh. uh, even a broken clock is right twice a no, decade. No, I my Colin recently watched Walking Dead, and he's autistic, and he uh, like goes over the same topics again and again and again. I talk about Walking Dead a good twenty minutes a day. You know, and, and if I forget something, he makes me sit through a YouTube video to like get refreshed on it. I am now like a Walking Dead historian, where I know everything about the show. It's it's. it's do you do you ever do that thing when he's showing you a video and you see that it's fourteen minutes long <laughs> and like forty five seconds in, you have to go, oh no no no, I remember everything. I, I remember. <laughs> I remember it all now. We're good. We're good. Do you ever do that? To, to no, he's uh, compelled to make you see the whole thing. Like it wouldn't blow over quickly. It, no, it's much better to watch the video. 14's a lot. They're usually like five speed. or seven. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I we talk about Walking Dead every day. Uh, he talks about different characters, high points, low points, uh, who was good, who was bad. Oh, he's going to be bummed out when they get to... The Negan Bash and Brains in. He's he's through season nine now, so he's seen oh, that. Shit. Yeah, yeah, and he makes fun of me. So my favorite character is Glenn, and he's like, "Hey, Dad, you like this T-shirt?" And on the front of the T-shirt is Glenn, and it's like a good-looking Glenn. And then you pull it up, and his Bastion skull covers oh your face because it's printed on the inside. And I'm like, you know, I fuck. <laughs> Colin's trolling me. Fuck. <laughs> you getting fucking trolled by your son? I was trolling now. I was seventeen. Huge, huge. I was a wow. huge, huge fan of the show. Um, I don't know what year it would have been. Probably probably their third or fourth season, somewhere in there. Um, we used to go to these Walking Dead viewing nights at a local bar where, like, I've told the story before, but they'd kick people out for talking if you talk during the show. Mm. And, uh, and it was a great time. We all loved it. My girlfriend loved it. All her friends loved it. Everybody was obsessed with it. And they just drove that fucking ship into the ground over and over and over. And like I haven't seen since Carl died, I don't think. But I'm told that it just drags on with Negan for like years more with like just they so, can't kill this guy. And I and I've I've even watched like videos of the comics that explain like what's coming years from now. And I and it's just ah I'm done. So I'm done. With um what happened is they they met Lee Negan. Negan smashed in some heads. High, 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 high. And now they have to establish that Negan is not like the other bad guys we've met before, that he's really got them under their thumb. They should have established that in like four, maybe even six episodes. Instead, they spend 16 episodes of Negan just bullying our favorite people, where they just <laughs> like again and again, 16 episodes, and then 16 episodes of them fighting back. Now it's 32 episodes of like 32, probably, probably 28 hours, <laughs> two years of life. Yeah, that's and what it's, we're talking about. Two of my life, <laughs> it, it's a lot. Not theirs, it's a week in Negan land or some shit. 
but it's been two years of my life since they met this guy. Right. And I'm just like, holy fucking shit. It's time for them to go. Like, like, I would expect them to be in another state by now or like finding another research laboratory. That's what I want from a show like that. Like get Negan knocked out in one season. And then the next season, leave the fucking state. Find an underground research lab with a bunch of kooky scientists who, who who are like trying to cure the thing and they seem like they're on your side but it turns out they're experimenting on humans and then we got to fight them and then escape them and go to new york like i want big money spent on this thing huge cgi big cities lots of characters and hordes of zombies with but, machine gun fire and they can't do that they want to make it a fucking soap opera with jeffrey dean morgan yammering his fucking lines at the camera while wielding a bat for half a decade do you think it's possible because what people have done with like the Star Wars prequels is kind of streamlined and re-edited them into like one movie. Do you think there's a chance because there's so yeah, much content, so many episodes. Do you think there's a chance they could mm. do that with The Walking Dead and kind of compress all that to still make sense, but not take 20 episodes? Oh, yeah. I think you it can, lends itself it to that. Half an hour. <laughs> yeah. should do it then. Yeah, yeah. If someone did that, I think they'd have some good content. There's a lot you could skip. Like I I'd said, watch it then. And, and Walking Dead... Uh, there's a natural division where they split the seat. Like they show eight shows, then you wait like four months, and then they show the next eight. That should have been the Negan arc, you know, eight shows of me, you know, being pressed under his thumb, wishing, you know, like it just gets worse and worse and worse for us. And then eight shows of us fighting back, and yeah, that would have been fine. Absolutely, yeah. It, it's 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 it, I'm done with it. I, I'm never watching again. You can't drag me back to that fucking show. There's no fucking way. <laughs> I get I'm done with them. Invested though. I'm like, well, shit. I've given I them divested. nine years of my time. Ooh. I've given them nine <laughs> years of my time. I you look, you've got me curious about ten. What happened? No, nah, they, they got uh they got like six or seven out of me, and I was just done. I was done with with AMC and the people who run that show being scumbags, making terrible content. It's an Not A plus premise with a C minus execution. At and, best. Okay. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll line up if you say D or something. But um, uh, there's still like some A plus episodes. There's some gems in there. And uh, you just wonder like, oh, did they get any more home runs in, in the I'm last season? I'm just such a Rick fanboy. Like I liked yeah, it when it like was it. like, I, I love Rick. I loved when when uh, there was a there was a season at the end of season two where there's a part where they're around the campfire and Rick's laying it down. He's had enough. He's seen what happens when he's just a voice in the choir, right? He, he's like, this ain't going to work. This ain't going to work no more. It's, we're going to have to do things my way. And, and it's like, why is he sounding like Matthew McConaughey a little? Mm. And he's like, we're going to do things my you know, way. I, I drove Lincoln before <laughs> it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> we got to find a Lincoln dealership. And so, He's all right, just, all that's right, when he, all right. That's you know, when he I, is. I drove a Lincoln before it was cool, and now it's becoming Bill Clinton, and and now it's fully become a Bill Clinton voice. That's what it is. Hey, you I know did what? Not. I, I was I was driving a Lincoln before I was raping kids on Epstein's Island. You know what impresses a twelve-year-old? They don't care about your car. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you show them that, a bunch of gummy bears, though. That that's what you want. That's what you want. Where do you, you get, get to the? What do you find the child molesting uh, character in uh, Hannibal when he ha he has one of the most sadistic lines ever? He he's like, oh, all these little orphan boys and girls, and they would do anything for a chocolate bar. 
<laughs> is that a is that verger verger yeah where it's the guy who plays uh jimmy darmody in yeah where he's he his voice is like and i would do anything for a chocolate, chocolate bar yeah because he doesn't have any fucking lips anymore so that have lips in any way and so he he says these things do jimmy darmody know? plays him in the first season in the first half of the season when he's introduced but no longer uh, going forward because Wait, you know he's that guy isn't the that's not Jimmy Darmody anymore. They switched to a different guy. I am mind blown on that because he has the exact same voice. He, well, he, I mean, if you can do it, I'm sure they can find somebody else who can do it. Right? They just slap all that fucking scarification on him, and you can't fucking tell. In any case, I liked when they established the rictatorship, when Rick like took charge and you were like, finally, we've got a, a command structure of this thing. I love that show so much. I love the idea of zombies. I've always loved the idea of zombies. I think I do well. I, I, I You know, we used to fantasize about that shit growing up, watching Dawn of the Dead. Be like, yeah, I'd be great. I'd be great at this. You know, I, I love that shit. The idea of this post-apocalyptic war with lots of you know what, what I'm loving is I just saw I was talking to you guys about this before the show hours ago that Lord of the Rings that new show that's coming out they just confirmed they are not doing the CGI bullshit orc nonsense that they did in The Hobbit mm -hmm. they are going back to real deal people physical effects physical makeup armor like and that makes me so much more excited excited for the show. That is part of what made the orcs and the Urukai and everything in Lord of the Rings so spectacular is because they were all unique people dressed up in armor with physical makeup added. Not that fucking nonsense in The Hobbit. Oh, the Hobbit was just brutal to watch. What year was The Hobbit? It, you know, oh, it's probably, it probably, yeah, seven, eight years ago now, I would guess. Yeah, um, yeah and, and they stretched that one movie story into three movies and fuck that. They, yes. they absolutely ruined the hobbit but the physical makeup on the orcs it may sound like a small thing it's that's not. a huge huge fucking thing yeah and it's I'm a big deal to all the villains as well like you want physical makeup on there you, you get real facial expressions you and that also allows the actors who are engaging with those those people to, act, to act do better. a better job and so that's why that's why physical makeup is absolutely the way to go with all enough right, so money i want to go with enough money cgi is good i, I feel like this is done all the cgi when I was young, sucked, right? And it was like, oh my God, put firecrackers on models again. This space CGI is garbage. Now, if you would have put a firecracker on a model and try to pass that shit off like they did in the 70s, no one would want to watch that. That, that was terrible. Now, what they're having the hardest time with is people's faces, right? Because we're very sensitive for some reason to, to the way people's faces is, you know, we, we observe reactions mm -hmm. and it's important in how we yeah. say that again. The uncanny valley, where where you can tell there are minor things wrong with facial expressions made under CGI, whereas physical makeup, not a right. Problem. They don't do it, but give it time, right? Give it time. I think we might have to endure a few years of bad movies or something, and then they'll get it right. Then they'll figure out, like, aha! It turns out people are incredibly sensitive to the eye crinkles crow's feet thing, and we were making that smooth. People are incredibly sensitive to the height of an upper lip, or who knows what. And someday, it'll pass makeup, just like spaceships so. did. Monsters. I think it's gonna did. be a very long time if that ever happens. But I, I don't think I don't think that uh, CGI spaceships have passed uh, models. I, I think that miniatures 
are just way, way more expensive, but I think they look so much better on camera. Like all that Starship Trooper shit is miniatures in the in frame. All the old Star Trek Next Generation when you'd see the ship is is like a six foot miniature most of the time. They used a four foot most. In of the Lord time, of the actually. Rings, there's a scene where they poured water on trees Looks awful. or something. It's garbage. Please do the. Which scene? It's I think is it the third one? It Break involves the dams. Yeah. Free the water. the dams. Free the river. It's terrible. Yeah. And, then, and then Treebeard is standing there, and so are Quickbeam and a number of other Ents that I won't name by name because it's very autistic. And <laughs> you, you, you see all that water pour down, washing all the looks goblins bad. and the away. And so it looks the, bad. It does look bad. But why does it Most look Most of bad? the Battle of Pelennor Field looks bad. It's a model. It's a model. They, they poured some really small amount of water across a couple fake trees, and, and it looks terrible. It doesn't... Water... Water looks amazing with CGI now. They have mastered water. They had water mastered Titanic 15 years ago or more. Like, like go back to the perfect storm. That movie that came out in like 2003 or something. I don't know. It's been a long time ago. Those waves are epic. They look real. They've mastered water. It, it that you cannot do water in camera and make it look as good in CGI, at least not with a miniature. Maybe you get a giant whirlpool or something and you could do it. But Wait, are, are, Kyle, I have to ask. Are, did you mean to say that the Battle of Isengard looked terrible? Because no. the Battle of Pelennor Field, where it's all the Rohirrim <laughs> charging in, the Battle of Pelennor Field, these aren't even like real words. Shit. The Battle of Pelennor Field looks like shit when all of those fake ass green goblins and ghouls start sweeping over oh. the field, and all of a sudden these weightless phantoms are dragging down Oliphants. It looks like shit. No, no, no. I, one of I'm, the... I'm fine with that. Uh, what I'm saying is that initial Rohirrim charge okay, in there yeah, it's great. is very inspiring. Death! Okay. Death! Yeah. One very of the worst <laughs> CGI scenes I've ever seen is, I think it was The Mummy Returns. It's The Rock when he debuts at, like, he bursts through that door so as the Scorpion King, and it looks like a PlayStation 2 game. He's and he's just like, people's <laughs> And then it's just like, what? The, there's a YouTube videos. I think corridor guys. Corridor like, digital, right? Yeah, they just they they took that scene and made it not suck. They're like, oh yeah, yeah. So they did a few things to his body. I think what they did was they went and redid it all, or like upgraded it somehow through CGI. But then what they did was they ran it through machine learning and used deep fakes for the rock's face. So they ran like million photos of The Rock because he's in everything through scenes of movies, like every angle of him from that era. And they put it on and it looks better. It still looks crap. But for what they did compared to a high budget studio at the time who just rushed that scene, that was terrible. Yeah. And there were a bunch of other things that like I wouldn't have picked up on. They're like, oh, yeah, you don't notice too much. But do you see how his leg has no shadow? This example, the specifics don't pay attention to. Yeah, yeah. But they're like, yeah, lack of shadow is actually a problem. And do you see how there's a light source here and it has no impact over there? Yeah. Well, you know, like you don't know why it looks fake, but that's the kind of thing that makes it look fake. And, and they just did a lot of shit that I wouldn't have appreciated. Yeah, some stuff looks great with CGI. Some stuff is an abomination. Like if you go to the, um, the Planet of the Apes movies, the new ones, amazing CGI. They can make monkey faces look real. Like 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 it's it. They just look real. They yes. look incredible. Um, like things like horses running, can't really tell the difference. Barely can tell. Like when they take like fifty real horses in Game of Thrones and they splice in one hundred and fifty fake ones around them. I can't pick out the fake ones and the real ones anymore. 
But like, if you go to a movie like The Things remake, you know, John Carpenter's The Thing back okay. back with uh, Kurt Russell. Oh, it's it's one of the greatest horror movies ever made. The original Thing with Kurt Russell. Um, it's like top top five on almost every list. Very good movie. It's all real stuff. It's all practical effects, and you have like these weird like tentacles flickering around with stop motion. It's all in screen. It looks real. There's models. There's puppets. It's gruesome body horror. Then they went and made the remake, um, which is technically a prequel, like, I don't know, eight years ago or something like that. And they filmed it with practical effects again, because, of course, this has a built-in audience that loves practical effects. And the studio went, nah, CGI over all of that. And so they literally CGI'd over all of the like puppets and practical effects that these people spent God knows how much time and money making and it looks awful but and it bombed this is like um the rocket jump guys did right they're like hey you think you hate cgi but what you hate is bad cgi here's some good c like i remember you praising uh mad max because mad max was all practical yes. effects and you said that for a long time and then later it came out like we got to see what mad max looked like without the cgi enhancements and it's like, oh, wowzers. Like, this is really a heavy CGI movie that's so good, we thought it was all practical. A lot of it was practical, though. Like, like what the, the, the yeah. CGI was like, it was like what I described where you've got like 50 real horses and like 150 fake ones added. It had to a it, so. two foot flame. And then in the movie, it's a 16 foot flame. And yeah, you know, but stuff like the big, there's a scene like right at the end where the the giant hulk of a guy rips the engine out of that like semi truck with his bare fucking hands somehow hmm. and then the thing sort of hits one of those ramps so that it does that corkscrew wreck like they did that like a lot of the wrecks in particular were real and so like the particle when you effects see of- the wreck in real there's barely any sand getting tossed it, it it looks really um yeah it's been redressed i don't know how to um uh, underwhelming is what i'm looking for without the without the cgi all those practical effects look lame and then they add the cgi and they look big time huge. yeah i think that's the that's the beauty of what they should be doing with movies is not going too far in either direction unless you can master practical effects go for it but modern day i think you combine you find that walk the line of doing things practical and then adding cgi that you wouldn't notice but you don't want to rely on it to be like the main character or animal all the time because you look back at movies that did cgi only so much like one of my favorite movies ever is terminated 2 judgment day and that movie still holds up to this day obviously uh the t1000 doesn't look that great but for its time 1991 that is an incredible looking movie to this day and you look at the new terminator movies everyone's kind of too cgi and it's they're overdoing it. If you don't show too much, then it's way more believable. Yeah, I thought um, so. Terminator One even looked really good. The only scene that looks fake in that to me is when you've got the Arnold puppet of his head oh, yeah, in the, the mirror doing the eye surgery, yeah. and then the stop motion when he's just the uh, uh, the endoskeleton, I guess endoskeleton. Yeah, uh, like walking around that looks fake. But then in Terminator Two, the only like like. Even the scene where the T-1000 jumps onto the helicopter, smashes it with his helmet, and then I, pours himself in. Terminator 2 yeah, is the one where Arnold fights the metal liquid dude. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Robert Patrick. Yeah. That's that's that that's that that's such a good movie. That's that's one of my favorite. Oh, dude, I swear I've seen Terminator 2 
30 times maybe at least yeah like many yeah. many times growing they did up, watch i'm sorry i they gotta did. tell you kyle i was very triggered on your pelinor fields comment earlier until you <laughs> that it was about the ghosts i'll keep that in mind and i'll save it in my i'll keep that in my back pocket for like six or eight months and then i'm just gonna like shit all over like the twin towers or maybe like the whole plot of the the return of the king like, like nice. just 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 to wind you up we'll follow I'll, it up with my the st louis like... blues cheated to get a stanley cup conspiracy theory and we'll have a taylor explodes episode <laughs> no matter how much i try and not get triggered on twitch when people post fake stats about hockey and the blues will it be like do you know the blues only scored four goals in the entire boston series and i'll be like <laughs> <laughs> i can't address this or people will know <laughs> they should be like fake scorecards <laughs> or, or like, i just hold you know, this up look at this yes yes high t look i i'm not a hockey fan i'm australian it doesn't snow here or anything <laughs> but um, I, I've got family in St. Louis and I visited them back in like 2011 and I went to a game, bought that jersey. It's an old Reebok one from, yeah, back that era. So, nice. yeah, that thing is beat up, but it was so weird to hear. Like, it's cool you to see you all not, happy. You, you did not see a great on-ice product. <laughs> Probably, sorry. I don't remember much. It was a long time ago and I had a concussion from slipping on ice outside of Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> and you're Australian and so like, you're probably I like, had no idea what's going on. I was like, cool, well, right? it's soccer on ice, you know? T Taylor, hockey question. Like, yeah, what's up? If someone shows up with the jersey to a game, and that jersey is out of date in some way, it's either the old style or maybe it's a player that's not on the team anymore, is that jersey vintage and cool, or is that guy just broke and can't have a current jersey? It all, it all depends on who, who it is. Like, if he's got some 1997 Gretzky jersey, it's like, oh, that's pretty cool. Like, I know for a fact my dad, he's talked to me. He's like, oh, yeah. In, in the 90s, when Gretzky got traded to the Blues briefly, I immediately went out and got a Gretzky jersey because that's so cool to have. So it's like, all right, that's pretty cool. But if it's some like nobody and it's in this, let me let me find the the worst jersey in all of professional sports. They th this is a jersey before I send it to you guys that a wife of a St. Louis Blues team owner at the time. Oh God, wanted this to be the jersey, and the players refused. <laughs> players said we will not go on the ice with this make me get it uh, see I, I think i'm gonna disagree with you while, while you look it up like one of my favorite hockey players of all time is eric cole have you ever heard of eric cole no yeah. i, I yeah <laughs> you know kyle has of course um that illustrates my point i was hoping you'd say no eric cole played for the hurricanes he was one of our maybe he was like the ninth best player on the team at the time in his best year Played with so much heart. Every time he saw Eric Cole, he was giving it 100%. Dude fucking broke his spine, broke his neck, right? Didn't want to miss a game. <laughs> He's just going out. They're like, all right, but you can't get checked. He's like, I'll do what I can. Gets back out there, right? This guy had so much heart, so much yeah, effort. I'll show it. Um, oh, love the guy. And, it, and it, like, he might be a nobody to you, this jersey. <laughs> um, but... I, Can I don't you imagine making a jersey so bad that the players on your team making millions a year each, even the lowest paid, go, I, I will not. <laughs> I'm stressed like this. So you think a jersey needs to be current for it to be cool? Okay. Although no, I, no, no. I just put a jersey in the Discord. Or, this is my local football team, Australian football. It's not rugby. It's different completely. Look at that hideous thing. We used to wear hey, this these, a lot. These are the, uh, the Australian homosexuals. 
This is the Australian Mexican team. It almost looks like. Well, <laughs> yeah, no, we're pretty tan. It's winter tan. right now, so I haven't got a tan. I'm pretty That's pale, and I play. Looks like I'm sitting inside all day. It's not no, about their yeah, skin so color. You racist. It's about the flag. <laughs> Come on, no, I'm just saying that. Okay, <laughs> no, no. it was like that football team looks like they could till my, till my yard. I, I don't know. I, I just think they, <laughs> you know, they look like they're good at sca- landscaping. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Purple, white, green, and red. Like what I'm kind just of saying these fillers know how to maintain a garden bit. <laughs> <laughs> Mexico's never on my mind. I never think of the flag, okay? We don't live close by. <laughs> That's true. Um, you, guys, you guys are a hop, skip, and a jump away. Yeah. I was going to say Let's this. see more of Italy. We, we were talking about um, Lord of the Rings before the show, and uh, I, my, my Lord of the Rings news was kind of interesting because even with the COVID thing, uh, Regal Cinemas is about to do a grand reopening of all their theaters, and they're going to show a bunch of classics. One of them is Lord of the Rings. They're putting it back in theaters. Hmm. That's the Lord nice. of the Rings news. Okay. Yeah, it's a bunch I mean, of old so movies. Movie series. Does everything. I'm going. I was going to ask about COVID over there where you guys are at. What's it like over there? Because in Australia, I'll tell you guys in a sec, but uh, I want to hear what it's like over there for each of you guys. It varies by it state, right? So some of the early yeah. states had it super rough. New York is a good example. They would, they would. One of the first to probably because of how many people go there. It's like a, if you were to go to Missouri, for example, there's a good chance you fly from like Italy to New York, then to Missouri. And uh, uh, so New York got it first. Now they're kind of on the second half of the wave and a place like North Carolina, which is maybe off the beaten path. We did not have it very bad at first. Now we're one of the states with the most rapidly growing COVID okay. bases. Um, but the thing is like like scary. There's a lot of places now that are having a resurgence of uh, of COVID because everybody eased up on the restrictions. All the Karens got tired of wearing their masks and everybody's just running rampant now and just going out in public and coughing on babies and shit. And, and you've and, had huge groups of people out in public recently. Why? I didn't hear about that. Yeah, what do you mean? <laughs> I actually had a bit of a uh, back to uh, back and forth with uh, Ethan Klein. I I did see some kind of a parade the other day. What was that about? They were this fireworks. There was a lot of fireworks. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> sounded like some kind of a a band playing. <laughs> the, the curve seems so, to be going back up again. Mm-hmm. In, in a, a lot of people seem to have caught it. So that's What's not fireworks. <laughs> yeah, because I've seen that, that you guys, that's all I know, but not like state by state, but I've seen that America is on the rise again. But Australia isn't besides Melbourne. For some reason, they're having a second wave. But where I live in Perth, it's essentially gone now because they were finding people like $1,500. If you weren't walking to work, you were just out and about essentially. Like it became very strict. Like you could go out and go for a run, but if you're not in active wear or something, then you got to get back home. Like they were, they were, they hired people in the city of Perth, like with like high vis wear. Uh, they go around and they could, they were legally allowed to give tickets to people. Um, Big ones, police 1500. were everywhere. Uh, Fifteen hundred Australians. It's about a thousand dollars US. That's this yeah, so. sixteen six hundred dollar a days. And in, what's in crazy <laughs> is, so I live in an apartment in downtown, and so next door to me is a hotel. And uh, I'm not going to say the hotel I almost did. Which one? I forgot I was. <laughs> um, 
and they've your been apartment every number? single night for months. They've been bringing busloads of people, police What's escorted. What's the code for the door again? Uh, <laughs> yeah, still going. Four one three poisonous snake avenue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyone that's been coming from overseas that would land here would get automatically put on a bus, police escort to this hotel every night. I just see red and blue lights outside. I'm like, and I hear the bus like just uh, stolen there and I'm like oh boy here comes another 20 people that are probably infected and they they have to be there for 20 days that's how it is around the whole country people that enter the country they have to be put into hotel quarantine for two weeks and then state by state you're not allowed to travel interstate all the borders are closed so there's no flights the uh, driving is like you can't because there's checkpoints and stuff and they shut it down and now we're three weeks away from um, having crowds full of 60,000 people at sports games again. Right now we're playing our leagues empty, but in my city, because we've specifically eliminated it because they went so hard on it, uh, we will be getting crowds back, which is I'm super excited for because it's just so good being in a huge crowd, but I'm also a bit worried at the same time. Australia seems to lend itself to being more easily protected from this kind of thing. Yeah. You, know? you, you don't border yeah. anyone. You, you have mm. pretty much, you know, total control over your borders. You just shut down flights into like the three areas of that arid shithole that are inhabitable. And <laughs> you, I feel you like get- the population is a little more inclined to be compliant too. Right. One of the problems we have here is COVID's become a Republican thing. The fucking idiots on my Facebook fa- fe- feed think it's fake. Right, they think the vaccine yeah. is a five G thing that it's a way for Please, Bill Gates to not good for your mental health. You got to distance. They're hilarious, Taylor. The- They're hilarious, <laughs> and uh, I think it's just the way of Australian life. We don't give a fuck about politics. We're like we hate all politicians. We just always <laughs> go, oh, guess we because it's mandatory to vote here. You get fined if you don't vote. Hmm. So yeah, so everyone has to vote, and we that always just go ridiculous. draw. You can no, but it's it's anonymous when you do put the ticket in, so or the ballot. So you draw dicks on it if you want. But the problem with that is, it ends up going to whoever was already in power. If you screw around and do a dummy vote, hey, well that one's for me. Yeah. You can't leave no, a mark on your ballot here. You it's it, it won't. They won't count it if you do that. No, no. If you draw a penis on there, they will not count it. I know. And they're definitely giving that vote to Donald Trump. If you draw a cock on your fucking ballot. Yeah, the idea is that they you can't mark your ballot, right? It can be a vote, but it, it like they don't want to know that it's from you. So if you put like a little four in the corner and be like, mine's the one that has a four in my handwriting, that's an invalid ballot. There's no stray marks. I didn't know that, actually. Yeah. I did not know the stray mark rule. Huh. Hmm. Although, who is stray marking a ballot? Aren't People- you just trying to get in and just vote as fast as you can so you can leave people who like well i guess you don't vote in pen but like yeah i don't know stray marks happen i guess and it makes ballots invalid it's kind of a do you think digital thing. voting is ever going to be a thing like on online or anything? we have oh. like <laughs> so, connected I don't know. to your phone and socials or somehow in the future that's you you're like uh what's the chinese system they've got that social credit system <laughs> yeah 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 that, that's fine that's, making, that's really good right <laughs> making secure online voting is a really really tough nut to crack and the people with incentives to crack it you know to, to, to make bad things happen are wildly incentivized right now you might be thinking whichever political party you don't like but go to other countries go to people in the world like if you could rig an american election especially the big one, the presidential one, then 
that would be worth a trillion, maybe. Like you would devote huge amounts of resources to it. So I'm maybe it, it cautious seems about like it. Whoever we elect, they all do the same shit anyway. I, I have a they question all, about the your next masters. president. So I don't. I kind of get it works. You've got the left and the right, Republicans and whatnot, but. Why does it have to be Biden? Why does it have to be Trump? Why can't someone come in and be like, is there a way or is the system too set in that way? Because let's, for example, let's use Dwayne The Rock Johnson. He could win. Can he come in as an independent? Is that a possibility or is it too hard because it's the way it's set up to win states? If someone like The Rock popped in, he would get absolutely smashed. Like there, he would he would yeah. stand no it, chance. And you, you can see how a potential- didn't Trump do that. Yeah, right. it doesn't have to be Biden. Like that's a really. Let me jump okay. in for a second. The, um, four years ago, no one thought Trump was going to win. Right? It had to be Jeb Bush, like to use that phrasing. And then Trump beat him. Uh, Twelve years ago, it had to be Hillary. She was the obvious winner. And then Obama beat Hillary. Right? That wasn't. He was the underdog in there. And I want to say McCain was an underdog too at some point. I forget who was above him. So underdogs pull through all the time. Not this year. This year, probably because the culture is we want a guy who can beat Trump on the Democratic side. They just picked the guy who they thought would have the highest chance of winning. And I, I am on the team now. Kyle may disagree with me. Uh, Trump is going to lose in 2020. I, I have the opinion now. Like the, the polls are all against him. And people will be like, oh, the polls were, were ridiculous in 2016. It's like, well, some of them were agreed agreed some of them were ridiculous they were like doing d plus 30 polling and those ones are silly but overall the 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 polls had a decent decent poll of things i guess and trump is not doing well not doing well he he hasn't done anything that he said he would and so his core has left uh yeah I, i think he's done and i think a lot of the uh especially MAGA boomers who still love him. Like, I think they're going to be very, all those trust the plan people who are like, yeah, he hasn't done literally anything he said he would do for his base, but it's coming. It's like, (laughs) but from what I've sort of gathered online, seeing from this side of the world is don't Republicans and that older boomer generation, don't they necessarily vote more and they're more inclined to vote than all these young people online are like, we want change. We want change. And that's all great. But they don't even bother to go out and vote sometimes. I'm really, it's the only way I think that there's some of that, but hold on. Trump is get If the election was held today, Trump would get absolutely butt fucked in a way we haven't seen since Reagan against Mondale. Yep, he'd get smashed. How now Kyle's going to say that people lied to pollsters and that the actual results are different but that that no that is now what he what you just said is true but it's not true to the extent that it's going to bridge that gap it's losing so, no it's not it, first of all it is true and it will bridge some of the gap but i think voter turnout well, is see. also going to be a big thing because uh his base I, is not going to turn out they're not incited by anything he's been doing what has he really achieved in his presidency what's he actually done Give tax cuts to billionaires and like move an embassy in Israel. Like, uh, who's fucking excited about that? I think a lot of the the Christian fundamentalists are pretty excited about that. But um, I don't know if he's going to win. It's certainly not looking good. Where uh, I, I was, was let me finish my thought because I didn't get a chance. I, if the election was held now, he'd get absolutely butt fucked. But there's a lot that happens between now and in the next four months. Uh, there's been no debates yet. 
right? What if Biden goes to the debates and that whole dementia thing they pin on him rears its ugly head? Like that would smash him. Biden has done well right now by making by just hiding in a bunker and letting Trump be a fucking idiot, which he's been doing, right? You know, Trump has been on the wrong side of this racial issue. He's trying to, you know, if we give fewer tests, we'll have fewer positive results on COVID. That seems to legitimately be his plan. The, his, his aides came out and said he was joking. Wait, I, I thought and we had more tests than like anyone at this point. Like Trump said out- in his Tulsa rally, I told him to slow down the test so that we'd have fewer positive results. And then all his his staff scrambles and says, he was joking. That was just a joke. And they asked Trump about it. And he's like, I don't kid. I meant what I said. And uh, then he defunded (laughs) the National Health Institute just recently, who was trying to find some solution for COVID. Um, He's been on the wrong side of our two biggest issues lately, which is race relations and the coronavirus. But... I don't know what the big issue is four months from now. So, you know, it could be the debate. It could be dementia. It could be physical health. It could, you know, who knows? It could be a war. If the Biden campaign is halfway smart, they are going to deny any debate opportunity whatsoever between he and Trump. Four debates. And say that it is because of COVID. Just, <laughs> because, Four debates. just because it's slated doesn't mean it's going to happen. Is it slated? Um, I'm out of date. Is that is that the case? They, they said four debates and Trump said... That's fine. I'll do more if you want. Okay. Of um, course, Trump wants that because Trump is at his best in front of a crowd. He's a performer at the end of the day. He's very, very good. At I that. hope he, I mean, me personally, I, I hope Biden wins because um, maybe he'll legalize marijuana and expunge my record. But, uh, you know, I, I don't know if he will or not. I, I think me that neither. I think there are a lot of people who are ashamed because it's a shameful thing to be a Trump voter and they won't they won't be public but nobody's louder than a Trump critic you know like 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 no one's louder than a Trump supporter it's a religion it's a cult yeah dude it's like it's like a constant 24/7 barrage of pro Trump content from Netflix YouTube Hulu Google Instagram ABC NBC CBS just constant pro Trump shit i'm tired of it i agree yeah, there are very few pro-Trump voices that aren't uh, on Facebook or on the uh, the fringes of internet video websites. Yeah, and, or the largest news like, source. His 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 fan base is dwindling drastically because he hasn't done anything for him, and I genuinely think he's going to lose. I think he's going to lose in a big way come November. It's not What's looking the good for that him? Biden or Trump, because with the rise of COVID get it somehow especially trump being i'd say he's obese right we can agree on that. oh yeah he's oh, undeniable yeah. Yeah, he's a big pillar. so obesity is one of the key things that really messes people up when they get covid so yeah. what and is the diabetes. chance of that especially with and him age. walking around and stumbling and stuff he has like six staffers with it right now um, yeah so there's a lot of people that can potentially the man might be fucking immune to it you know his, with his superior genes i wouldn't be surprised <laughs> and he's he doesn't drink have you seen is he o positive like us have you seen the size of Baron Trump? I think My. that they did that guy does have spirit genes. No, you're right. I wasn't joking. O plus. Yeah. If you go, I said that once, and everybody was like, "No, he's wrong. He's making it up." And then were the we? next week they were like, "They were like, no, 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 no for real though. The, the oh. blood type thing matters." No, you it, know, you're right. They've literally discovered now, like there are actual clinical studies that people with A blood type, be it positive or negative, are more susceptible to this than people with O. Yeah, well, I have a, wait. I'm AB positive. What does that mean? Then? Oh, you're fucked. Yeah, I think put that guy in the ovens. Yeah, 
Because I've been tested twice yeah, now more. because I have to go to the OT <laughs> section of the hospital every Monday. <laughs> and just, yeah. So, but it's COVID clinic is separate, but they still do testing just in case. Yeah. And so I've, I've gone, <laughs> yeah. And they, they shove the bloody blue and white thing up your nose. It's and, like the smoking section in restaurants back in the yeah. day. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so you you've had like, a COVID test with the thing up your nose? Yeah, I've had two. Both How bad is it? Back clean, so, um, yeah, it's like this white and blue, like kind of looks like a straw, but not. It's like a prong thing that goes up your nose and it hits you and it makes your eyes water. And that's about. I've heard it's horrific. You get a funny taste in your mouth for a bit. It's not that bad. It's. Oh, it's bad. Like it's about an hour and a half until you kind of feel normal again, I'd say. Oh, like normal as in like it doesn't feel like you've had something up your nose. Yeah, and apparently they jab you because it hits really the back. Hard. In, like it feels like it's right in the inside. And, and I will, I will tell you this: I have a friend who works at a testing center, and he had a coworker of his, also a nurse, twenty-eight years old, come down with COVID, no pre-existing conditions, no diabetes, no fat, because being obese, like you said, champ, and diabetes are the two big risk factors like if you have diabetes this is gonna fuck you harder if you're obese this is gonna fuck you harder and this person had to go to the hospital three times like not able to breathe on a on a i don't recall if it's a ventilator, ventilator or a respirator, respirator I don't know the whichever difference. One is the more intense one and she's had to be back in the hospital multiple multiple fucking times because of this and so there are some people and i think she was blood type a too there are some people that are definitely getting permanent like pulmonary and organ damage from this. And that's the scary bit. You do not want that. You, you don't want to lose a third of your lung function because of some flu that you get at one point. Is yeah. it called crackle? I think oh, yeah, yeah. I think it, I, I, I've heard, heard that, that term. Yeah, yeah. I, I love those candy bars. <laughs> yeah, that's... Candy bars, yeah. I, I, Only uh, Halloween, why? You're right. Crackle all year round. Stop making the little shitty bars that you have to spend as much time as you no, do. I like the minis. I like the miniatures. You don't you don't feel like such a piece of shit. No, I like to just eat an entire candy bar and then feel guilty. I like the minis. That's the best part of I like I like the Mr. Good Bar minis too. With the peanuts in there. Ooh, the Mr. Good bars are good. Mm -hmm. the crackles are good. You 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 counter Counter signaled me on the uh, Reese's fast breaks, which I'm not happy about, but those are fantastic. Uh, no, thank you. No, thank you. Lots of good people. Lots of smart people talking about how good the, the Reese's fast break are. They're, they're saying lots of people who dislike this have small dicks. I'm not saying it's true. <laughs> a lot of Dude, I have been using the lots of people are saying argument in my Twitch streams like every 10 minutes. <laughs> I yeah. just And I was using it a lot until all my fucking um, Epstein and Trump emotes got banned, which sucks. <laughs> oh, I have fun I, I got to admit, he is at times pretty hilarious, Trump is. Oh, he's like, great. No Just one will the way he delivers funny. lines, especially for someone like myself. You don't hear that kind of voice ever, really. So, uh, like, what is he, a New Yorker, right? Yeah, he's he's New, York, yeah. New Yorker. But even like that's the thing you can't take away from Trump is like Woody very much dislikes him, and I, I would say a lot of people dislike him for good reason, even yeah. some of his ex supporters. But like, he is genuinely hilarious. He is a funny motherfucker. He's got he's good definitely in the wrong job, though. He's definitely in the wrong job. <laughs> no, he should I'm be on television, and that's what he's doing, but not as the president. 
Maybe. No, he should, he should I think be. he's pretty happy with the job he got. Yeah, I, I he's happy. <laughs> I, I, I think he's loving this. And watch that clip of him at the fucking Obama 2012, 2013, whatever. And and, and Jimmy uh, Jimmy Fallon, whoever it was, makes a mocking joke. Like, And Trump thinks he's going to be president. And you can watch in real time as <laughs> Donald Trump decides, I'm doing this. it's like something from a movie as much as i dislike this guy you can't deny the fact that he's the president of the united states he did it he did it famous man on earth by a huge margin what man on earth famous famous and powerful and the most yeah i was gonna go with powerful yeah who's the most famous man it's probably trump Probably Trump. At one point, they would have said Michael Jordan is the most famous guy on earth. Sure, sure. I, yeah. I would say. At one point, now, maybe, maybe Michael Jackson. Yeah, I was going to say Michael Jackson. Even mm-hmm. in like Somalia or something, you wear a Michael Jackson shirt and they'll be like, I, I very much enjoy his music. But if you told me Trump was the most famous living person on earth right now, I don't know that I'd argue against you. If the aliens land yeah. and they say, take me to your leader, everybody's like. Uh, can I interest Could you in the you leader come of Germany back in like <laughs> a year? <laughs> Probably. Can you come back in a year so we we can introduce you to an insane senile man with teeth that are falling out of his mouth? Come back in four, five years, <laughs> and, and we'll have this probably sorted out. Have you guys seen Space Force? Of course, no. It's, it's, it's no, better I, than I thought it was. I love be. the bit where uh, Flotus is getting those different outfits to come and they become more and more Republican and like <laughs> these crazy, insane space looking things. And it's they, just like, and he walks back in and he's like looking, he doesn't realize they're trying to, yeah, you go, Kyle, you go. It's so good. Like, like the first lady calls the space force office and she's like, I, she, her, her representative, her, her chief of staff, and they want to design the space force uniforms and the general is such a pussy that he can't say no. And he's got this PR guy who's like, oh, yes, yes, yes. He's like, we'll get in good with Flotus. She's one heartbeat away from the president of the United States. This is great. This is huge for us. And he's like, no, I don't know about this. And Steve Carell is like away doing something else. So he's not even there to make this decision. And the next thing you know, everybody's walking around dressed in these capes with these big like shoulder pads <laughs> and these flowing uh, there's like 30 buttons going down the front of these it's uh, it's outrageous it's like those it's, north korean leaders where they have like fake war badges like oh. more ridiculous than that let me it i'm going to try like pavlonian response this like, k-pop's Kyle, giving would, me an erection Kyle, <laughs> Kyle, you say it sort of resembles like what the like back in the civil war but modernized kind of like those outfits with the capes and the like, red stripes like down almost your like napoleonic like, error even yeah error, yeah error even, even further back yeah. yeah i'm having a difficult time picturing this i need to look yeah you this. have to see it it's because so off the top strange. of my head i don't feel like napoleonic soldiers and the civil war soldiers had much in common aesthetically they're outrageous oh. It's very old timey, but sort of mon- modernized. Essentially, just imagine that, like, if you could even have one of those little <laughs> Taylor. Just inside. imagine old timey modernized. The that should narrow it down. Picture something new, old kind of American. What's funny is like the action something you can't. The actual uniforms in the show for the Space Force are already hilarious because they're camouflaged, like like. 
you know, like, like each branch has their own camo, like right? It. <laughs> it's the moon. It's, it's moon craters. It's, it's, <laughs> it's the texture of the moon, but on their fucking, like, like military <laughs> uniform. It's absurd. That's hilarious. So this is only useful when you're in that slight window where your backdrop is... How good's the exoskeleton episode? That's just like... <laughs> yeah, if you're, if, you're making, if you're making camo for space soldiers, shouldn't it be black as night black as steven seagal's hair it should no it's it should just be something professional looking you know they're they're not gonna wear the uniform in actual space they'd be in a space suit i don't feel like yeah, combat the space suit would have camo on it no 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 taylor but space combat How do we find oh, them yeah. them? space po- combat doesn't involve camouflage Right. If you were to tell yet. me you want the ship not to be visible, I'd kind of be on board with that. But the people in the ship can wear pink polka dots. Oh, crap. Wrong image. Right? Now, look, I'm sending you guys. I found an image of the outfit. There you go. Look at this. There you go. The this is what this? they all wear. <laughs> this is on the show? Yes. Yeah. That's horrific. I hate that. <gasps> That's the point. It's supposed to be hilarious. That's the joke. It's the, the comedy show with Steve Carell. I know. I'm just saying that this. I want my space force with pictures of moons and Jupiter and stuff on them. Not. not it's, this. There's an episode of the show where they. It's like uh, a bastardized version of Roman getup. And so like, like you were right. You're right, champ. They launch this space force satellite into orbit, and the idea is that it has some offensive capabilities. It can shoot like a net to like disable an enemy satellite if need be. And uh, and and they're all celebrating in Mission Control, Steve Carell and and John Malkovich and all the other like sporting cast, and they're like watching a video feed of their satellite in orbit, and this enormous Chinese counterpart just zooms by and goes and cuts the fucking solar panels off of it, like they're like taking the wheels off a car in a bad neighborhood and the solar panels just float away. So now they're just like, fuck, what do we do now? Like, like, like somebody's got to tell Trump and they're, they're like, no, no, we could fix this. We could fix this. It's like, 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 do we have any men up there who can do anything? And, and, and they're like, the international space station is 150 miles away. He's all right. Well, that's not so far. Yes, it is. They're on the other side of the planet, sir. And he's like, all right. Well, what do we have? He said, well, we we have a chimpanzee and a dog that we sent up last week. But, sir, we we haven't been in contact with them for over a week. You know, the whole point is we send them up there and get some good PR footage of a dog and a, <laughs> and a chimpanzee in space. And then we kind of let them float off and die and he's yeah, like, oh, be a dead chimp in space yeah oh that's horrible so they they, they go to the light the camera inside the 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 ship that's got the chimpanzee in it and he's he's mad of course because he he hasn't heard from him in so long and so they've got a guy literally signing to the chimpanzee and <laughs> and the chimp telling him he's got to go outside the ship and he's like no oh no we'll die We'll die, like signing, and they're like, "No, no, you won't die." And like, we will give you many bananas, special bananas. And he's like, "All right, all right, I'll do it." So like, they're like, well, "What what tool does he need?" And they're like, "Is that what they do? Many bananas, many pretty much bananas. a special banana." And he's like, "Oh, okay." 
Yeah, so, there's lots of people are talking about how good these bananas are. So it takes them eight hours to, to, to tell it to, to pick up the power drill. For eight hours, they have him looking at a, a wall with power tools on it with a because he's got a laser on his head. And whenever the laser gets near a thing, they, they like signal him like, yeah, that thing, that thing. But he keeps like going past the drill. So they wait till he randomly puts the laser on the drill. They're like, yes, yes, drill. And he picks up the drill and they're, and they're like, yes, yes, you got it. Now they have to get the monkey to put a helmet on. Keep in mind, this isn't a special space monkey. This is just a chimpanzee they launched into space. They and it's in zero it. gravity. So this monkey is trying to do everything while floating. Yeah. They didn't even train a special monkey. He's just up there for PR to show a monkey float around and then turn the cameras off and it dies. Like, like he's not a special science monkey. He's just a monkey. They send him out to, to die. Yeah, that's what they do with all those animals. They don't bring them back. All those animals they send into space, they fucking die up there. Yeah, the they burn up. Those dogs. And then the we Chinese killed all those dogs. Him, didn't they? We killed the dogs too. Yeah. We killed the dogs too. So they send the monkey up to repair the satellite. And and for a second, it's like he actually does it. He's got the solar panel attached to the, the, the satellite. <laughs> he puts the drill right on the right spot. And they're like, yes, yes. And then John Malkovich goes, wait, no. When he pulls the trigger, of course, it's zero gravity. So the whole monkey spins <laughs> instead of the bolt. And he's going, ah, ah, ah. Spinning like crazy, <laughs> holding on to this drill, and the and his and his safety cable is like wrapping around him like a noose, just tighter and tighter and tighter until it snaps, and the monkey goes flying off into outer space and one way. Fades slowly. The solar panel goes flying another way, and Steve Carell's like, "You will be remembered, soldier. You will be remembered. We will not. How much would it cost to send a rescue mission up there for that chimpanzee? How much?" And and John Malkovich is like somewhere between forty and one hundred million dollars, and he's like, "You will be remembered." <laughs> and he's like, and Steve and, and John Malkovich is like, "Can we now go to Chan's plan, sir?" And he's like, "What about the dog?" And they're like, "What about the dog, sir?" Go to the dog. Let's see if we can get the dog out there to repair the satellite. And they click to the camera to the dog, and there's just a tail floating in, 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 inside the <laughs> ship. Because at some point, the monkey ate the fucking dog. And Steve Carell's like, you know what? To hell with you, you dog-eating monkey. You will not be remembered. You will be remembered as a dog-killing monkey. <laughs> and you then you look, and the Chinese spaceship has made its orbit back around. And they're opening up their doors and the chimpanzee is flying into it. And they're like, do not go in there. Do not go in there, chimp. Soldier, do not. You must resist the Chinese. Resist. And he's going, and just flies into the Chinese. And, and so then he has to explain to the president that they had a, a space monkey taken prisoner today by the Chinese. You're muted. <laughs> Conspiracy theory: It was the Chinese that ate the dog. Oh, I won't stand for that kind of racism. <laughs> I know you'll sit. I will. I will not stand for this. I mean, if anyone was going to eat any of the animals up there, they would have eaten the monkey first. Anyway, mm. I bet dogs taste terrible. No bats that, available. I'd eat dog. I eat anything. I don't know what the big the big deal is. Like, if it, I just want to. 
I eat people for sure. I mean, dog's ill. Do you think that tastes good? Do you think you have some good marble? If it's ill, what did you say? I think he said build. Yeah, the, oh. the dog's build. Like, do you think it has good marbling when you cut into those steaks? Like, no, there's no fucking way. Dogs what kind of that. human would you eat? Would it be a muscular human, like someone that goes to the gym? I'd want to no. eat. No, that's not good for. That's but not no, good. like, but no. but that's someone that's like off season and they've gained a little bit of fat, maybe along with the muscle. No, I want an no, overweight gamer. A... No, no, that's gonna taste awful. Yeah. No, you eat a baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, babies have no muscle, dude. Yeah, but it'd be like babies, having babies have veal. plenty of muscle to feed a man. All right, there's gonna be look. Baby calves don't have a ton of muscle, but there's enough veal to go to around to feed the whole family. Veals are rather... way bigger than babies. I, I, well, it depends on the baby, I guess. But I can just see Taylor being like, "We're gonna have to grill three babies tonight." Yeah. <laughs> More babies. Uh, I, you know what? I, I would eat. I would yeah. cook up Joey Diaz <laughs> just to see what he would taste like because the no, years of abuse on that body. He he's tastes got, like bologna. He's got too much marbling. <laughs> what you want is someone like more plates, more dates, or someone who's ripped as shit, where they're still going to have some, you know, I guess, intermuscular, intramuscular fat, whatever it's called, some of that, <clears throat> but they're jacked enough that you can get some nice fillets. No. Out of those biceps, I feel like out of if I ate body. Joey Diaz, no. I'd get a secondhand high. So the reason the filet mignon <laughs> is so tender... The reason the filet mignon is so tender is it's from the tenderloin, an area of that the of muscle the cow doesn't use very much. It's the use of muscles that make them so tough and builds that intermuscular tissue that we that that we think of as gross. The you know the parts of cows that we don't eat don't don't like so much, or the parts that we slow cook or roast and stuff like that are the parts like the rump that's doing all that fucking work back there because it's tough as shit and there's not a lot of fat in it. The the if you get a guy like 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 Derek, he's gonna be super tough, and you're gonna have a lot of chemicals in there. You're talking to an A plus chewer. I'm definitely the tastiest. I I bet I taste better than both of you. I think that's master race talk. Well, there's only I one way to find out. You're actually that perfect ratio. Is like you've hit the gym, but you got a little chubby, so it works. I yeah. think you want someone who, who is doing fat. You think you're you better than me. I would definitely want baby or very young child or maybe a paralyzed child who hadn't like, you know, uh, the veal of humans, the veal of mm. humans, like a, a paralyzed, like five year old. Like, what like, race? Like a, oh, definitely white. <laughs> <laughs> White meat, yeah. Yeah, I don't eat dark meat. If cannibalism ever gets like accepted as normie, imagine mm -hmm. how funny it would be. It's like, oh, you only eat white people. <laughs> you, you don't eat. You don't eat. I think it would be good to maybe have like a Samoan or something because they're large and they you get more bang for your buck per body. I imagine it would taste a little like pineapple. No, I, I bet it, I bet it's all very porkish because apparently all humans taste like pork, but Samoans Long pig. They're, they're pumping their body full of pork all the time. And so they probably taste fantastic. Salt that, that guy, Israel Kamaka, whatever the fuck, the guy who sings somewhere over the rainbow, <laughs> that guy would have tasted delicious. Yeah. If, if you would have if you would have cooked him long enough, because I mean you have to render all that fat. Yeah, he died a long time ago, unfortunately. Yeah, he's dead. <laughs> he's dead. But, but it's a good song. It's a great song. He's playing that tiny little guitar, which looks even tinier in his gargantuan hands. 
It's oh, not a ukulele. Whatever you call the tiny guitar. No, it's a big fella. No, that, that's, that's a little known fact. He was playing an oboe. That's a cello. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what it looks like. Or a no, it's one of those. No, Taylor, you have to buy like a novelty giant guitar for ASMR. Like it's like this. What big. you need is a tiny, tiny hat. <laughs> yeah, you need a plantine. Get like a, a fake model plantine that you can pull out as a reference for size all the time. Yeah, I I need a plantain. I mean, my is it tain? Oh, my bad. Yeah, my my other little jokes. They're. <laughs> <laughs> starting so starting dude it is so loud i i made the mistake of like putting it like this hit me with <laughs> it hit me with it you... that's not that bad it's not that bad i think you want a do little you scare more your dogs with it what's that oh, hey. scare the dog do you do you try frightening your dogs with this noises and stuff or not no no I, I don't try and frighten them they're just pussies and they get scared of everything so call it a show yeah, yeah. Wait, uh, Champ, what do you have to shout out? What do you uh, got? You can just catch me on at Champ Chong on Twitter, Instagram, and whatnot, and Champ Chong on YouTube. Yeah, if you want to, just if you're into gaming news and whatnot, and memes about games and consoles. Yeah, I just want to say thank you guys for having me on. That's like a big dream of mine. Like I, I was always the biggest fan, still am, and uh, yeah, appreciate it. Thank you guys for having me. And it's good that I came on only for half an episode, so I still get to watch the first half, which is really cool. Um, <laughs> so I don't get to miss out this week. And it means if I was a terrible guest, the, the audience doesn't like me, the rest of the little fucknards, then <laughs> I haven't ruined the entire show. So yeah. No, you, 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 you did a fantastic job. You did a great job. Thank you. Thank you. No PKA, 497.